You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, and news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey, it's Mr. Prediction Head. Oh, God. Oh, what? <laughs> Whatever. It's Jamie. <laughs> and we are here again, right on time, as per usual. <laughs> We've been good, man. We've been going strong for how many weeks now in a row? I like, stopped counting. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> a couple of weeks. We're almost at the big 50. I think this is going to be episode 48 or 49, isn't it? Next it's going to be your 40, 50th 48. episode, not, not ours. <laughs> well, it, as, as a unit... <laughs> Our podcast will be hitting its 50th episode. This and I think you guys have you know, been a big factor in bringing it to that 50th episode. This is my 19th. This week we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. we got Game of Thrones, the season finale from last week we didn't get to talk about. I'm not going to lie, I kind of want to jump in the podcast like with myself. <laughs> Just like, like, <laughs> a little five minute insert like, this is Jordan, even though they didn't review with me, it was awesome. <laughs> We've got Game of Thrones, we've got Inhumans, everyone's favorite Marvel property that just dropped this week. (laughs) The best. Uh, Yeah, it's so good. What can we talk about? It's better than Daredevil, better than Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. Yeah, everything combined. Better than Avengers. (laughs) Better than Avengers. (laughs) Bull words. Let's see if they hold up. (laughs) And then we're getting some anime with J-May. We've got some My Hero Academia and some Madoka Magica. Yes. (laughs) Uh, we'll that too. <laughs> and we're gonna end off with some news of the week but before we get into all that let's talk about itunes reviews how many how many we have three since last Ooh. week but we are getting closer i think we're at 86 nice so we're at 14 to go 14 before we get to more. the epic 100 more. and we do another prize giveaway have we decided what we're gonna give away yet next week <laughs> Yeah. Well, we hit 100, then we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> As we get there. You have to incentivize people before that, so they actually want to get to uh, help us get to 100. They should want to leave a review anyway. Wow. <laughs> if they listen and love us. But yeah, guys, we appreciate it's a mystery. it here. It's a mystery. Yeah, it's Don't reveal it yet. Don't spoil the fun. Some kind of comics or like some cool replica or something. We get all these like green lantern rings over there. Maybe we can get something like that for them. Maybe like... The Fellowship of the Rings. We got like superhero comic yeah, book co- coasters. coasters. Like, those are cool. I like those coasters. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. Can I get one? No. Did uh, you leave a review? Yeah, you did, right? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> still no. <laughs> oh. Oh. What'd you ask? <laughs> Fuck you. Raise your hopes and dash them accordingly. All right, let's I'm, get into I'm our deba- reviews. Because I'm debating. I was like, because I, I, I'm thinking I might give away my lightsaber. Oh, Whoa, that's not, a big prize. Not my Mace Windu lightsaber, but the blue one I use for uh, my Finn cosplay. Mm. I was like, eh, I don't use it anyway. Fuck. Maybe we should all give a cosplay charm that we don't use anymore. Fuck. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe. Well, I mean, maybe. I'm, don't hold, he's like, don't hold, hold me on. to it. Uh, I only own girl stuff, so I don't. That's. Uh, uh, huh? Yeah. What? A girl might win, like magical. Uh, True. Yeah. All right, but let's get into iTunes reviews. Uh, first one is <laughs> from Awesome Jokes. The subject is this podcast is almost as good as Buffy. Hey! It's a five. Oh my god! Okay. Wait, I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, wait, wait a second. Are you mad about that? No. Are you happy about that? Because Buffy is great, Jordan. <laughs> oh yeah, you still haven't watched it. So. That it's great, and we're almost as good. I 
I consider that kind of an insult. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, take, I take that as high praise. <laughs> well, I give a five-star review. Uh, awesome Joke says, love this podcast. I've been following for a show for a bit now, and I'm glad I am. Your guys' dynamic working off each other and your rating system keeps me coming back. Love the show. Hope it keeps going forever. Forever <laughs> and ever forever. and ever. Where's he Sandlot? Forever. Forever. Uh, what is that a reference to? Sandlot? You never seen the movie? No. Nah. With the with the big Cujo dog and the kids that play baseball and the ball goes into the backyard of the and I think it's um what? James Earl uh, James Earl Jones. He's like no. the owner of the. If you show me like if you show me the clips, I might know it because I feel like I've watched it with my parents. Oh man, that's like a classic '90s movie. That's yeah. showing my age, but that's why. <laughs> and I also, said, my whiteness, since no one else knows about it but me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, James Earl Jones is black. He's not a main character. Oh, He's just the guy that owns the dog <laughs> in the backyard the ball falls into. Okay. So. Good movie, though, if anybody hasn't seen it. Anyway, <laughs> off topic. Thank you, White Jordan. Forever. <laughs> you don't need to read this. Oh, fuck. Well, too late. Uh, <laughs> shout me out. Here's my Insta. Awesome jokes underscore IG. Plug, plug, plug. Thanks, plug, awesome plug, jokes. Plug. Yeah. Leave a review. Leave your iTunes review. We'll plug you. Yeah, I don't, I don't, plug, I don't plug, mind. Plug. No problem with that. Yeah, we plug our fans. You plug us, we plug you. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> like, okay. It's my kind of party. <laughs> Sexy podcast. <laughs> All right. Our next review comes from Red Warrior underscore one one six. The subject is not your average comic book podcast. Five star review. Mm. Still loving this podcast, even though it takes me three days to listen to one episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Hashtag sorry. Not sorry. It gives you stuff. This gives you stuff to do during your week. Yeah, yeah. you like, can enjoy us for like days. We're yeah. better than any single podcast because we're so long that we can be multiple podcasts. Yeah, yeah instead of like and waiting, I'll hold you over till the next episode. Yeah. Instead of listening to weekly episode, we're like. You listen to us for like three days, wait like four days, and then you get to listen to us for three days again. Like, it's good. Right? Most of the topics we cover in like an hour. So, like, literally, if you follow the episode breakdown in the iTunes descriptions, mm-hmm. like, you could just, like, Dave. I'm listening to the Game of, Thrones, Game of Thrones review today, and then tomorrow I'm listening to the My Hero Academia review. And then, like, <laughs> next I listen to the news. Like, like, we didn't mean to do it that way. We we're just long. <laughs> yeah. No lie, though, the fact that your podcasts are an average of three hours long is actually kind of good yeah. because I can get the most out of it and make it last days. But others that I listen to are over quickly and leave me waiting forever. Other than the hilarious and unique personalities that are Jordan, comics, Jamie, anime, and Michael, Mr. Prediction Head. Ah! working. Stop giving him titles. Oh, You're going to be like fucking Daenerys and Targaryen like with like 60 names. <laughs> I am Michael Simeon. I am Michael, the news giver and the prediction giver. Black comic geek. The black gay black comic gay geek. Ge- I am the gay one of the podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> Walker of nude. This is Jordan. The host. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just know me. <laughs> okay, we watch, watch it. I become uh, the best wing girl. I can't believe you got this prediction. <laughs> <laughs> they might a prediction here that constantly keep you informed with all things geek. They also take a good amount of time to talk about the problems that matter, like racism and sexism. Mm-hmm. It gets intense at times, but it's definitely something that needs to be discussed. Because we fight. <laughs> yeah, we do. Keep up with the Not good about work. that, though. We, don't, no, we, no, we, no, we, we agree just, about we that. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, we create a conversation. That's mm-hmm. what the most important thing is. Uh, P.S. Can't wait for the Inhumans review. Well, <laughs> oh, Red Warrior underscore one one six. You are going to enjoy this episode yeah, a lot. <laughs> we, we might fight. Yeah. We will fight. <laughs> oh yeah, we might. We will. We might. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, and the last review comes from Derek Johnston fifty eight. Uh, the subject is milk money makes Jordan schloop. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ, did that? Schlub. I didn't remember that. Uh oh. You got Jamie dying over here. Hentai with Jamie made her go crazy. She's over here choking. Sorry, I choked. Five star review. Derek says. Previously reviewed as DJ Direc five eight five two five. Sorry, this is so long. This is the only podcast I listen to, but I like absolutely love it. We are his one and only like oh! committed relationship. <laughs> I love it. Don't cheat on us. Don't don't you ever leave us, Derek. <laughs> you, you're stuck with us now. Yeah. Right, so I'm gonna go misery on you. <laughs> I'm gonna go Cersei. Like no one walks away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, slight, slight. Um, he goes on to say. Uh, and I'm glad I was the first to start the conversation of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I also love listening to you. things that I... Yeah, thank you. Like That was a big <laughs> you, thanks you to you, Derek, because <laughs> that guy's into it. Yes, yes. Derek, yeah. thank you. Because um, my voice alone didn't work. <laughs> no, it's never enough, Michael. No one cares I, about you. <laughs> I care, Mr. Prediction. <laughs> Do you? Thank you. I also love listening to things that I don't even watch, you. like My Hero Academia and Game of Thrones. Okay. Listening to this, I get weird ideas like what if Triplet got powers like Dead Man in DC? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you just brought him back in like the craziest way, but I would be okay with that. I have a request for review of The Accountant, which has the only fight where Batman would beat Punisher. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and thank you for introducing me to Attack on Titan. When Ancient of Shield comes back, will you do weekly reviews? Derek Tupac on Insta. P.S. You do have word, I guess, listeners. Oh, word. White nerd. Oh. <laughs> yeah, diverse uh, Ranger fans, but yeah, man, thank you so much for giving us some of the Angels of Shield. I'm glad you guys. Uh, I'm glad you actually listened to things like My Hero and Game of Thrones. He doesn't actually even watch those. And apparently, oh, wow. we got him into Attack on Titans. Yeah, thanks to you, Jamie. Aha. Uh-huh. Maybe he'll go back and watch him now. If he's, I mean, if he listens. Yeah, and actually, it's funny that he brings up Attack on Titan because if you liked <laughs> her bringing up Attack on Titan. <laughs> Is there a thing she's going to review today that's kind of the Attack on oh. Titan of Sailor Moon, but we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. All right, let's get into the reviews. Let's start with Game of Thrones season finale, The Dragon and the Wolf. One war that matters, and it is here. Na 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 but this episode, guys, it all culminated in this episode. We had our predictions, Mr. Prediction Head. You yes. thought <laughs> certain you. things were going to happen with the I wall. Got three things right. Yeah. Other Whatever. things that we discussed before. Prediction about- Head mm-hmm. reigns supreme. I- actually, I guess I'm going to refute with you. We're going we're gonna to battle. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what it is, but fuck you. Hmm? Let's get right into it. I want to actually start, though, 
by talking to talking about uh, the scenes that happened in Winterfell because we had a big discussion before about what we thought the was going to happen between Sansa and Arya mm. and that plot were they actually going to battle each other were they actually working together in the last episode we saw her give that crazy speech to Sansa about yeah. being a, I can wear a faceless face. man I can even wear your face mm. and he takes the knife and the last second turns it and hands it to Sansa mm. and walks away Michael who said that you Michael <laughs> your prediction was what that they were working together uh, or that Sansa, Sansa originally she was afraid of uh, Arya but mm-hmm. then the knife uh, Arya handing her the knife was her signal or cue to say hey we're actually on the same team here so you think in that moment they were already working together I think it was that moment or like yeah. they were or they started to or started what do you think were already or started to because you remember I, before you were talking about how you thought Littlefinger had ears and eyes everywhere mm-hmm. so like you thought they were speaking code Specifically, so Littlefinger wouldn't know. So no, I think Arya handing Sansa the knife is the moment they started. Like Sansa was like, "Oh." So in this episode, when we open, I think Arya like like even the moment like where Arya like when uh, Littlefinger was trying to play her to like find the note and all that stuff, and then mm-hmm. you saw him lurking in the background. Yeah, like he's trying to out ninja Arya. I'm like, because I was like, nah. He, you think Arya was onto him then? Arya was onto him the whole like time. That she already knew that he was watching. Hmm. Hmm. I can't speak on that, but I can speak on just clarifying when Sansa and Arya actually began working together. You know? I do know. Uh, in this episode, uh, it opens in Winterfell. Sansa mm-hmm. speaking with Littlefinger, and mm-hmm. did you all think like I was like, oh god, he's he's running his game to her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here we go. I'm, I was hoping she was eye him like I know you lying, mm-hmm. but Parman was like. Maybe, Maybe. Falling for it. Because to be real, like it's not the first. It won't be the first time. Like mm-hmm. Sansa had the tendency of you know just kind of like falling into like the words and like a device that people just give and really without second handing, and she just kind of follows it. Yeah, we've seen it. Being naive, doing. making mistakes, like you know. Being That's why no one also kind of alluded to it at the end. She was like, "I'm a slow learner, but I do learn." Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I love that line too and I'm glad they, they said it because it was kind of like an F you to all the fans that didn't like her I get it I guess she learns and I also get that she's slow no shit I know that it's just I don't know it's just compared to like her other siblings she just seems so so Except slow Rickon. and almost dumb so Rickon, fuck, Rickon died Rickon okay. was slower literally <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't wait zigzag. was it the speed or the fact he ran straight it's both <laughs> uh, but he was dumb and slow it's both oh, wow. but like I was saying in this episode in the Winterfell scene dies, with Sansa, I don't need to worry about him Sansa I mean uh, Littlefinger mm-hmm. hits her with the, the line think about the worst case scenario I like to play a game when I think about oh, yeah. people's intentions what is the worst thing they could possibly want? I wonder if he really talks like that. I need to watch an interview with the actor. Shansha. Like, he sounds like a pedophile. Shansha. I love you, Shansha. Lady Sansa. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was it. <laughs> that was it. You nailed it. You like child of spirit of little alone? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, my lady. Did you know there were deleting scenes in this episode? No. There was. There, there was. And there was actually deleted scene that takes place after this scene between Littlefinger and Sansa. Where the scene ends with Sansa, on her face it reads like she might be thinking that Arya actually does what become the Lady of Winterfell. Mm-hmm. There's actually a deleted scene from the season finale that takes place right after that. Where'd you find this? Yeah. Um, there were just leaks online. Like they actually had oh. descriptions of like some of the the pulled episode, uh, some of the pulled scenes. There was also some um, Brienne scenes and stuff like that that got pulled. Um, but there was a leaked uh, the scene that got cut was a scene between. What should have happened from the beginning, Santa speaking with Bran. 
the encyclopedia of all knowledge in the oh. universe. She and that's also why Bran was actually there, there in the meeting next to they Sansa. Already, she basically mm-hmm. spoke to Bran. Yeah, that was that another point, thing. Like as soon as I saw Bran there, I was like, oh yeah, it's done. Yeah, no. but all they did was take out the scene where she speaks to Bran. And the thing is though, she was confirming with Bran what what to do about Arya. So even in mm. that moment, she still wasn't sure what Littlefinger's ultimate intentions were. She knew she couldn't trust him. But at the same time, she needed to know what the facts were because she wasn't sure, like about you know, in the previous episode, that scene, mm-hmm. she was shook. Like it wasn't oh, okay. a thing where she was faking it. Okay. So you're kind of wrong, Mr. Prediction. Ah! No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, it was a deleted scene, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> what? I mean, it still does matter. But it does put the pieces together of like why her face read the way it did in both mm-hmm. those scenes. Like she actually wasn't completely sure what she was going to do. Cause I said that last week too. I was like, that was the moment, but cause you was like, but she still looked confused. I was like, yeah, she looked confused because it's It's for one thing to go from like, I'm scared. And then you hand the night, you're still just like, what the fuck? No, you said she, she was acting. No, I said Aria was acting. And you said both too. <laughs> No, I'm cutting you down with the prediction. No, you're look, not. Look, I still, I still appreciate your prediction. It was still a good prediction. prediction I'm just saying like, there's some clarification there behind the scenes about like what exactly happened with Bran and when Sansa ultimately realized that Littlefinger was not in the right at all. So that's what ultimately led to his downfall later in the episode mm-hmm. where, and I loved it. I love, I love you see Sansa just like looking <laughs> out in the distance. So you're like, what is she thinking? What? And you know, you might be thinking the worst of her. Mm-hmm. She holds the meeting, calls in Arya, and she like the like the most like like last minute like gotcha bitch like you saying accused of treason and murder how do you plead little finger <laughs> like, like she's, the head she's lord baelish oh lord baelish and it's so funny because literally they had to plan that because if you notice all the people in the room were staring at Arya until that moment but when she said lord baelish everyone looks at him so it's like you all knew what it was it's like y'all practice ready when i say lord baelish count yeah, they, to three they had, a, they had a dance count in the room yeah and on one, one and two, two and, and three, three and, and turn <laughs> Sansa was like, it's going to be so hilarious, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Brand's like, yes, very hilarious. But I got to give it up to the actor, uh, Littlefinger, because like his look, like the way his eyes went up when he was like, when she said his name. Yeah, he's like, like there were what? so many memes that moment where just like, me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Surely you just. <laughs> like, but you're right. Like all of the memories in his face and his eyes darting around. He's a good actor. He's a really good actor. And then, did you, did you, like how Littlefinger ultimately met his demise. Mm. Oh you know, yeah, that little snap. Well, actually, no. I was, I was, I liked it. I, I was kind of disappointed. Actually, you were disappointed. What because were you expecting? Going back to the very first episode where Ned Stark said, "If you're the one that gives out the sentence, you should be the one to execute it." So, mm. if anything, Sansa should have been the one to kill him. No, I mean, like with all honesty, I can never imagine Sansa killing someone. And even um, Arya said it. She's the, she said, "I'm the executor." Yeah, I agree with like it doesn't follow Ned's original logic in the first episode. That's a cool thing you pointed out. That's actually a cool observation. But it's Sansa. You know, like Ned's also been wrong. Like he's been loyal to a fault at times, mm-hmm. and his his like his is the old way, and is going out. So maybe it makes sense that now they're as a family unit they can be the justice and the executioner in one. You know what I mean? I mean, if it's Arya and Sansa, both of them coming with the plan together, then, you know, 
could be Arya killing her. Could I'm sorry. I'm just glad Arya killed, killed him though, because just the way she yeah, did it, it she was just, just like it was like behind, hands behind her back. He's mm-hmm. walked up. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like she just slashed her throat and just walked away. She didn't even look. She didn't look. She just turned. And my man was still trying to say lies. If I could just, I, I liked how he. He went started out. crying. Word. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. He goes. I loved your mom. I loved you. I was like, okay. I'm sorry. Should have put those they, sentences together like that. They gave Sansa the hardest moments in that in that episode because mm. when she was looking at him like, and yet you betrayed her. Mm-hmm. But I loved you. And yet you betrayed me. <laughs> it's like, oh, you cold bloody. <laughs> you get yours. And then, like you said, the line, uh, like I learn, I, I learn I'm a slow. slow I'm a slow, I'm a slow learner, but I do learn. That was a boss moment. I'm like, drop the mic, Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. And Lord Baelish is literally going to everybody he could, like, please help me, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the I'm the leader of the veil. I demand you. Yeah, I demand you save me. I don't think so. Like, I, don't, I don't care, dude. <laughs> I don't care, bro. <laughs> but yeah let's get let's let's rewind a little bit because everything that's happening in Winterfell so far has been kind of in a bubble this entire season like it's felt like they've just been trying to like it, it's it felt like since we know George R.R. R. Martin has given the showrunners the cliff notes of what's supposed to happen in the show mm-hmm. does it feel like to you the bullet point was Ari and Sansa team up to defeat Littlefinger and the rest of it was just spinning wheels trying to get to that point and figure out like a satisfying way to do it you know what I mean? Because nothing's been happening there other than that back and forth weird, like, you know, thing they've been doing so far. And then also the fact that they all come back to Winterfell, like all the Starks. Yeah. So I think that was another bullet point. And then I guess they just left it up to the writers to figure out how to get there. I, I mean, well, since they only had to... like seven episodes. I'm glad we're at the end because I really feel like, you know, I love, the, I love Game of Thrones and I'm loving where it's going and I don't care about everyone's complaints about being too Hollywood or too action-packed or whatever. It's not the it's same Game of Thrones it used to be. But I'm like that though. Like we had six seasons of slow build-up and now it's time to... I agree. I agree with you completely. But I do feel like if we had run out of books like two seasons earlier than this, the show wouldn't have been as good. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like now that we're at the end, it's easier to just come up with all the resolutions to these stories mm-hmm. rather than if they had to still come up with, like, the the intrigue and the plotting and all those other, like, little... Because most of that was from details. George R. R. Martin, mm-hmm. not the writer, not the creator, the showrunners. And a lot of things that... I didn't read the books, but a lot of things that we don't like seems to be things made up by the show. Like, this, how they treated the Sand Snakes and stuff like that. Or even Euron's character. People don't like Euron that much, even though he's supposed to be, like, this fucking badass in the books. Yeah, I don't mind Euron. I don't mind him. Like he's just like upgraded version of you know Ramsey and Ramsey plus um Joffrey, but bigger and scuffier. Mm. Makes sense. Like he's like, but he's like the one with a sense of humor. We get to laugh as you know he's making some comments, like the comments that he made to um Theon, the comments that he made to <laughs> Jamie. Very you soft comments. That was. Ooh. I hate that guy. He's like the kind of guy I would punch in his face. Like, <laughs> shut him up. Hey, I'm not saying her bum. Yeah, what the? I'm not saying I like him, but like he has a very different twist in it on top of the villains that we already know. Apparently, he's way darker in the comic. In the, oh, uh, really? Book, yeah. He's already dark as fuck right now. Yeah, he's no. You kill your brother, and you kidnap your niece, and you're threatening your. 
a nephew is like and yet still no ramsey so what does that say about ramsey i, yeah, I was gonna say ramsey I, was, I hated ramsey way more than i hated euron yeah did your well, hatred continued on in humans yes it did it did euron's more of a nuisance i feel like so far in the show but let's let's get into it because how the show opens is with uh gray worm looking boss as hell standing there among all the unsullied and they got the dothraki the mm-hmm. whore running through the entire setup of their like their military it was terrible at the same time though I, when the episode opened i was like it's very convenient that they this, marched all the way there already yeah <laughs> yeah they just time skipped and then i was like uh, y'all ain't hungry y'all ain't tired <laughs> no because i think i did ask you jordan like when the episode started i was like did i miss something because yeah, like, like no. what, what happened <laughs> Because like, no, they, they, they even they mentioned when they got stuck in Castle Rock, there was no food or nothing like. So I'm like, how do all, where all y'all eat? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, time skipping powers. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know, like I'm gonna assume that the way they're trained is different. Mm, like on Sully, yeah, they still gotta eat. Though. They still gotta eat. <laughs> They still get tired from walking across mini- the country. Have you noticed, like, they're, like, the, the skinniest, like, slimmest soldiers I've ever seen in any kind of media. So, like, I'm going to assume, like, they don't eat as much. They eat, but oh, they yeah, don't they eat as much. They're definitely skinty. But that would also make sense if they're all unsullied. Like, if they're all castrated, not any testosterone, right? Oh. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh. Yeah. That's true, yeah. So, you can, but beard, whatever. A <laughs> beard, beard. <laughs> but that opens into a conversation between Bron and Jamie, which I think is actually—it's funny oh, they're talking cock? about cocks and how like, why would you fight? Like, why would an army without cocks even fight? And I was like, well, you know, like family, like well, yeah, money, have, or no, more yeah, wealth, or wealth, wealth or family. And he's like, nah, man, I've been around soldiers. All I yeah. do is pay for one thing—that ass. That. <laughs> but that funny conversation actually foreshadows some things later in the episode mm-hmm. because you know some. Some characters that we might love that also might be related. <laughs> Dead ass. You know, they might forego some military strategy and some, you know, some some smart well, thinking overall, for that booty. Everything, everything's about cock. Predicted. Everything's about cock. Hey, I also said that Danny and John were gonna hook up. Yeah. I didn't think they were gonna go back to the boat. Though. <laughs> that, I didn't and expect I said, them to I, get I, like that. Obvious. Kinda, even though I was kind of wrong, but I was still right. Cause I was like, before cause that. I, yeah, because I said they're gonna have sex on the boat. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna be before, but it's, it was still a boat. It so was, I was combined. Cause I was right. like, no, they're gonna have sex before they had that meeting. They didn't. <laughs> they I mean, they went with that sexual tension, like from the meeting, and say, "Oh, you know, like I'm gonna go alone." It's like, yeah. no, you should come with us. It shows, you know, the the combined the combination of powers. Like, okay, and then like the way they looked at Danny and John, it was like, it's gonna happen, isn't it? It's like, mm. even Danny's speech is like, it's gonna happen. It's gonna go. Okay, down. so I was confused in that scene at first, <laughs> and and Michael, you were texting me while I was watching it, and at one point you text like, no, and I'm like. What does that mean? Because you, one of your predictions was Danny was gonna die. All right, Mr. Oh, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no, 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 don't try to do that. <laughs> and I got scared. I was like, I, asked, I sent you guys a text message and just asking the question. I said, this is not an official prediction. <laughs> but you I said, never said, you, know, you never put that bumper yes, on. I did. Don't make me pull it up. <laughs> Wait a minute. I will pull it up. Are you don't need to pull it. Up. I'm gonna pull I it up. You? I'm pulling it up right now. I'm pulling it up right now. I said this is not an official prediction, but I'm thinking, what if Danny dies in the season finale? Either way, putting that in my head scared the crap out of me. So while I'm watching it, and that was a scene that you texted me no at, I'm like, oh my god, is she gonna be on the road with John and Cersei, and someone's gonna kill this chick? Like just walking at the very end of the ha! season. What does it say? Not an official prediction. Just thinking. 
Because they haven't killed a main character since the Red Wedding. Blah, 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 blah. What if she dies in the season finale? He's like, don't worry, guys. I protected my, cred- yes. my credentials. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to... Jesus. You're not going to discredit Mr. Prediction Head over here. I'm just going to wait for him. That one moment when he fucks up. I'm just going to wait. Oh, my God. When he fucks up. You hear that? You get, don't slip. It's not, not going to happen. Fucked it's up. never going to happen. Because you will fuck up I'm one infallible. day. She's you will fuck up one day. Long live the king. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, you're the one talking yeah, about Yeah, you're the one scarring don't, me. Don't sleep. Go <laughs> 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 flow too. <laughs> but yeah, but that, that scene scared me because like, I didn't really understand. I thought they, I didn't even realize that they meant that, like she was going on the boat. I thought they were going to be on the road together and go like you know oh even like road as they're marching she'd be flying above them <laughs> marching yeah so she'd be on the ground with them and then someone oh, okay. with a crossbow would just like shoot her like Jorah oh. said but then in hindsight I was like oh Jorah was just saying that cause he knew if they ended up staying together some shite might go down cause then you saw Jorah's face when it was like <laughs> I will travel with you Jon Snow for only the reasons of politics yeah it was like <laughs> huh? and Jorah was like <laughs> I said myself I'm never gonna get that girl. Nope. <laughs> nope. Friend zone. No, he's more than friend zone at this point. He's like, what? What is it now? He's like, I, I, I fought I, zombies for you. <laughs> what else can I do? I conquered my disease that like was the, eating me alive. Like the epic friend zone. Yeah, I like, literally need to rip okay, my Jorah. skin off it's okay, to Jorah. come I know back how that for feels. you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no! I weep for you. Michael's got crocodile skin. Oh, I weep. I weep with you. <laughs> But we'll get to the John and Danny stuff. But first, I want to talk about how this episode, I think, had the best conversations out of the entire season. Like, we were complaining in other episodes about how things felt too fast. So at least in this episode, they gave us some of the, like, longer form conversations during the walk to the meeting with Cersei, Daenerys, and John and the whole group. On the road, basically. In the very beginning, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. The beginning of the episode. Whoa. Brienne and, J- yeah, and Brienne, uh, Tyrion. The, the I, mean, no, yeah, the I don't think it was okay. Overall, the conversation the in general, it was long, but I think it was long because they were trying to like combine and condense short back and forth banter amongst so many characters. Yes, but there yeah. were payoffs I wanted to see, like Tyrion and Bronn. I'm like, because it was the first time these characters again, it, have gotten back it together felt like in a, a while. Spartan note version of what I wanted. You know, How like long I wanted, want it? I just wanted one, two lines, and not in yeah. one episode. Yeah, like I was happy you know, like seeing Brienne like and space... Hound reunite, and them acting like divorced parents with Arya. No, if, I... if you're here, where... and first of all, Brienne, when she when she saw him walk up, she was like, "Yeah, what the hell are you? Yeah, what I thought you were dead. You're she alive. Said, I thought you were dead." <laughs> and he's literally like, "Like, wait, if you're here, where? Like, who's protecting her? It's like the only person he's protecting is people that are in her way, basically." And then he smiled like he when he smiled, it was yeah. like a dad smile. I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I like the hounds' development over like the not even just season this season, but like he over shows the more of the human, show. like human yeah, side. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a grumpy dad. <laughs> and like overall, like uh, there's also the reunion between Brienne and Jamie. And his favorite word is cunt. And I think <laughs> and fuck off. <laughs> and I think that was important too, like um. When they meet, like when Brienne and Jamie actually um, reunion, reunite, reunite after the meeting. Yeah, after the meeting, what she says, like actually does contradict what she really stands for. But then that also shows us that the situation that they're in is so important and so great to the point that she's willing to ditch everything that she stands for. Mm. Well, let's skip ahead. Let's talk about this meeting real quick because when they get there, 
And you give a very interesting tid- tidbit about why it happens. But as soon as they get to the meeting area, which is the old dragon arena near mm-hmm. King's Landing. And I also like that conversation. Um, uh, Just, was it from... who? I forgot who was saying it. But basically that the dragons... It was Daenerys and... Jon Snow, how about dragons getting smaller and that's, we got smaller? That's later. I'm talking about oh, just, okay. just the ex- exposition about like what the dragons used to be there. Like was they it used Tyrion? To, I think it was Tyrion. He might have been the one mentioning I think it. it was Tyrion. But Tyrion and Bronn? No, regardless. When they actually get there, Bronn and Podrick immediately peace out. And honestly, <laughs> they're like, they're going to kill him. <laughs> they're surrounded by soldiers. I'm like, mm. Which I told you off the podcast why that was the case. Yeah, you want to explain that? Because I thought it was really interesting. I'm like, oh. Uh, yeah, but apparently uh, the actress Lena Headley, Cersei, and the, I don't know the guy's real name, but the actor that plays Bronn, mm-hmm. they, I don't know if they were married, but or they, but they were together before Game of Thrones, and they had a contentious relationship and a bad breakup. So because of that, it's in their contracts that they can't be on screen together. Wow, so because of that, you know, because Cersei was about to enter the dragon pit, that's why Bronn looked at Podrick and was like, Let's go get something to drink. Yeah. Because Cersei was about to be there. So what I thought was like But it was weird. Ominous. But it was yeah, it was weird though, because it's like, all right, everybody's gathered. Let's go. We don't need to be here. I mean But it made it feel ominous. It made it feel like like and even the hound was like, I I left this city not to die. Am I gonna die in this shit city? Like Tatarian. So it was like, Yeah, maybe, because it seems that way. And we know Cersei, whenever she's not around or something, She's about to blow up. <laughs> I don't know. I think it made sense that Bron and Paul and Podrick um, stepped away because the meeting isn't about them. They're not involved in any kind of decision making. That's why Hound also leaves too. So who's left behind? It's for the really meeting. Well, no, Hound didn't leave. He left to go get the box. Yeah. If, if, and talking about that. So even then, he's that's the reason they send him. Not only that he's strong, but also the fact that he's not really important in the meeting. The meeting is really for three people. What? But he wasn't. Jones no. He was just he, but he didn't really leave. The, the way the scene was set up, I liked it because it made it seem like he was just storming off. When Cersei arrives with uh, the mountain, mm. I like Tyrion's comment about like there's always some Clegane cunt to carry out the wishes no. of the Lannister cunt. <laughs> the mountain and uh, the Hound have a confrontation, and that was badass. It was like I don't care what the fuck you are now, I don't care what they did to your face, but we got beef and we're gonna settle it. It's like yo. How long, man? <laughs> Remember how what Hound said? Like you look uglier yeah, than me ter- now. Yeah, you look terrible. And he does look terrible. Like he that sickly pale skin and his red eyes. Is like what I is Darth Vader? What? what uh, I, I don't remember his name. But what did he do to him? The mad. The oh, magister. the hand. No, because the he died. Yeah. Like Mount almost died, like, or he, he died, so he came back to life. So like that's. The, I think that's the reason why his skin is so pale. He looks like Darth Vader. Yeah, especially with the black armor. Mm-hmm. But um, that hand. Used to be a maester. Maester. All maesters are obsessed with life and like how to fix. Yeah, yeah. I know things. he was a maester. But then but again, I'm saying, he I was. What he did. He was a dark maester. So he basically did some. He got shunned. Like he got shunned by the 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 yeah, citadel. He, he, he likes to incorporate magic into the science, and they don't. Mm-hmm. They're not about like the maesters aren't about. It's that. some low level white stuff, basically. I mean, it's not like the same kind of thing. But as you saw when the the white's hand fell and he got picked he it go, up. He goes. He goes. He was intrigued it up. by it. Like, oh, this is what I've been trying to do. Mm-hmm. This is the new shit. I want this. <laughs> I've been working with the iPhone 2. It's like iPhone 6 plus. <laughs> but the Hound and then the uh, Mountain have the confrontation. And I love when Daenerys makes her entrance on the dragons. Oh, but, yeah. 
Because it's like everybody else is like in awe by the dragons because it's the first time all these characters are seeing them. Mm-hmm. And Cersei's like, Cersei. you're late, bitch. <laughs> and she goes, my apologies. Like, she doesn't even sound so apologetic. She's like, but you could tell, bad. you could tell Cersei was like, oh, shit. Because for her first time, but she but she tried to but she but she tried to cover it. That's what makes the actress so good because mm-hmm. you can see that like she's trying to be you know have a stoic face, but you can see she's like motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of motherfucker, Danny made a dumbass decision. Why would mm. you bring two? Why? Bring one. Yeah, you should have just came with the one. Came with, come with one, like because <laughs> I at the moment. Like in that one meeting, they didn't really talk about it, but Cersei noticed. That was it. another thing I predicted. I was like, she's gonna, tr- she's gonna try to come with, she's gonna come with both dragons, and I'm like, Cersei's gonna notice that. It's I tried to gonna- be like, no, Danny's smart. She's <laughs> not gonna do that. I'm like, when she flew with two, I'm like, are you fucking serious? Because <laughs> she, because Cersei even says like towards the end, like she came to show all her power. She brought everything she has, so she only has two dragons. So something happened. And it's like it doesn't get genius I mean, put think- that together. So it's like, why didn't you think? Also, about that think about it. If you leave the dragon behind, where? In where, with whom? She took everybody with her. Yeah, that's true. Where would she leave it? Yeah. Who's gonna so wa- she had yeah, to take it with her. It? I'm like, Tyrion, you ain't advise her against that? <laughs> like, yes. It's like, you know, she might notice this is only two dragons anyway. That was just a dumb yeah, thing. Yeah, but who's gonna like, watch what? it? What do you mean? Who's like gonna protect it? Like who's gonna t- like watch over the dragon? Because remember, I'm sure. Remember when she left the dragons unsupervised before? And then people came you know, to her and saying they burnt. You know, you it burnt my daughter. It burnt my yeah. sheep. How about you fly them in, but you leave them at the coast? Are you serious? <laughs> like something. I don't know. Don't show it's, them. Well, so that they can, like, whoever's left behind Ring can fly on, around say, and burn King's Landing? Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Fuck no, King's Landing. Wow. Beach day. No. <laughs> you got a beach day, bro. <laughs> but yeah, so we get into the meeting. And are you like me? And you thought that when the hound kicked over that box, it was going to be gonna empty. I thought, yeah. I was like, because no. it was like, I was like, oh shit, why isn't it coming out? Because soon, because before, like they showed he it, touches like, he just it, tapped and it and it started the fuck you know, out. Ah! <laughs> but then he opened it and it was just like, None. cricket, cricket, cricket. No, because I thought the magic doesn't work like inside the wall because remember how the wall is like, um, As like protected. Or yeah, yeah, that stops like walkers from entering. So I'm like, what if it cancels out the magic that makes the white course becomes white walker, and he kicks it off. And I love the way they revealed the walker to Cersei. It was like full on Walking Dead Ooh. in Game of Thrones. That was awesome. And it lunged right at Cersei because she's evil, pure fucking evil. <laughs> yeah. So he lunged Kids at her. He's like, I, I got you. I'm gonna make you a white. Yo, tell me, John isn't the best like uh, public speaker slash presenter ever. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna show you they in every way that. how it's like. <laughs> this is how you kill it. This is what it is. Not even just that, but before the show. It doesn't die. Yeah, it doesn't it's die. Like, this is how you kill with fire. You can kill with dragon glass. You are clear as a zombie. <laughs> like remember, like they first they get rid of the though. rim. Yeah, they didn't mention Valerian steel. You cut the arm off first, and then you cut it half mm-hmm. to show like arm. Oh, we're gonna burn it off so that you know that you can kill it by a fire. It's cut in half. You can tell it doesn't die. Mm-hmm. Ready? Dragon glass. And how intense that scene was really communicated to the audience and us mm-hmm. like how serious this threat is. Oh, God. We, we've actually seen it. Yeah. Like, like that demonstration showed was how just as, No, actually, that demonstration was just as intense as the walkers marching. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Especially for characters that haven't seen these things mm-hmm. before. Because yeah. even Euron walks up and I yeah, thought yeah. that was true. So I guess it might have been a lie. But mm-hmm. Euron at the time says, like, I've been around the world. I've seen everything. But the one thing that scares me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm out of go. here. Bye-bye. I've seen Walking Dead. No, I, I, th- I, mean, <laughs> I think he was still Bye. telling the truth. But at the same time, I think he used it 
as a way to you know go away and fulfill Cersei's plan. Get the yeah. what was it? The the, the, the mercenaries. The merc- uh, called the gold, golden the golden something. Golden compass? No, no, that's a movie. <laughs> that's a movie. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Man, the the gold fleet. No, they have like elephants and everything. I know and their shit. motto. People are screaming at the podcast. It's the golden, the golden <laughs> company. Oh, yeah, the Golden Company. Yeah, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm over here. I'm like, I know their motto, which is like, our our contract is as good as gold. But I don't remember their name. Like, what the hell? <laughs> good branding. <laughs> ah. Yeah. But the meeting goes sideways. The second, because Cersei, and I was like, my expectation was, Cersei, you're going to be like, it's not. Like, I, I don't, this is some kind of trick. I don't know, originally it was going to be her thing. But she was very reasonable. was like, this is a threat. We need to fight this together, and I will do so yes. if you leave John because I don't want anybody on the playing field. Like I don't want you guys North. to team up, basically. Mm-hmm. Like we're all separate individuals, and we'll figure that out later. But he's like, "Nah, I'm with my girl right here. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that, Cersei. But see, the thing is, I bent the knee to this dragon girl right here. <laughs> and here's the thing: like politically, it's because of things. No one knew that John swore himself to Danny yeah, mm-hmm. until that moment. Yeah. Because the thing is, Cersei didn't know, obviously, but that even Tyrion didn't know. That's yeah. how you know, like, you see Tyrion's face, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, everyone's dude, happy, what but the... also mad. And yeah, it's like, what the like, fuck? Oh, good, but fuck you for yeah. doing it now. Yeah, yeah why would why you choose really now? Right now? <laughs> like, Tyrion even said, like, you think you couldn't have lied? Because, like, even, let's just say, let's play devil's advocate and say that he didn't say anything. If Cersei's plan was always from the door, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was never a point where she was going to work with him, right? So it wasn't like no. in that moment she decided against it. She so, just wanted him to stay home. Yeah. My thing is that it shows that Jon Snow is a good leader because because he's charismatic and he has good moral, but he's a bad politician. Or is he the best politician because he's honest? That's but not a good politician that, right there. Got Ned Stark killed. The honesty. And Jon makes a point to be like, yeah, he make says, fun he's of like, if you want to. But, but I he, am my it's a really good speech about a lot of words and if there are like too many lies and yeah. nothing. And it's like, that's all like... I want to clap, but at the same time, we're fucked. <laughs> so Tyrion was like, "Like that's all well and good, bro. A great essay, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't zombie ap- army. <laughs> it doesn't apply in the field that you're entering. You're an honest person. You're a good person. I see that, and you can be a good person in your area with your people who hold the same value as you. But this is a real battlefield where people will backstab you, lie to you." manipulate you and then here they are you just flat out it's like oh this is who I am you know but we've also seen that the Game of Thrones and that's why I think it was important that Littlefinger died in this episode because we've seen that the old rules are falling off like they're falling away like you can't you can't play the Game of Thrones and the irony is Cersei said you either play the Game of Thrones or, or you live or you die but I think playing the Game of Thrones is ultimately what leads the like, country to ruin and will kill people because it's just too many lies the bottom line is that you can't trust no one in this world. Like, that's what I've seen so far. You can trust no one. Everybody mm-hmm. gets backstabbed. And funny enough, that Game of Thrones started with Aegon Targaryen. He's the one that built the mm-hmm. wheel. It's true. It's very true. Uh, and then we get the awesome scene with Tyrion going to plead with his sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to please, mm-hmm. listen to logic. Because Cersei, after, after Jon Snow says that, she bounces. She's like, oh, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah, I'm like. So why are you being so emotional? Remember zombies? You just saw a zombie. Like, we should probably talk instead of just leaving. And then, like, she you mentioned care. Jamie. There's that moment with Brienne and Jamie. Yeah. Brienne's like, fuck loyalty. Yeah. Brienne. Brienne, who the most loyal. risked her life so many times talking about, you know, you have to be royal. You have to, 
you know, as a knight. She has such pride being in being a knight. Yeah. But the here she goes, and, she, and I've never heard a swear ever. Yeah, no, I've never. She's never. Cur- I've never heard a curse before. Oh wow, that's and even she goes, more poignant. Fuck loyalty. I'm like, whoa. And she was like, fuck loyalty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck loyalty. That's what I said. <laughs> Repeat myself. <laughs> And then you even see Cersei like kind of giving him the eye, like the yeah. Eye. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like chop chop. I'm sorry, but I don't want them to be together. I'm still team. <laughs> team you want Norman. them to make giant babies and rule the world? <laughs> giant babies that would rule the world. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of ship Jamie and uh, Brienne. Thank you. He had his chance. <laughs> now she got to deal with the guy that appreciates her anyway. <laughs> but she's but but she loves she loves Jamie because even because I I don't remember who asked was it was like, do you love him? No, I think it was Cersei that asked her. Do you love him? And she kind of yeah, looked, in a tent, her, in a tent. Her, do you love him? Wait, when? This yeah, this, I remember. No, no, no. This was two like two, last season or two seasons ago. I don't they were remember. in a tent. They were in a oh. tent before she was. She took off for whatever. No, this was after Brienne dropped Jamie off. Was it? I don't remember. I don't, Brienne, I don't remember who asked. Jane, yeah, I, don't, I think it was Cersei. It was Cersei because Brienne. Um, rescued Jamie and then they finally came back to King's Landing and as Jamie was being treated Brienne had to go because you know Brienne's whole mission was the oath that she made to Catherine Stark so before she left um Cersei was thanking her for bringing her you know bringing her brother and whatnot and then I think that's when she asked um, do, do you love him yeah okay well uh where were we oh the so I want scene. them together I don't. <laughs> you don't want a chance. <laughs> but Tyrion and Cersei have a conversation. Ultimately, Cersei, I think, plays Tyrion into thinking that she's pregnant once again. But you did know, you feel like in that scene, he was actually in danger of being killed? Tyrion? At Tyrion, yeah. No. No. Me either. But that's important because they do that as like kind of like to to test the wars of the mm-hmm. audience. It's like, we're not going to probably kill Tyrion. But we're gonna threaten Tyrion. Yeah. But then they do it again with Jamie later in the episode. Yeah. And I did. Jamie though, I was like, oh, oh. I thought it was. Like, I was like, wait, because this can't happen twice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Game of Thrones. Oh. And no, wait, here's the thing. Now that you brought it up, because Cersei plays this card where she's pregnant. Yeah. Because you know, subtly she puts her hand on her stomach, talking to Tyrion, and goes, "You're pregnant. Do you think she's pregnant, Jordan? I think she was. I, I think she's playing." I, you know what? I want to say she is. Okay. I want to say it's not her actually manipulating her brothers with pregnancy. I think she is using it, but she actually is Yeah, pregnant. I think she's using it, but Are like, because at first I was like, she's not pregnant. But now this scene, because Tyrion is not a fool. Yeah, yeah, he's been fooled sometimes, but at the same time, he's not a fool. So I think him recognizing that she was pregnant kind of was like, oh, maybe she actually is pregnant, but she's not going to have that baby. No, I don't, something's gonna happen before that baby. Yeah, because remember, you think about that prophecy that she has. She says she only, she's only gonna have three children. Yeah, I don't know. Because here's my thing: is that um, I get this is a TV show. Some parts of acting they're gonna make it very obvious so that it flows with the plot. Is that the only times that Cersei actually put her hand over her stomach is when she's with someone, when she had to convince the other person that she's pregnant. Another example is that when that White Walker was lunging toward her, she grabbed her seat. Usually when a woman is pregnant, what do they do first when they're in danger? They cover their stomach, protect the baby first. But she grabbed the chair. I think you're looking too deep into it. I, I am. I know. I was going to say, you also got to think about this is Cersei. She don't give a fuck about nobody <laughs> but herself. 
That's the girl who cares so much about the family. She's like, I don't care about oh, the world. She's just, she's just bracing herself because she knew the mountain was to her right. You just jump in and kill that thing in the worst case scenario. But she's got to back up first. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, Cersei, I can I can see her manipulating Because even when her son, even with when, a complete lie. Even, I think her, for even when her son died, the youngest, I can't think of his name right now, but when he, um, she, she didn't look like she Tommen. mourned that much. Tommen? Yeah. Okay. It seemed like she, she it didn't seem like she mourned that much over his death. Well, at that point, she was just in shell shock. She's just like, you know what? No, nah, I have no soul. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I think also from a narrative perspective, it'd be better if she was pregnant just to make that prophecy more poignant. Because like, she thinks that it's going to be a future for her and her child. But the ultimate tragedy is that she never reaches that point. Or do you think she's and like... It be, and wouldn't it be the ultimate tragedy if, if Jamie, you know, as much... Well, not even that, oh. but as much as she shitted on Tyrion for killing their mother, quote-unquote, if this baby actually kills her. True. As opposed to Doubt Jamie, it. As opposed to Doubt Jamie it's being going to Jamie killing her. I'm definitely. not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying wouldn't it be even more ironic? It would be more ironic. But I think it's going to mm-hmm. be Jamie too. It's going to be Jamie. But even in, like you can see the shades of the Mad Queen because even in the, her fight with Tyrion and later with her fight with Jamie, the thing she says doesn't even make sense. So mm-hmm. Tyrion was just like, I'm going to ask you a question and I'm not, I'm not going to let you answer it. I'm just going to like, don't ask, not you, just not you. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was just, she can't be reasoned with. Yeah, because they've gone go jumping forward. Like Jamie was like, "You do realize one of these sides is going to win. Yeah, if that's, it's the whites, mm-hmm. they're going to come down here, march down here, and kill us. If it's the North and we betray them, they're, they're going to come, come down, down here and kill with us." us. <laughs> <laughs> but after the conversation with Tyrion, she comes off to the group as if everything's cool, mm-hmm. and she gets we'll like, like, nice together. little music. It's like <laughs> it's like the hero moment. Yeah, because like, what was she? She's like, oh, you know, like I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, we'll fight together. We'll fight together. And I want together. nothing in return. Remember mm-hmm. that when yeah. the battle was over. It's like, aw, Cersei's coming around. I didn't think she no, was. No, I know. We, know. Not. Of course, we know better. <laughs> but here's the thing. I thought it was going to be a thing where she pulls her army back later. Or like she betrays. That's why I thought also with the thing with um, Daenerys, like maybe getting killed on the road back to Winterfell. I'm like, maybe they're gonna, she's going to betray them there. But I didn't realize that she's just going to be she's like, not going to send it nah, all. we ain't leaving, bro. <laughs> it's like, what, what the fuck? What kind of lie is that? <laughs> yeah, and we're going to do it. No, we're not. <laughs> we're totally not. Like Deadpool. And yeah. they're like, well, uh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> while Cersei and Jamie gets in the argument about it, and Jamie, a knight, because I don't know, like, at the from what I remember as Jamie as a knight, is that he really didn't have a sense of, like, um, loyalty or dignity as a knight. I don't, really, I don't remember him practicing as much. He's At the beginning, a, he's a good knight. of the season. He's a good knight, but I'm talking about the value of the knight. Do you remember him practicing it? Yeah, he's he's is very much in the. I mean, I don't what specific scenes of him like doing what to show that he's a loyal knight's guard or one of the royal guard. You talking about having honor? Yeah, yeah honor, honor, knight's honor. He's a, he's a man of his word. Yeah, I don't see because they always say Lannister always pays their debts. So yeah. yeah, that's part. That's part of being. That's being having your word. Like word is my bond. Yeah. For somehow the way I remember Jamie is that he came off as very cunning, kind of like not well, yeah, as in a the beginning. Fair he, well, he was yeah. definitely an asshole. He like, was an asshole. The very but first then, time like, we saw Jamie is when he pushed Bronn off. Now the this Bran time, like him, him, you know, like insisting like we have to send the army because I gave them my word, so I'm gonna send them. Like him actually standing for himself, like for his um. Honor against Cersei. I don't know. I liked it. He's an honorable man, and I think 
the odds have become so overwhelmingly high. Like it, this changes the game completely. Like only Cersei is still pre- like playing by the old rules. At this point, Jamie even sees that like we can't I win. saw a monster. It's a real <laughs> thing that exists now. Like I saw Dothraki's attacking. I saw that. We can't. We can't win yeah, this. Yeah, and at some level, he did take in what Brienne said about fuck loyalty. It's mm-hmm. like it's not just about like these like warring houses or anything. Nothing else matters. The only thing that matters now is fighting this thing. Because we gotta live. Yeah. But uh, Cersei didn't see it that way. She's still thinking about protecting her her own, not mm-hmm. realizing that that selfishness is going to ultimately get her killed if she doesn't like you know play ball with everybody else. That's why, like you said, Michael, he, she was like, if they win, we die. If the, the zombies win, we also die. So like, what is your plan, girl? Mm-hmm. She's like, don't worry. We got money. I was like, what is that? Like, do? what is the money going to do? And then that's when she explains that Euron actually, in fact, didn't leave her because no one... Leaves. What was it? No one leaves me. No, no one, one walks away. No one, from, no one, no one walks away from, from me. me. Yeah, she says, and we see the um, Alton and Mortar be, be um, behind uh, Euron leaving. He and went then, to Essos to get mm-hmm. the Golden Company. Because I'm thinking Cersei's logic or the the cal- the calculation that she's doing in her mind is she thinks that Daenerys is going to win the War of the North. But you're making a lot of barely. assumptions. No, but I'm. Like, but you have to think about her logic. No, no, no not you. I oh, agree, I agree oh, with you totally. Right. I've also been trying to think about what Cersei's like mental state is. Because I'm thinking. Because that's she's what I'm thinking. Think Daenerys she, yeah, she's thinking Daenerys is going to win, but they're going to take huge ass losses. Yeah. So because of that, that's why she's getting this other army to show up her army to take out Daenerys. That's. Yeah. What, but I'm like, yeah, you're making a huge assumption. Like, because you also have to keep. What well, I mean, she doesn't know this, but say Daenerys does lose, that's more whites. I mean, she and now knows they have that. Two other dragons. <laughs> But it's like beyond that, though, see, they said a number. I would get it if they were like, there's a lot. But Cersei was like, how many are there? And Daenerys was like, hundreds at of least 100,000. Hundreds. No, she said hundreds of thousands. Oh, hundreds? They said yeah. at least 100. And not right. only remember, they don't leave behind any corpse because exactly. whoever they kill will be one of them. Exactly. That's, that's why I said, like, granted, she doesn't know that part, but still. She does know that part because know. they explained they it. They did say that. They oh, said, yeah. like, oh. it's they an leave army no corpse. no corpse. Oh, okay. And after, after I, I, missed that, I missed that part. And you can't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. It's like, what does that mean? Oh, it's oh. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, it's like, what are you thinking? Like, you're making a huge assumption that she's going to win, especially once you heard that number. You know what I mean? That's what kills me. It's like, if you hear that number, what makes you think she can win without you? Especially if they came to you, an enemy just to fight these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. uh, Cersei just... That's why I'm saying Mad Queen can't be reasoned with But that there was kind of a plot hole when, uh, <laughs> when Euron asked John, he was like, can they swim? And John said no. no. I'm like, so how did they get the fucking chains <laughs> on Viserion? I heard someone explain that they were suicide zombies. Like yeah, they, they walk in. They held the chains, sunk to the bottom of the yeah. ocean with them, and then wrapped around the dragon, and then the dragon got pulled up and he stayed at the bottom of the ocean. They can't swim, but they don't need to breathe, so they can literally just walk down. Yeah, yeah. Saying, so they can walk back up. Yeah. <laughs> but they can clearly swim, because one of them came up to try to... Remember when uh, they was trying to drag Tormund into the water? They're obviously floating and grabbed up. Floating and swimming are different. Yeah. Like, I think it was because the ice cracked. And they were, ice they cracked, were going they down. Fell. And they were trying to grab him while they were going down, too. And I think they're floating because they have no mass. No mass? They're just bones. Oh, Bones no will mass. float. Yeah. I don't know. But that's, that's the explanation for it. But... But just going like on. You were saying, though, I was scared as hell in that scene. Exactly. Like, when when Cersei gave them out in the, the nod, the nod, he, he unsheathed his sword, like, ah. and Jamie was like, he he saw like, the, the <laughs> he got scared. Sweat. He looked around the shoulder like, oh, oh. this bitch about to kill me. Uh, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't his, believe. You saw his eyes you. get wide. Yeah, and I was like, and again going back, to you saying no. I'm like, they're gonna kill Jamie. <laughs> I'm like, no. 
<laughs> and he I'm goes like, like, I don't believe you, and storms out. And storms why out. Why did the mountain kill him? I don't, I don't get it. Did she not give like? Because the, she uh, ran after him before he did anything. Maybe. Oh, I was like, did she not give the killing nod? That was like the scare him nod. Like, yeah, I get. I don't know. I don't know because she did nod. Yeah, but that was like the moment they lost Jamie. Like her pulling the sword on him. He he realized in that moment, like, oh, I'm more loyal to to you than you're loyal to me. me. So fuck you. I mean, he kind of even said that in the beginning, like when he's like, you had this plan. But you didn't uh, tell me about about it. Yeah, you were on the gold company. You didn't tell me, but you told him. And you know, his mind, he was like, you told the finger in the bum guy. (laughs) (laughs) You told me. (laughs) And then her, you know, her comeback was that, you know, oh, you met with Cheerio who killed our father. But it was like. No sense. Yeah. But we told you. He told you right out. It's not like he kept it a secret. Exactly. It's like, that's, and I feel like that in that moment too, that's why Jamie left. He was like. This line of logic is why I had to argue with with the Mad King. I'm sure he had to be feeling that because mm-hmm. she couldn't be reasoned with. But then we get into the sexy boat scene. <laughs> that, yo, that hey, ass. Well, I was though? about to say we need to talk about that ass. I mean, that ass is now, like that's a Nightwing ass. Like true. the <laughs> most. That literally look like you get her like a circle. I'm like, I need to do his squat exercises. You get like, a sp- just get a circle, like get a bowling ball. Put it in half and just put it on a flat surface. That's him right there. Geometrical ass. <laughs> that looked magical. I'm like, I want to slap it. Oh my God. <laughs> but you know, at the same time, was it just me? Because that sex scene didn't feel so... It wasn't supposed to be like this most no, amazing passionate moment. Yeah, but no chemistry. It had narrating over it. it I like, didn't but feel... That was, but it was, it was more of a plot point than it was like... You should, cause I don't think the creators want you to root for Danny and Johnny to get together, especially with how they framed it in this episode. It's, oh yeah, it's because gonna, of the it's, it's going to tear them apart. That's why Tyrion was looking at them like really concerned, not because he was jealous. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Oh yeah, and also was, that's a little twist to his origin story is a theory, that um, there's a theory. Oh sorry, it doesn't happen all the time. Stop talking over me. Talking over ah. us too. <laughs> yeah, you talking over us too. All right, what, what was it? Go. Um, cause we originally assumed that we knew that he uh john snow is not stark he's mm. not a bastard we knew that you know he somehow he, we thought he was gonna be a bastard of um targaryen because originally what um sam and brandon knew was different because sam is the only one who really actually knew about the wedding being you know nullified yeah and then um the Stark, what was her name? The aunt's name? Liana. Liana. Like, they were, like, married in secret, whereas that's one thing that Bran didn't know. It's so funny to me, I was too, like, you... Because it's like, he has to get more information to remember more. Yeah. It's like... It's like, but, uh, like but you're three like, Oh, actually, I know. And first of all, he didn't know. It was actually Gilly, but whatever. <laughs> he was like, oh, they actually had, like, a, a, a annulment in a way. Mm-hmm. And Bran's like... I'm remembering more now. <laughs> like, oh, right. I forgot about well, he that. He went into a vision. He, like, he, it's not like he remembered because Sam adds, is that something you can go see? Yeah. To verify? Which is so funny. Like, it's not like a thing where he just knows everything. He's, he keeps saying that's what it is, but it's really a thing where he has to kind of know some things to, to find a point to jump back to. I mean, of. he always pulls that you know line of like, oh, I'm three-eyed raven so <laughs> all knowing sam's reaction i don't know what that means yeah <laughs> you also have to take into consideration that the original three hour raven he was just stuck in a tree so all he did was just vision quests all the time Brand. oh Rand does is sitting in the wheelchair watching porn <laughs> oh yeah that too but he's, but he's also always just watching the whites he's not watching like the past like oh. every time we see him every time we see him on a vision quest he's always in a raven watching the whites 
Yeah, but he's still false advertising. He knows everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't, bro. Obviously, I, mean, I just think it's funny. He's like, he's a seer, and yet the, this random guy is like, "Oh, but did you know this?" Oh, I. I... But now I do. <laughs> it's like you, you thunder stealer. It's like thunder. I'm immortal artifice. No, you're not. <laughs> One hand glowing, and first of all, what does that mean? But the, you know, like as we're not supposed because. No, I don't think we're supposed to be rooting for it because it's going to complicate things. But then they're so cute. Like, I think Daenerys is going to be okay with it because Targaryens, you know, historically have have done incest. Usually siblings, yeah. But, you know, to keep the bloodline of the dragon Mm -hmm. strong. But, you know. I don't think Jon's going to be okay. Jon's, and in this episode, you get a hard example of how strict his morals are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when he finds out, he's going to be like, wait, what? (laughs) Bran's going to drop the, like, mic on him like, I saw you, Jon, with your aunt's. You were it so was beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> your ass was so beautiful. Sansa gonna be like, yeah, he did this to everybody. Like, your ass is better than mine. <laughs> I mean, like, even the way the sex scene like panned out, because we see Tyrion in the hallway, hmm. assuming that he knows what's happening behind the door. It kind of like feels kind of like ominous, like thinking that you know this definitely is gonna be a conflict. Yeah, I think this is gonna be because like we were saying before, like if this show just becomes good versus Night King. It takes out all of the the drama and the intrigue of the previous what made Game of Thrones Game of Thrones. So you still need that drama, and mm-hmm. that's even though we want them to get together because on some level we think like they're they're great characters and like we want them to be happy. Mm-hmm. But on another level, it's like it's still Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. so it's got to still be fucked up on some level. <laughs> it can't be neat. It's got to still be messy. There's, there's a theory it. that said uh, the reason why Tyrion was looking all ominous and staring at them. I don't know if I'm fully on this, but I'm like, huh, maybe. Is that he made a deal with Cersei? No and so way. he's kinda looking what? like he's kinda looking like, like what guilty. Deal? I would hate the show if they did that to Tyrion. No, Tyrion has been so honorable. And that's the why, whole time. you know, Cersei decided to cause they made a deal. What deal? Yeah, what deal? Don't, he, don't let them fuck. What? <laughs> what? Like in terms I of failed. like to, to convince her to go with the that's why I was like, I don't know how I'm feel about that. Because but he also says a line like, I don't want my family to die. I convinced you know, Daenerys to not to attack King's Land because I like my family. I want to keep them safe. Yeah, I think their conversation was literally just like, hey, I'm trying to keep us all alive. Yeah. There's zombies. Help us protect the realm. That's mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, he's just gullible enough to think that. So she's like, you know what? I see logic now. <laughs> now, also, other people are just saying, and I don't believe this one, that he was looking off like that because he also loves Daenerys, too. No. I was like, again, nah, I, I would hate with that. that. Yeah, I disagree mm. with that. No, that's too, that's lame. I think I think it's because he knows them getting together are, is going to complicate things. Maybe they won't be as quick to do things that they should do for the sake of, like, you know, their, king, their country and kingsmen because mm. they're more loyal to each other than they are to the cause now. You know maybe saying? he's happy because he did he, he did ask Daenerys several times who's gonna be the successor. He's like mm-hmm. ah, <laughs> he's successor. like there we go, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, I love that the conversation between John and Daenerys. We skipped that. I'm sorry. That was a really good conversation too between John and Daenerys at the Dragon Pit mm-hmm. um, while they're waiting for Cersei to get back to them with the, mm-hmm. with the decision. Oh, she's gonna get pregnant. The small. But you saw what he was like, like. <laughs> She's like, I can't have kids. He was like, How do you know that? Like, which told me, who killed my husband? He's he like, like, Do you? Do you really think that's a good source of information? Yeah. He's like, basically, he was like, He's like, Challenge I, accepted. <laughs> I will I get you get knocked up. Oh my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh boy. And I love that her her dialogue about Chain of Dragon. Yeah, Chain of Dragon. And then being a metaphor, like when they got small, we as people got mm-hmm. small too. Like they were terrifying, but they were also wonderful. They were all mm-hmm. inspiring, and you know. People explore. are afraid of it, but they don't understand. Yeah. Lock that away and you don't grow. But don't. Just like the dragons don't. Explore. Like let let that side of you like I 
just whatever it is kind of scary that you don't fully understand like don't stop it just let it be yeah. that eventually you know sure there are gonna be bad things coming out of it but also there'll be good things out of it you grow you get powerful dragon <laughs> and then before the end of the episode we visit the wall one last uh, time Bran is working into a bunch of ravens that fly over and it happens yeah. the wall comes tumbling down with what was it? Blue fire? Blue, Blue fire. fire. That's confirmation. But yeah. it still doesn't make sense. Like Why? Magic. <laughs> no, because science also, is like Star Blue. Wars. Pew, 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 pew. It's got to be different colors so you can tell which one's which. <laughs> yeah, but no, here's the thing. Blue the fire is hotter than red fire. So how is it possible that the White Walker, the ice dragon, is somehow producing like hotter fire than regular dragon? Magic. <laughs> the, dragon, the dragon is Azula. And did you notice that it seemed? Did it seem fast? That's electricity. Yeah, he was so fast. Like the way it was like, like flying Ed, over like the, mm-hmm. the wall, like, like yeah. yo, like did they get power up from being zombified? He didn't really like move his wing. It was more like glide. He glided through the air, whereas you know a lot of times Drogon like just goes. Well, maybe it's a level of magic to it when he got mm-hmm. revived. I mean, you know, the Night King. Well, is, he put like boost magic on it. Like, I saw those it. holes in the wings. I was like, yeah, he shouldn't be able to fly. No, once again, science. <laughs> Holy ass wings. <laughs> Science! I mean, people were afraid that Jorman, like, when the wall comes down, no, they're like, not dead. No, uh, you don't no. see, you don't see a body, they're not dead. No. I, I, like, why would you kill Torment off like that anyway? Like, yeah. People think. Torment's not dead. <laughs> but I just love how when the, the zombies rope to the wall, they all walk up right to it and it stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like mm. we got it. I hope yeah. we got this. We don't got to do nothing. <laughs> Let's just wait. Yeah. Dragon comes swooping through, shooting uh, fire. Did you feel like it was caught? Cl- I. I thought it was a cool way to end the episode. And I thought like, that the march after the wall came down with like all the zombies and the pan out was cool. But it, it didn't feel I didn't as feel climactic. Much. I didn't feel much about it. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Continue I thought, marching. I thought it was just me. It just it didn't feel... Maybe because it was like down note. It didn't feel as like satisfying. Or because we know it was going to happen. Like We've True. been guessing it for so hard for yeah, how we, many we, we seasons. We all predicted that's how it was going to yeah. end. True. Maybe that's why. Just knowing exactly mm-hmm. how it was going to end. I'm sorry, like my my end of my favorite seasons is still last season with Daenerys, bow down bitches. Where it's like the theme Sailing song the plays, Rose. yeah, oh, yeah. The, West, the theme song plays, and the dragons are flying overhead. Cool. Like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> and she loses it all. Oh, Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. I mean, so what did you guys think of the episode overall? Though, did you enjoy it? Was it everything you expected? What was your rating? What'd you feel about it? I'm sorry, you, Michael. Uh, what would I rate it? I don't know. <laughs> Let's read the season. No, you don't have to read the one episode. Like, oh. Read the season overall. The season, I'll give a perfect vision. Yeah, I agree with that. It's one of my fa- even though like it's have all these like weird teleporting time yeah, issues yeah, and stuff even, like that. I still enjoyed and, it. You know, it feels rushed at points. It's still one of my favorite seasons of Game of Thrones, if not probably my favorite season in terms of just excitement level. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's I, why I was I, like, I agree with that. Am I a sheep? Hmm. Am I like a Hollywood sheep? Like, I, they start giving me everything I want with like fan service and here's some some fun hmm. climactic like But see, wins. The, dif- the difference with that and, and sometimes that Hollywood doesn't get it is like sometimes they'll offer fan service things that they think you want but there's no build up to that. There's been it six feels seasons. sudden that's, like yeah, it's just out like, of place. Kind of like Flashpoint. They're already giving you Flashpoint mm-hmm, but there's yeah. no build up to that. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. So it's like we've had six seasons of build up to this. So it's like I'm I'm good with the flat and you know the fan service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jamie? The whole season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Modifier. Was there an episode you didn't like? 
I remember you ever getting one. I didn't like this episode as much. Relatively speaking, this is my least favorite episode of the entire season. Really? Yeah. No. I'm trying to think back to a couple episodes. I feel like even episode one was worse than this. Mm -hmm. The wasn't even in the episode. It was just a lot of setup. Okay. I like setups. But this this had payoffs. (laughs) Did we? (laughs) Yeah. Conversations we've been waiting for for like the entire like for seasons. Yeah, but then like it felt like they rushed it. Like, look, I don't like when episode is so condensed with things like a fan service. Basically, those banters are fan service. I say, and those all condensed <laughs> in one last episode. I was like, mm. all right, so what would you give it? The whole season, right? Whole season. I, I, I guess I will give it. A, perfect vision but i don't want to like i want to give it like what's a better more passable what's a better season to you of game of thrones just asking just for a point of reference i like season one a lot too season two really season one i mean this thing definitely is not my favorite season i want to say the season my favorite season is when uh joffrey went nuts Wait, what season is that? Yeah, that's that's like that's <laughs> every like every episode. season, every episode he's in. <laughs> True. Um, you mean the, he died? Wasn't it like yeah, five? no, no, no? Before, right, yeah, that that no, before no, he died. Died at four. Oh, he died at four. Wait, what was the red wedding? Three or four? Red wedding was three, I think. No, red wedding was four. Was, I don't remember. To be honest. All kind of blends together now. I you see, <laughs> so I can't really answer. But that is—I don't know. Maybe I expected too much from this season, or maybe it's the fact that the final episode wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. So it—you re- you realize I—I I respect your rating, but I'm gonna give you so much shit when we get to Inhumans review. <laughs> <laughs> if you could give this a perfect, uh, right, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you, Michael. I think it's like a perfect vision. I. I haven't been complaining. Like I just said, like you know, it was rushed and teleported. I, I give it low perfect vision, okay? It's not like solid low perfect vision. It's like a vision. low perfect vision. Fucking so, I'm wait. sorry, Chris. <laughs> that's a four point eight minus. That's a like a yeah. That's like a four point eight. Like I like Chris's. Five. Yeah, and or actually, I'm gonna, right here, I'm gonna drop the blurred vision um, rating system by Catchupon right here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. And I'm going to say that I like Chris's breakdown of the rating system. Chris from we who? On yeah. Kenny Comic Quest. Plug, plug. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. <laughs> so we have a five-point rating system, and it's kind of like a, like a scholastic rating system. A, B, C, D. A, B, C, D, F. A, B, C, D, F, yeah. yeah. Perfect is an A. More than passable is a B. Passable is a C. Less than passable is a D. D and then Poor, poor vision, vision is F. F. Yeah, Mr. So Magoo is just, Mr. Magoo is just like negative. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an E with come see me at class <laughs> struggling. Have <laughs> ever got, you. Jordan, have you ever gotten one in my in your life? An E? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah? Doesn't matter. Wow. <laughs> Does it not? <laughs> I pass. What does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here anyway, so. Any predictions for next season? I feel like at the, the way he set it up, Cersei is not going to die. If, no, if I not think, until the I last the episode. Night, I think the Night King is probably going to die maybe like around episode three. Yeah. And then the rest of the season is going to be like the, the, them going after Cersei. Does anybody they know? Can even, I can even see them oh, doing maybe, a thing I'm where it's say, simultaneous. Maybe, maybe episode two. 
Does anybody know like why people's been talking about Brandon's gonna be Night King is so confirmed? And I've I haven't clicked any of those articles because I felt like they were it's like all clickbait. Because that was a uh, a Photoshop th- picture. They say yeah, that's what I was saying. That was a picture of the White Walkers forming the the, 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 the direwolf banner. Oh, that they said happened at the end of the episode. I was like, I'm gonna have to go back and look because I don't remember. I that. saw that it. I don't know. I'm not good at those like Rorschach ink blot tests. So I was like, I don't really see it, but maybe. But I just think it's a thing where what were you saying? I was gonna say I think the more the more people keep saying Bran is the Night King, the more I'm thinking it's not. Hmm. It'd be an interesting twist, but is it necessary? No. And I I think that Night King. I think if they that, might do a thing where the Night King and Cersei both stay alive until the end of the series, and just kill them all. Like, like, like Night King might even die episode five of next season, and then episode six, the last episode, Cersei it goes down. Maybe. Then how do you wrap up the story? No, because every episode next season, six episodes, is going to be 80, 80 and 90, 90 Every single minutes. one of every them? Every single episode, so yeah. It's like, it's like a movie, every so episode. That's why I'm thinking, like, yeah, I think, I'm thinking Night King, all that stuff might be done. Maybe, like, episode three. See, I don't think they're going to... five and six. I don't know if they're going to separate like that and just be like, now we're going to beat the Night King. Now let's go face Cersei. It might all happen simultaneously until, like, close to the end. Hmm. I think Night King will fall first before Cersei. But... I also saw some theories like maybe the Night King is gonna find Cersei and make him his ice queen. What the fuck? No. <laughs> I saw that too. I was like, nah. No. Fan fiction. No. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's get into the new Avengers television series, Woo! Inhumans. We are Inhumans. Our people need a leader. The days of Black Bolt are coming to an end. Trying to take over Adelan. Honor me as your new king. Never. You must escape now. We have to get to Earth. What the? changing it and they're not going back marvel's inhumans debuting on imax screen september 1st get tickets now premiering on abc september 29th i am the queen of adeline no one tells me what to do Dun, 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 dun. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, the theme they song. do say that Inhumans is the Game of Thrones of that's, the Marvel universe. Yeah, that's now. What they tried it, but it's not. There's one similarity: somebody is killed, quote unquote, in the beginning quote of unquote. this series. Yeah, but he's not dead. No. Uh, again, until you see, unless you see a body. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's talk about this. Let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. I know. This is the part where we argue. Yeah. <laughs> we dragged ourselves to the theater. Opening yes. night in IMAX to see this. <laughs> Comple- if you check out stories people, on Instagram, yeah. completely empty. There was like, how many people in the theater? Like 10? Oh, yeah, by, by the time this episode airs, the uh, story's going to be gone. Yeah, story's gone. Oh, I mean, well, I mean but we, we made a post. Weekend, yeah. yeah, check my post. Like, when we bought the tickets, we were the only ones who bought the tickets, which was, you know, three of us. Mm-hmm. And by the time we showed up, I think we had like 10 people, maybe, or 12. Because there are two more people behind us. Yeah. The lobby was totally empty, but the theater had oh at least like a smattering of 10 or so people. That was hilarious. Yeah, I think it was like maybe 12, 12 of us in total. But it was an IMAX theater, so it was like mm-hmm. it was huge. A, a, <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of seats and only 12 people it was there fun. Like, oh, on a Friday it. night on top of that. Yeah, that was a weird thing. It was like, what day is Friday like, night at 8. Like a Wednesday at 3 p.m. Which, like, <laughs> which is like peak theater time. Yeah, that is peak. 
So. And humans are so bad, it cleared out everyone that would be. <laughs> no one no wants to be around. <laughs> yeah, no date night, no nothing. And like, this was um, two episodes back to back, right? Yes. That's what yeah. was so long. The IMAX showing is a culmination of parts one and two of the series that will be released in September. Epis- yeah, episodes one and two, September 29th. Mm-hmm. 29th. I mean, Jordan is up to you. Did you want to do like overall like rating real quick so that we get into the arguing? Let's yeah, get let's, to the let's good do part. Our, uh, individual ratings, no spoilers, and let's spoil the fuck out of it. And I'm sure no one will care that we do, but let's just hey, give our ratings first, okay? So the bumper, you know, someone might care. Okay, we'll talk about. We'll see the bumper when we get to spoilers. So, you want you want to start, Jamie? You wanna... Oh no, I mean, I'll let Michael start because I feel like you're <laughs> eyeing me just no, to like you're start. rip me. You start. Well, why? Michael, I thought we're in this together. We are, but I started with Game what of Thrones. What the fuck we is wrong share. with you? <laughs> You fuck you both. Daenerys and Jon Snow over here. I am Cersei. You will bow to me. Oh, oddly, that kind of fits his image, doesn't it? It it does. Wait, so what am I? Where's my mountain at? Oh, you get naked more often, so you're Daenerys, Michael, and I guess I'm Jon Snow. All right, Jon. How'd you feel about the Inhuman show? Okay, so before I get into this, Based on my experience doing like a 19, almost like 19 episodes with you guys, is that if I'm going to a movie, if I have some expectation, it's bad. Mm. If I have zero or very low expectation, it's like almost like I'm framing myself to enjoy the movie a little bit more than I could have possibly do. Given you the fact that I've heard so many bad things about this movie, well, this series, I expected that I would step out of the theater in the middle of it. It's like, this is shit. Mm. With that expectation, I walked in. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that bad. Wasn't that good either, but continue. <laughs> it wasn't that good either, but it wasn't unbearable. Now, I remind you guys, there's some moments that made us go, what? <laughs> like, what? It's <laughs> like... Agreed. Some moments... Cracked the fuck us up. Like, it was hilarious because it made no sense. Mm. Some characters were shallow. Some actings were a little bit weird. Mm. Some things weren't as consistent. Mm -hmm. But overall, I don't know. Maybe I was in a good mood because I could just laugh at them and just move on. Maybe I was in a good mood. Maybe my expectation was so low and Jordan stopped looking at me like that. (laughs) (laughs) Stop looking at me like that. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) With this and then you know like your eyes all squinty stop it i'm processing your logic yeah you stop put, put your hand away from your chin mm. and but overall i came out thinking if you saw my story you would know and i said you know what it wasn't as bad ign actually give it like what 4.5 out of 10 yeah whoa oh ign did out of 10 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 i was about to jump up my chair so <laughs> i give it passable Okay, that's fair. Michael, how'd you feel about it? <laughs> Wait, what's a passable no, score? No, like, the number score. Uh, huh? Yeah, passable is like a 2.5 out of 5, so yeah. a C. See, there we go. That's like... Oh my God, he's stepping on his coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right, All right. Mm-hmm. J- J- Jordan's giving me the death eyes. I know. <laughs> now you feel yeah, what I thought. Because I, I agree with Jamie. I went into this because mm-hmm. I also read the reviews yeah. of The Inhumans. 
What was it? It's like don't expect anything and watch yeah, it. Don't saying, expect anything. You know anything. the worst Marvel property ever. Yeah, it's not ever. worth like, anything. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, I'm th- I'm going, I'm going into this. So I'm thinking, I'm like, ah, oh, I hate my life. Why am I watching this shit? I went, and you paid yeah, for I'm it. Gonna, yeah, and I, it was my turn to pay. So it was I, IMAX. Yeah, and it was IMAX too. So it's like eighteen dollars times three. <laughs> <laughs> That's expensive. So I'm just like, oh <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> So I'm thinking I'm about to get Iron Fist vibes, mm-hmm. especially considering the producer. The producer. Yeah, Fuck you. Steve Buck? Stop Scott Buck. Scott Buck. Fire him. <laughs> he needs to be fired. I don't know how he's so, getting it. With that said, like, yeah, granted, considering it's the same guy that created, you could definitely see certain mm. things. Like, you can see the seams. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, feels like. you can definitely oh, see the seams in the cosplay. <laughs> and, but with that said, though, because I was expecting pure garbage, my expectations for this were low, 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 low. But as I was watching it, because like one of our biggest criticisms was like when they released that set photo, that still photo of Medusa. Her wig. Yeah, and that wig. <laughs> but then you watch the show. And I was like, uh, the effect doesn't look that bad on her hair. But then it was one part where it was like, okay, this looks bad. <laughs> But overall, I don't know. I, I, I'm somewhat intrigued about the story. And I think that because of the, <laughs> like where, where it's going to go. Uh, so because of that, despite all this, despite all, funny enough, despite all the criticisms that you have that I completely agree with. <laughs> but for some reason, again, I got to use catch upon. And this is a bizarro passable. <laughs> Bizarro passable because for some, some world because like in some be- world <laughs> and not even like, no I give it like a low pass like I would give it like a two point three five out of out of five a low passable yeah so a low, I would oh. give it a low passable good well at least that's a little better <laughs> yeah I would give it like a two point three two point three five out of five so I would give it like a low passable mm. a bizarro passable because for some reason I mean I didn't hate like and that's not to say I loved it I enjoyed like in terms of like. I'm like, we could have waited for, to see this shit on TV. Like, don't, if, if you listen to this and you're curious, don't go see it in IMAX. Wait till it comes out on TV. But I still say check it out. Because I'm somewhat, like, I will watch, like, when episode three airs, I'll watch it. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to sit at the TV like, oh no, my God, no, what's okay? going to happen? Super I'm intrigued enough it. to watch that's the not, next episode. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm intrigued enough to see, like, oh, I wonder what's the third episode. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder what's going to happen next. Like, I I'm, watch most of I'm, Fist, I'm too, intrigued. So. <laughs> Well, but the difference asleep. is, like, you fell asleep. And Iron Fist, I'm, sit- I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah. With this, I wasn't necessarily bored. Thank I was just you. like, I was like, I'm confused, but I'm still like, Yeah, so where's I'm this still, going? Yeah, I'm like, I'm still into it. Yeah, it's because mm-hmm. you're with us. And I watch it by yourself. You're going to be like, oh, What the hell am I thinking right now? <laughs> All right, but you know what? And maybe maybe that's, that's why. Maybe the movie going experience I think was what made it passable. Yeah, I think it, as it, it opposed helps, to if I was watching Wait, this Jordan, at home. so you're saying that watching Iron Fist with me was so boring that you fell asleep in the middle of it? It was really bad. <laughs> Iron Fist is really bad. Yeah. Now, if we've seen the first two episodes of Iron Fist in a the theater, I might have been like, oh, it's all right. I guess. <laughs> it wasn't what I wanted. But, <laughs> but you know what? Fuck, fuck both of y'all. You, you want to be the bad guy? Well, say hello to the fucking bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'll be that guy. Oh. I'm, I'm joking. I'm not really. I'm not really that mad about it. But it's like I don't know. You sounded really mad last night. Yeah, he was. He, he was, I was mad, more mad last at night. You both because you keep trying to make it seem like this is just like middle of the road passable. It's not. It's it's mediocre to I, me. Okay, I'm saying I'm, I'm mediocre means yeah, passable. Mediocre means passable. 
Yeah, but it's mediocre with things that push it over the edge to being less than mediocre, which is why we have a rating call less than passable. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, ah, it's like a borderline, you see. Anyway, I rated less than passable, and I do so because, like you guys were saying, there's a lot, like I also went into this with low expectations. I, I think I thought it was going to be as bad as Iron Fist because same creator. We saw all, like, how cheap the sets looked in the trailers. We saw how poor the choreography looked just in those little oh. clips in the trailers. We saw the shitty Medusa wig. We saw like some of the acting might have been that great. Mm-hmm. We even saw that you know uh, Black Bolt's uh, his actor like if he wasn't going to do like telepathy or anything, mm-hmm. we were even confused like how is he going to be as like yeah. how's he gonna communicate? How's he going to be an actor? But what pushed, and those things were all just okay. They were all just mediocre. Even the plot itself, like we call it Game of Thrones, it was generic. But it wasn't in the realm of like, I want to gouge my eyes out as watching this. It's not It's not that bad. Death Note. But there, yeah, Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, and, but, and that's only that bad because we had the point of reference of what it could be because we've seen the anime and we've seen live action stuff for Death Note. With Netflix, we, Netflix origin or TV series, we do too. How bad it could be? How good it can be. Oh, yeah, we're like Daredevil and stuff yeah. like that. But this is a TV, so I, I uh, put it more in the realm of like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like that. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is good, no? Now it is. Oh. <laughs> Remember season one struggle? Like, it wasn't always Okay, good. never mind. Okay. So like, I, I try and give that wiggle room there. But those things were just middle of the road to okay. But there were plot elements that took this thing from being mediocre to being like, don't even do that to me. We're going to talk about that. We're going to spoilers in a second. But well, Jesus Christ, they're just well, then so... Then come to find out there's, that's, that's happening in a comic. Still stupid. Doesn't change the fact. Oh, no, I agree. Still I agree. stupid. Wait, did they explain the science behind it? No? Yeah. It's just... Well, we didn't read the comics. So oh, okay. well, yeah, but we'll get into that. But there's other stuff. Like, there's, there's other stuff. Just like character choices. The mm. techno- how technology works in this oh. world. I, I don't believe that the Adelan or whatever the fuck is on the moon is even a real place just based on how fucking contradictory their 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 royalty system is, their caste system is, their, their te- how their technology works, and what the relationship is with the world. It doesn't make sense. So those things take it from being a passable to a less than passable. That's why we have the rating. <laughs> I was trying all night to convince these two jerks. I'm like, but we've given things that are like way worse than this, like less scored than this. That's a passable. What do we give Iron Fist? We gave Iron we Fist, gave Iron Fist less, less than passable. passable. Oh, that was, got- that was an argument. Defenders. We gave Defenders a passable or a high passable. We, we but then Defenders passable. is different because Defenders, we had we spent so many times building up the characters. Yeah, it should have been better, but still, hey, for what it is, it is better by far than something like the We had a so high far. expectation. Yeah, it we had high mean, expectations so for it, Defenders. So the rating got it. dropped. So whereas, the rating dropped. Whereas and this, you we have missed. super low expectation, so but it, it wasn't gets terrible, bumped so up. it gets bumped up. It's the same thing. No. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> second, okay. It's 3 I only, p.m. I only don't agree with that because... It was so bad. Well, well yeah. But, no, I only don't agree with that just because some like Defenders, yeah, we've seen in the individual shows how good it could be. So there is a reason that like, we might feel that way. But in humans, it's like... You you're going to this thing that's gonna be like what the worst thing freaking ever. It's still Marvel. Like I don't want to say that like oh Marvel can do no wrong, but like even Iron Fist, as bad as it is, that got modified for I think most of us not just because it was like mediocre, but because of the other things that were problematic about that show that brought it down more. Like you know what I mean? There's other factors that are involved. Just like with this, I feel like this should have been not just better than it was, but if it's gonna be mediocre or generic. At least don't have things that make you scratch your head and go, 
Huh? It's lower I, than just middle of the road then. Did I give it less impossible or a poor vision? To what? To what? For Iron Fist. We had to give it poor vision. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. If anything, I it was a bad score. I don't, but I don't remember what the. We need to go back, find out what that review was, <laughs> and, and create like a line graph of like all of these reviews. We really should keep track of like what we rated and how we rated, just to see how consistent or inconsistent we are. I think we're inconsistent because if you think this is a fucking pass, you're wrong. You're both wrong. <laughs> but I'm not that mad about it. Anyway, you sound so mad <laughs> about it. You're so mad. It's not even late. I'm the queen. It's 3 p.m. <laughs> it's not late, and he's so mad. Why is this? Bow wanna... to your queen, Cersei. Anyway, let's, you get wanna... into, let's get into spoilers. Spoilers. They cut Medusa's Spoil- Wait, head. I gotta do the tag. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Wait, you gotta okay. stop listening, or you're gonna get the dirt. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> They cut Medusa's hair with clippers. Clippers. <laughs> clippers. And the thing is, like, I'm sorry. Like, the inconsistency of technology is so. Here's the thing: you, we see a satellite on the moon, and what, what was his name? The dude's Gorgon. Dude? Gorgon. Gorgon. The black so guy he, with hooves for feet. Yeah, he destroys the satellite as they're like dissecting the parts. They laugh at the batter because still Ron is made out of uh, lithium. So you, we're with that. We're assuming that their science and technology so is so beyond and so advanced. I mean, they're living on the moon. They have to, right? Live on the moon. Yeah, obviously, like their they cell phone is awesome. Like it's like. If you open it, it's flat, but you can actually fold it in half and bend it. You can make it into a bracelet. But when Black Bull sees our smartphone, he freaks the fuck out. Because they do that tropey-ass fish-out-of-water bullshit that all these things do. Thor, Superman, or Wonder Woman. They all do that thing where it's like, oh my god, I'm so enamored by some kind of normal human Wonder thing. Wonder Woman did it tastefully, though. Yeah, yeah Wonder Woman did it, too. Yeah, I'm too. not saying it's... It's still a trope, though. It's, it is a and trope. This, they, but in this, they do it to a, the effect that it doesn't make sense, like you said, because they have technology that's even better than cell phones. And he's looking at, like, oh, cell phone. He's trying to, like... At one point... I, we're going to split the shit out of this. I'm just going to get into everything. But at one point, Black Bolt gets thrown to Earth mm-hmm. trying to escape the coup that, of course, Ramsey's put... We've seen that in trailers. This also was in the trailer, too. Like, him, you know, going... Yeah, he, get, he gets sent to Earth, and he's trying up. to lay low... Yet he's just breaking into places, beating up people, hurting people, and walking out of stores. Like, even if you don't understand how society works here, if you're trying to lay low, why would you start hurting people? Like He's a loyalty, so he assumes that he doesn't have to pay for shit. He you walks know you're not royalty out. on the planet you're hiding from. Maybe he doesn't understand the concept of, you know, economy. The fuck does... No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. And like I said... I was, even though I said I was like every complaint that you have, I completely agree with it. But for some reason, I still I didn't I didn't hate. They're it. bearable. Yeah, I didn't hate it. The generic ass plot and characters is passable. What makes that's it, why I gave it. A, that's why I said a bizarro passable. <laughs> what makes it a less than passable, at least, is it stuff like here's another example. Um, trying to get into contact with Black Bolt, they yeah. give a man who can't speak yeah, a, a, vocal a, a, a vocal communicator. That is stupid. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Black Bolt, can you hear me? Man, we didn't think it's through, did we? <laughs> <laughs> no, even then, there are like many ways to communicate with someone who doesn't speak. Hey, video. tap. Yeah, video. Or, you know, fine. Fuck technology. Text. <laughs> I said, fuck technology. Tap on for yes, tap twice for no. Or even if you think about Daredevil, he's blind. Yeah. When his phone rings, foggy. 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 Like he can't see. Or Karen. Karen. Those other quotes, like. As opposed to like phone ring, oh, it's Foggy calling because you see it pop up on the thing. Yeah, exactly. It tells you. 
So, so this, they should have the same shit for black it's, it's not I'm like, saying we have we have iPhones that can text. They can't text in their little super communicating slash. I mean, it GPS shows device. text. So why couldn't well, you not type even text, on but it. a video like a hologram? Yeah, like in Star Wars. It is amazing. And look, look in the two episodes they they gave us, it wasn't. It didn't even feel like a complete story because like I don't. Other than what I know from the comics, which is very little about the humans, I'll admit that they're they don't really. Tell me what Adelan is, how did it got there? I don't feel like the world itself was even fleshed out in the first two episodes. And I feel like, unless they're trying to make this Game of Thrones, where they're saying the mythos is so thick and convoluted that it will unravel over the course of the season. Well, like, I was going to say, well, you here. also got to keep in mind, like, most shows don't tell you everything in the first two. I mean, they'll give you, like, the basic premise this is about a but like, civilization. even like some shows like some shows you don't even get what the show is about until like episode four or five and those shows also have really co- like really compelling characters and mysteries that i want to be solved i mean within <laughs> two episodes doesn't. they revealed about the society which has caste system which also has a royal family system mm. like they showed those and we didn't read the comics but, but i will it say was it's, supposed it was, to be- it's weird like considering like the way the episode, like from the moment the show started, Maximus is already trying to betray uh, Black Bolt. He looks sleazy as hell. <laughs> but I'm, so I'm just like, you mean to tell me nobody here, especially Karnak, whose whole thing is about predictions, nobody no, saw I mean, this coming? Like, I mean, he it's says obvious it. from the no, moment the show started. He says it, you know, like. He even says it, yeah. He says it's like, you know, like you're being too nice to him. Like, don't. Given too much room. Why do royal families allow their treacherous brothers just to hang around? Like, I don't So, like, the moment you're your brother, gonna, gonna betray just me. Kill. But I'm going to let you hang around until you actually do it. Oh, I can't believe you did it. Like, <laughs> you knew he was going <laughs> to. And then when it happens, it's like, well, I was waiting for you to become a bad guy. So. I mean, even the way it happened, because with all honesty. So, what, what was my Asian guy's name? I keep forgetting his name. Oh, man. What was his name? The Asian guy, the Asian guy with powers that with didn't power make sense. probability. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just mentioned. Karnak. 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 So, Karnak, you know, figures out what's happening, and he's, like, trying to plan out the rescue or, like, a counterattack. He talks to Crystal, the princess, the sister of Medusa. Blandy McBland girl who is Bland like, the Bland as fuck white girl. And you know what she does? You know what? I got this lockjaw. Take our smart guy away from this situation so that I can take care of it. Mm-hmm. Bitch, who the fuck you she are? She's dumb as hell. She's dumb as hell. And she's the reason why everything fell apart. Look, the problem with humans in general, I feel like, is that they didn't have a clear direction in where they wanted to go. Because they spend the first two episodes... <sighs> being sent to multiple points in Honolulu, Hawaii, mm-hmm. and all the main characters are trying to find each other again to mount some kind of counterattack to Ramsey. I'm calling Ramsey, not Maximus. I'm calling <laughs> to Ramsey's rebellion. Ramsey Light. Yeah, Ramsey Light. <laughs> and it's like, they just spin their wheels with someone like Karnak, who is established in, during the coup mm-hmm. as having the power to basically see like possibility. Mm-hmm. So he's able to take down probability, a of, probability, take down a group of um, uh, guards, rebels, or the whatever. rural guards. Yeah, by seeing all the probabilities of what could happen, and running the scenario in his and head, going back and doing it. Correct. And I'm assuming uh-huh. he could like for. for in real time, it's like he's doing it in like seconds. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. The effect, I'm gonna say the effect is cool. I, 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 I liked like, it. I liked his power a lot at the beginning. Yeah, it's like a cool, like weird. It looks almost like Doctor Strangey kind of like almost neon, like a game, neon, circular disc thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a video game type mm-hmm. of thing where it's like telling you what the objective is and like what the different patterns are, whatever. Mm-hmm. He gets teleported to Honolulu. Five minutes later, he's he's hiking down a mountain. Hiking he down. Sl- he slips and falls down the mountain and it hits his head uh-huh. and it fucks up his power. And my thing is, wait, so 
it nope. fucked up his power, but if his power was working right to begin with, how did he slip? That yeah. yeah. It was he a probability. Yeah, he could have figured that out. <laughs> and I thought it was, he was an awesome character at first. Cause um, I was like, oh, maybe he's going to be the ultimate badass. He'll never get touched. No way. Like I mean, maybe it's because the open terrain that he's not used to. Because, like, on the moon, they're, they're not in that kind of environment. So maybe he doesn't really understand the geological. That makes no sense. What do you mean it makes no sense? His power is probability. He's people look down at a fucking cliffside and be like, how do I, I get down there? I can slip yeah. there. I can slip there. I can slip there. Like, well, how does he know what's stable or not if he doesn't understand the nature of, like, geology? How do you know what people are going to do or what they're not going to do based because on people- what he thinks they're going to do? Because people are run, it's the same species. We're all same species. Okay. I don't know why. Why am I defending this show? <laughs> you're not I, was like, this. I was like, yeah, I'm not with you on this one. <laughs> so you're trying. Like, I can't be with you. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying. I'm trying to go with, but I'm like, yeah, I can't defend that part. Like, that was just, dumb as hell. It's the look. Like, I, I felt, yeah, they're they're doing a whole bunch of stupid shit to like diminish their power. Like. They, are, they get rid of Karnak's power. They get rid of Medusa's power. It's like... Cut her hair. Yeah, they cut her hair. It's like that... Something like that, considering that's her ultimate power, like that's her thing. Something like that should happen on like a season finale. I mean, like, I get yeah. what they're trying like, to do is like get the power away from them, throw them in the very like unfamiliar environment. Yeah, but, it's like, but even with that argument, like... Like, I get that argument, but it's like, we haven't seen her, we only seen her in two scenes with her hair, so we haven't really seen her exactly. with her hair. So to take it away, it doesn't mean anything. Like it, it just makes I, her look weak. Yeah, it has no and impact to us as an audience. And speaking of weak, they're clippers. So it was like, she's super weak. <laughs> I can beat her as a barber. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of upset about that, the fact that, because I, I was like, clippers? Like, it shouldn't have happened that easy. Clippers, they run the double A battery. Apparently that, that happens in the comics. Like, she can cut, you, she could use scissors to cut her hair, or like, some Somebody cut, her, somebody cut her hair. Somebody cut her like, hair with scissors and like that lost her power. But, but her steel wire, tensile strength of like steel. It's stronger than steel. So unless those clippers were adamantium, <laughs> and if even said that, these are adamantium clippers, I would still laugh. But at least we like, all right, at least you explained it. <laughs> but this is like, come on, I've seen you in two scenes, and you're telling me she can be beat by getting her hair cut off. Like that is the wackiest superhero I've ever seen. In any medium so far, I laughed out loud in the theater, and they played it as a super emotional thing where it's almost like a rape scene where she's crying on the floor. She's like, oh, "I mean, it's, yeah, don't it's, do it. I'll never forgive you. I'll never forgive it's you." It's like her entire identity taken away from her, and so from that ground zero, she's still re. Build her identity and still survive at the same time trying to find her king. Did you her love the show? <laughs> I know. Truth of the matter is, the reason Look, I, t- I stayed on my ground, okay? I planted my flight and I will defend it and I will stand firm. I have the high ground, Anakin. <laughs> Don't try it. Don't underestimate my power. Truth of the matter is, you can see the writing on the wall. The reason they did this is because there was just like, eh, we can't. We can't afford to have her do this CGI effect all the time. Oh, yeah. I know what we can do. Let's cut her hair in the first episode. It's like, but you didn't earn none of the Like, you didn't earn this moment. Yeah. And I agree with you because they did the same thing. Like we said to Karnak. They did the same thing to Lockjaw. Lockjaw is like a walking writer's Lockjaw. nightmare because his powers literally just go anywhere once at any time. Not even just that, but the whole dog is Not even the place where you send him to. It's a CGI dog. Yeah. So every time you show him, that's money. Yeah. So 
they had to take like they take every like they took every player out of the uh, freaking money, movie money, money. Like the first episode. It's like you didn't earn none of this. Yeah, and because you know, like you said, you no know, attachment to them, so you don't really care. It's just like, okay, I have to see them at the lowest before I even see what they were really like at the prime. Like I don't even know what the people were like at the prime. Triton, as far as I know, he needs to swim well and got shot immediately. So it's like, what? I don't, we don't even know if that's his power. Like if he if is if, swimming. Yeah, we yeah. Don't what's even know his, if that's his power? Power. We, we just him. assume because his name is Triton. Yeah, and he looks like a fish guy. Kinda. Yeah, but that might not even be his. And the other girl, I'm going to assume she died, right? Who? Who? The blonde girl. The first person that we see when the... Oh, oh. When the Inhumans start. Oh, oh yeah. The, I think she's dead. Right, she's dead. Yeah. Okay. But that's... See, like... So why would you open with... They even open... And that's the only thing that was really IMAX. The very first two minutes. Slow mo. All they did was use slow motion and zoom in on falling rain. Explosion. And explosions behind them. You've even seen that in the trailers. Like, all they did was blow it up and slow it down and make it look IMAX pretty. And it was really just to remind you it's IMAX. But mm-hmm. after that, there's no there's no point no. in just being IMAX. It wasn't really worth it watching in IMAX. IMAX. Yeah. That's what I said like, earlier. Like, I like even though I'm, I'm, like, somewhat intrigued, it's not worth paying money no, IMAX not. prices on top of that to go see it in the theaters. But definitely check just, it out. Unless you just got money to burn and you're just bored and just feel like going. Or like, a podcast. Well, like, yeah, well, like, when Chris <laughs> no. from Uncanny, he was, like, saying that, uh... That his IMAX closest IMAX is like away? two hours away, so doesn't, yeah, don't, don't drive, don't pay don't for drive, it. Take that trip to go see. Wait till it comes out on on TV and just fucking Hulu it. I'm sorry, just everything about this show was either just okay or it failed. The comedy failed. Even the black guy, like the Gorgon, like he just seems so out of place in this show to me. He just his did his jokes land for anybody else because he's obviously the comic relief. Did he make jokes? Yeah, I kind of laughed. He, he's the one that stomped on the 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 moon rover and it was like, yeah, well, I don't. Oh, I took care of that. I took care of that. Yeah, like, I did you I see that? See I was like, oh, I mean, I didn't see him as a joke. I didn't, oh, maybe I guess it didn't land. There you go. Like, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> he I'm was like, definitely a comic relief in this. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't well, come I across as a joke to me because he came across as like the hard military guy. Look, just to point, like no one's pointing out. No one's pointing out good things or like decent things that they they did because they did some things. They did some things right. Such yeah, as, um, I really liked how um, Black Bolt, a person who can't speak, he was actually using sign language. Like, that's another represent- uh, representation that we don't get to see often. Like, I liked that superhero was using sign language. And it was oh, like, you know what? That's cool. Like, it's, he's a king, too. And you know what? No one talks down on him. No one looks down on him. It's just the way it is. Well, you're acting like he's deaf or something. He's not. He just chooses not to speak. Like yeah, but really he can't. Handicapped. No, he can't speak though. Because, I mean, he's, he's not deaf or mute. Yes, there's a really difference. Yeah, I get it, but he has to use the language instead of speaking because for the sake of others. Like, look, the point is that as a representation, you use sign language, and that's cool. I think it's a cool workaround to the telepathy that they had in the comics. But I don't, you don't I do you see as representation? Not really. If he was, if he was actually handicapped, I would see his representation. But otherwise, just he's doing that because he has no other form of communication in this show because he doesn't have telepathy or whatever. What do you think, Michael? You agree with that or not? I mean, yeah, I can see. I mean, I can see both. I'm a Libra. I can see both sides. <laughs> scales. I can see both sides. Like just to see it on screen, you know, a superhero having to use sign language. But yeah, he's not really handy. He's not handicapped. He's not so. handicapped. But I will say just I did like see... his acting though. It was facial acting. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Even though I don't like what they were using po- it for. To certain, yeah, to a certain point, like his comedy, I was just like, oh, yeah, because certain because you could tell certain moments he's playing like comedic effect. It's like, yeah, it's not really no. Not really landing. Like when he was getting arrested by the cop, they're like, "Put your hand." He's like, "He's like making this face." He's like no, because things. he doesn't he's understand. Like he's faces. like, yeah. like hmm, 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 hmm. but that's all. Nah. 
It could have been worse. I was expecting that not to be. I, I didn't expect that level of uh, what's level? not motion. Um, he, but uh, yeah, emoti- was I was it? Say, emoti- he's, he's emoting. The, he's the character. It. I am the still the. I'm the most interested in his character though. Still, because he hasn't said a word, so he's more interesting. And, but I do like the flashbacks they did where they show him killing his parents by accident by just saying why. And they both explode. That was a cool effect. There was yeah. not a single trace of them on the wall. No, that was no. awesome. Like, that's no, his power. Black, like, yeah, because Black Bolt, like his power, like he can destroy cities. Yeah, just from uttering one word. But like the like the villain so fell flat the, like, for me. And and uh, I, I think this is the biggest problem with this show. And the reason why I think a lot of people shitted on it is because if you think about the 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 genesis of the Inhumans. Not not the creation, but just this project together. Like this is f- supposed to be a movie first. Yeah, but then for whatever reason, they decided to make it to a TV series. And well, we know the reason now. It was they they had that window, the IMAX window. The IMAX approached Marvel with like, "Hey, we got this this opening. If you have a TV show, but they could have did something else." They did. That's what I'm saying. We don't know the reason why they decided to make Inhumans a TV show as opposed oh, okay. to picking another I, property. Because if you think about like Inhumans, because if you think about the what they do with the TV, like. TV and movies. Like the movies, they put like the cosmic level characters in the movies, and the more street level characters with, with the lower budget mm-hmm. in the in the TV in the TV world. And humans are a cosmic level character. Like Thanos fought Black Bolt. Yeah. So if, well. any, if anything, <laughs> Black Bolt should be in an Infinity War because yeah. that's how fucking powerful he is. Yeah. So that doesn't work translate in a TV like realm like they're mm-hmm. cosmic level characters, so they should have a cosmic you know high production budget. So it doesn't really work. I'm Where's real? Those, that's, those that's, what, that's, what, that's what the you know the disconnect because it's like, like especially like Lockjaw, you could definitely tell it's CGI. Like it was, it was eh. like it they, wasn't. They did great. the best they they did the best they could, but but even worse than Lockjaw, I thought was Adelaide itself when they would do yeah, like that, that the panouts and show you the entire city or even the interior so of now. like the place, the palace or whatever you call the place. Like it looks tiny, sterile, plain, just so yeah, fake. Yeah, you definitely it was, tell it's a studio. Lot. It was bad. It was yeah, tiny. It's, it's built on a studio. There's a couple sets you can see that. Like, ugh. but yeah, like characters like uh, Black Bolt, Medusa, Lockjaw. They should be in the movies, not in a TV, but not on a TV budget. So mm. I think that's the biggest problem with this with this series. Like the fact that so it's a TV show. Expectations were high. That's what I. That's what I said already, though. Yeah. But you know, so you also said your expectation lower. was low. No, I'm saying. No, the, my expectation for this wasn't hot for the TV show. I'm saying <laughs> the expectation for the Inhumans itself, yeah. like it should be on a t- like a mo- like they should have been a movie because it was originally supposed to be a movie. So I should be more mad. At this is what you're saying because it, it and you should rate it amazing, lower. But it's trash. <laughs> I don't even say it's trash. That's that's hyper- hyperbolic. It's it's like it's mediocre with some just. Some drawbacks. Look, I don't care what <laughs> Some you. Some poor choices. I'll say that. I don't care what you say. Like the past things I've watched so far is, like Defender. Like, that note destroyed me. Defender was meh. I fell asleep in the middle of it. But you have no investment in this. Humans. Like you're naming things that you actually care about. You know what I'm saying. So like, my rating is just not. You you don't know where I'm going with this. Oh, where are you going with this? And Iron Fist it was shit. Like. I compared to all the failures, like I have no expectation left. 
nothing. It's like whatever I watch, it's I'm sure it's gonna passable. be. A, <laughs> <laughs> it can't be possible. It's like, oh, whatever, I guess. As long as you're not death she was so de- yeah, I was gonna say she was so destroyed I, by death. Note. I as lost my soul. Death, as long as it's not death note, you're just yeah. like, okay, I liked it. But death note destroyed you. Like we said, like it was like, for Michael. That was like passable, right? Or like a little bit less than passable. Or yeah, I, I think it was I low gave, passable. Gave, yeah, he gave it low, I passable. Gave it low passable. Yeah, but see, like it, because he didn't have an investment in it. You you feel that strongly about death note because you actually have an investment in what you know death note can be. That's why you hate it so much. Because mm-hmm. I don't even think Death Note was like terrible. You gave Mr. Magoo. You gave Mr. Magoo. I know. But I that's my rating because I know how good it could be. <laughs> but if I were like you, if I were just to walk into that movie, that's why I said I can understand what people have said it was like, it's eh, it's all right. I can understand that if you've never seen Death Note. Now, if you say it was, like, it was okay and you've seen Death Note, I don't know you. <laughs> we're not friends anymore. <laughs> but because I know how good it could be, that's what gave me my rating for for it being so low because like you just spat in his face you spat in how good it could have been his face the bad ways which i'm sure michael's gonna talk about later in the news spitting faces wait what death note the news oh death oh. note <laughs> which we'll talk more in oh the creators the yeah i mean do you even say anything about fallen humans no, that was are we it. done with this uh, are we- don't go see, wait till it comes out on yeah, TV. don't see it in theaters there's no don't point. pay for it at all but definitely do check it out Yeah, definitely do check it out when it when it airs, when yeah, it when airs. It, yeah, I'm saying on TV when it airs. Don't don't pay for it. Don't no. go pay for it. <laughs> it's not worth that money. It's definitely not. Remember, remember, when, remember when Gorgon was looking for his best friend Triton, who never actually saw them together once. We had no what really. No, no they're cousins. That's his, that's his cousin. But we don't know. We never even seen them together once, so we don't know what they're like together. They're but cousins. He loved him so much that he walked into the ocean and almost tried. <laughs> Triton. I can't swim. Blah, 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 blah. What a so move. Stupid. Okay, we get it. Jesus Christ, move on. No, you don't. <laughs> move on. Less than passable. All right, let's move on. <sighs> All right, so let's get into anime with Jamie. What we got today, Jamie? My hero and what? We also have Madoka Magica. Or some people say Magica Magica. Mm. Which actually is an anime and also made into two movies and the third movie that kind of connects to the previous movie anyways first thing first my hero academia i cut right through the wreckage and look onto the sunset eternity i'm flying singing right into the sky can't live with regret can't fade won't break live for tomorrow with all might we'll fight on once again play the song here of course i will <laughs> i love that song it's it, like it brings me pleasure putting that song <laughs> it's like the spun like the sponge about me man yeah so we had to skip um we had to wait for two weeks instead of a week right yeah, we had a week hiatus but they came back with their latest episode which was uh, what was it called? Get ready for the final exams. Something? Yeah, it was final exams because basically you're up for finals. Yes. So basically, for the finals, <laughs> finals they had to pair up. The students had to pair up and go against the teachers, and that was the physical part of the exam. Whereas there is um, you know, like um, the paper part, written part, the written part, like the. Well, I want to talk about that too. That's really interesting that they did that. But it's it's really cool because it's like uh-huh. it's is if if you see Naruto, it, it would be like if the Chunin exam ended with the kids fighting like the Hokages. Like it's like what? 
it's it's this is interesting and i also like um this episode was a filler it was definitely a filler it wasn't filler that's not like i think you're, you're confusing what filler means there's with a what filler of all, means. the most filler of all the episodes we've ever watched but it wasn't filler it was set up for the actual it was a setup but it also had a lot of um like small information that people kind of wondered that really didn't have to do anything with the plot, such as like they're ranking this in the class. Like what we had so many like letters oh, to read, yeah, for the, all the midterms. That was hilarious. Yeah, I thought that this was funny. Was you shut up. <laughs> shut up. I mean, exactly. It was hilarious, but wasn't necessary for the plot. Yeah, because that that informed who bege- who paired off the study before for the written exam. Which I, I don't think. That's Wait, familiar. was the physical exam based on the written exam? I thought it was based on the personality and their um, no, the abilities. Mid- yeah, but the midterm, like their grades in the beginning that they showed, like that was for a test they had taken like beforehand, and that 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 paired them off for who would be able to study together for the written final. The midterms had already passed. And that's yeah, midterm already thing. passed, but then showing the ranking of the midterms, we just got to see how the students react, or, like interact with each other. Yeah, I think that's important. These are like the characters are like this is like the degeneration of Naruto, like the with all the Team Seven. It was a way to like you know what I mean. Like it was just a way to show like school life section of this entire anime, which is really important because this is shonen, but it's not really important for the plot. I disagree. I think that was good character development moments, and I also like the fact that it's. I, I think it's really cool that they do emphasize that these are students still. So they do have to take written exams. They do worry about tests. They Even do worry at about one grades. point, someone says like it's impossible to you know do the hero work. Yeah. And they start saying, "Look, I'm and not saying." That makes say- sense. It's like, Yo, you're, you're over here fighting crime. And you're taking internships with other I'm cr- not superheroes. Saying and you got these- a written exam at the end of it all. <laughs> I'm not saying these are bad. I'm saying they're hilarious. They're really good. Yeah. It's just out of all the episodes we've ever seen so far. This episode had the most component that had to do not that had nothing to do with the plot. I think you just wanted to see that all my fight. That's why I, I really did. Oh, I'll be honest. It's the it's the way they cut the episode. It's like what the fuck? I gotcha. What the fuck? And because the thing is that we see the pair up. Are we gonna spoil it? Because so far we didn't really spoil anything necessarily. We don't need to explain All Might's origin. I don't think it's a spoiler. We used to we used to talk about no. I'm, I was I was also going to talk about who pairs with who and who's going to go against who. Uh no, I don't think does it matter. I guess not. Maybe. Uh, it's your section, bro. Sure. <laughs> okay. We'll only tell you what's really important is that we'll talk. The only thing that's really really important is that we see Deku, Midoriya, and Bakugo pair up, mm-hmm. and they go against who? Jordan. All my dog. <laughs> And the thing is that the sole reason why Midoriya and Bakugo got paired up is not because of the comparability, exam result, anything. Mm. The, the only reason why? Because they don't get along. Yeah. I know you just mentioned it, but I thought that was cool that the other, like, each pair of students got paired up based on like what their strengths and weaknesses are and how they might work together in a team. And the thing is that it was actually discussed amongst the stu- uh, teachers mm-hmm. and they all had to agree yeah. So like that kind of shows the quality of the education that they're getting as like a future superheroes to the point that all the teachers actually know what the students are capable of. Did you get Harry Potter vibes? I that, did. I certainly did. Like, I it's love like the, all the teachers like from Harry uh-huh. Potter. World. It's like because Voldemort's coming, so we need to start preparing the kids yes. for being serious. I loved it. Like, I it's like really Dumbledore's cool. army, except we have no Umbridge. Whatever. <laughs> do you, do you get the reference? A person who didn't read the book? Yeah, I do. Okay. I watched the movies. 
But you didn't read the books. No, I didn't read the books. <laughs> shame, shame. Because you don't. Read but they, like usually the tests were done by fighting robots, but mm-hmm. because of the recent surge in super villainy, it was impractical. Mm-hmm. So now they're gonna fight the teachers. Yes. And with the, a handicap, of course. Mm-hmm. But I really loved uh, the handicap is that you know the teachers gets to carry half of their weight. No. That doesn't make sense to me. Was it literally half of their weight? Half of their half own of their weight. Strength. Half of their own weight. That is making sense to me for All Might. You think All Might can't lift however heavy he is? Like let's say he's like let's say he's like two fifty. He can't lift hundred and twenty five pounds. It's not he can't, but it does wear out your stamina faster. He's All Might. But he has a he's time Superman. limit now. He has a time limit now. Don't you remember? I understand that. But it's like if you gave Superman 200 pounds to hold, he'd be like, it's no difference. Okay, not only, no. <laughs> not only they have handicapped, the goal of this exam is either you beat the teacher mm. or you escape. Because we also learned from the previous arc of Stain is that it's sometimes important yeah. or even necessary or smarter that you get away from the situation and gather more people. Yeah. And come back. It's like a really, like, what I love about My Hero Strategy. is that it's like an amazing, like, breakdown of what it means to be a superhero. And, like, I love trying to apply it to things that I see in Marvel and DC. Because, like, uh, Peter Parker, uh-huh. as old as Spider-Man, yes. he needed this class. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're young, you don't know what you're doing, so you need to take this class and learn and apply in your own situations. Yeah, that's why he died in mm-hmm. Ultimate Universe, because wah, wah, wah. Captain America and Iron Man were bad fucking teachers. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, just bad mentors overall because they never had a system. Yeah. Different systems. But, but the, they, they don't show the, the the fight we all want to see, which is Bakugo and Midoriya versus, versus All Might. Might. Instead, they show, but it, they gave us a good taste of what mm-hmm. it's going to be like. Yeah. I mean, you know what? To be honest, there's another pair that I was, two other pairs that I'm really interested in seeing is that um, Chiyu, Froggy, our Froggy girl. Froppy. <laughs> Froppy and the Bird Boy. Oh, I forgot his name. I keep forgetting his name. But his powers, his shadow powers are awesome. Yeah. I, I was interested in that pair. And also, I was interested in um Yayo and um Todoroki. Now, Yayo oh, is that a her gr- name? Yeah, Yayo something. Yeah, with the creation power. Yeah, and I think that part is awesome. Like, you get to create anything. Well, it's not that awesome in a fight, though. <laughs> you just gotta be smart about it. It's just that she doesn't really get to practice aggression. She doesn't fully understand her power, it seems like. Mm. So um, I'm actually interested in seeing both of them, yeah, like I'm two other pairs. So excited to see these matchoffs! And mm-hmm. it, is this how the season's going to end? You think with this with this last arc with the final? Oh man, I hope not. I'm gonna drop kick you. Shut <laughs> <laughs> <Jenna> up! Smash! Detroit <laughs> <laughs> no smash. Um, has to be once again. I didn't read the manga because I don't like spoiling things for myself. And this is one thing that I. Same. I, this is one thing that I want to watch all in anime, like in moving motion. Um, At the end of the season, I might not be able to stop. <laughs> and yeah, I, no, 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 I'm going to stop. You're going to stop, and I'm going to record you crying and breaking down because we know what's going to happen sooner or later. Sooner or later, but it can't be too soon. No, not too soon. Yeah. I'm sure, it's, but it's going to happen. When all my dies, <laughs> he's going to die, and. When that happens, uh, part of me will die as well. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, Joe, I don't think Jordan's gonna. I'm not gonna survive it. <laughs> no, not not for that day. Or or at least I will not be the same. <laughs> no, there's always gonna be something about it that we're missing, and we can't really quite understand it's what. Gonna, it's gonna be pre uh, All Might dying Jordan, and then post All Might dying. <laughs> pre All Might and like, post. Like you're, gonna, you're gonna hear the difference in the podcast, and like, hey guys, I'm Blair Vision. <laughs> 
It's um. What's the point? <laughs> I'm gonna assume that they will um end this arc in this season, or maybe in the middle of this arc, on uh, the vanguards come in. Once again, they haven't used the vanguards yet. I'd give but, this episode um, more than passable though. I, I would say perfect, which I like all of my hero episodes, but I'll say the perfects for like the most like, oh my god, it's amazing episodes. This is more just like a cool setup and character development type of episode. The only reason why I'm going to give it more than passable instead of like perk vision is because the way they cut it. I was mad. If anything, that should be a good thing though. I mean, no, they, they, I wanted it. They left you wanting more. I wanted it. They didn't <laughs> give it to me. I wanted it. You don't understand because... The, the moment we knew what the episode was going to be about, we joked saying, oh, you know, they're totally going to cut it right before we get to the good part. Of course. <laughs> and then as we're getting closer to it, no, no, and they did. There was a lot of funny comedic beats in the episode, too. I, I really like when they were doing the group studies, like the uh, the rich girl. Uh, what are you saying? Yayo something. Yayo and all the other students that uh-huh, like uh-huh. were poor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> invite her mansion. And it was like, oh, my God. But then the way like she got so excited about like people coming over and she's like the way she's bouncing and like it's so cute. And they all go like, I don't we don't care. Yeah, she's, we don't just care. So cute. she's just so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and she is cute. And that, that one guy who's like a would be Malfoy, but like that girl character who keeps stopping him. The guy who's oh, the, the, from Class B. He's basically like that that class bully character. But like My Hero does a great job of like subverting um like tropes. tension or trope. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like he would be that dick character, but then the other character, the checks female him character, every comes time. in and is like literally like chop, like karate chop, and it's like stop it. <laughs> like we're not doing that. Like but they're the <laughs> enemy. They're not. Wow. <laughs> stop it. Yeah. It's. Uh, I have to wait another week. Yeah. What was the other thing we're gonna review? We are gonna talk about the full name. Actually, is uh, Puella Maji Madoka Majika. Every time I stop and stumble and doubt in darkness, I close my eyes and think back to you. We made a vow, a promise to carry on. Word, I'll see it through. It's I, so I, I bright. This, I love this, this song. This is a trilogy slash anime, right? A, this a movie actu- trilogy. This was a whole anime which had 12 episodes. The whole anime was only 12 episodes? I believe so. Let me just double check because I am like... Oh, wow. 90- so the three movies really are basically the entire series. Well, two movies are the whole season. The third movie is completely different. Oh, it is. The The Rebellion movie is something completely different that wasn't part of the, the animation. It's fan service. It. Uh, yes, it is. Kind of. But in the way that Madoka Magica gives fan service, which is to tear out your soul. <laughs> I mean, and it's whatever they do in the show is always bittersweet. So uh, Jamie had me watch this with her just so I could like give my opinion on it. And I'm not a big fan of things like Sailor Moon or like Magic. Says Girl the guy animes. who like, watched Sailor Moon when he was well, younger. I was growing up, yeah, but I'm not gonna. I, you will never catch me watching Sailor Moon or like any. I, what are the other? I don't even know what the other ones are. Like. Like so, card, card, Captain card Sakura. Captain Sakura. There's this like bunch. the nurse. There's a nurse one. There's a nurse one. There's a nurse Whatever. one. I'm and not a magical n- girl guy in anime. That's not my. That's not my niche. Melody. I, I like the Sailor Moon theme song and stuff. She is the one. Sailor Moon. But like that genre isn't my thing. But this, it's like it's it's like Attack on Titan meets Sailor Moon. So and I explained <laughs> it before. It's because like, it it opens. Like any generic magical girl 
TV show would. All the tropes are there. It's the, like, mm-hmm. the cute main character. It's the cute animal sidekick. Now just it's the, <laughs> the flowery, la, 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 dancey K-pop star opening. Just to tell you what this anime is about is that um it goes like this. One day, Madoka Kaname has a very magical encounter. One that can change her destiny. This is the beginning of the new story of magical, magical witch girls. Mm. They call magical witch girls? Yeah, they do. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of like tips the hand on some stuff, but I'm not gonna say what. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but basically, it is about the magical girls that we you imagine it that's that what it is synopsis? that was whole synopsis for the anime okay, now if you go th- to the movie deeply misleading <laughs> if you go to the movie like the, the first movie goes a young girl and her friend are rescued from harm by a magical creature who offers them a chance to have a wish granted if they will help fight witches Stop. And from that description, that sounds like any other Magical Girl anime. But what this thing does, it takes those tropes. Mm-hmm. Like, even with like the late, the girl that's late with a toaster in her mouth, you're running to school. Like, all yeah. the tropes that you know you've seen from these things. It's all lowly. It I'm takes telling you. a knife and stabs you in the back. And then? And then twists it. And you're like, oh. what's happening? Before you get a chance <laughs> to answer, it's all right, cutting your throat. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, so a lot of animes that I like has a lot of dark twists or, like, shows a dark side of anything. Mm-hmm. This is a very lowly anime. Like, everything looks so lowly. They're very colorful. They're so cute. Like, high-pitched voice. They're in actually middle school? Yeah. Or high school? Yeah, they're in they're middle, middle school. school. Yeah, they're young. Yeah, right. They're all young, yeah. Because they're, like, 7th graders, I think. Or, like, 8th grader, maybe. Yeah. Um. This is one anime. I remember the first time watching it. Because this came out in 11. Like 2011-ish. And the first time I watched it, I it took me weeks to like... <laughs> to what? Process To it? process it. <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened and what did I watch? And ever since, this is one of my top five anime. Top five? This is. I, yeah, you were crying when we were watching it. Yeah, I was crying. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wasn't. I'm a man. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the only time I didn't cry. But I didn't cry because I was just like, mouth the gape. What? <laughs> what? Because it gets darker and darker and darker. And the thing is, like, how many like, times I say what during that? <laughs> Between the three movies we watched. Yeah, you're like, what's <laughs> happening? What? 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 <laughs> um, oh, I want to spoil it. So, like, before we spoil it, Jordan, a person who, who's not really used to this kind of genre of anime, what did you think? How did you rate it? I, I think before. I, we watched the first two movies, and at that point, I told you that I think I was gonna give it more than passable mm-hmm. because I, even though it was it was great in terms mm-hmm. of storytelling, mystery, and like how everything unraveled, um, I really enjoyed it. But magic, like I said, magical girls aren't my genre, mm-hmm. and like honestly, I feel like that rating was coming from me not giving it a pro- like a like a fair shake mm-hmm. in the beginning. Because I was kind of tuned out. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I know. I, I know. I was kind of tuned out at first. I was you like, fell asleep uh, a couple times. Oh, Magical Girls. Here we go. You're on uh, your phone. Yeah, I was on my phone. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this shit. Yeah, I'm watching Jamie. <laughs> but then when the twist started happening, yeah. I'm like, I sat in front. I sat real fast. Like, hold, hold the fuck. <laughs> what, what's happening right now? <laughs> and then from there, and from like. from there, it's like you just fall into this spiral. Mm-hmm. And, and you're there right along with the main character, who I shouldn't be the main character, by the way. <laughs> 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 she should not be the main character of this but 
because she doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. and she's figuring out as we go along mm-hmm. you're with her as you're figuring out I don't mm-hmm. like her character because she's very potato like <laughs> oh yeah I call she's very, her potato she's, she's a lowly potato she's like a plot device more than the main character basically but when the like the, the those dominoes start falling into place it's it's a great ride so like, I think I said more in the past because I wasn't giving it like a fair shot but mm-hmm. I think now that I've basically finished it mm-hmm. I haven't finished the very end of the third episode yeah we movie. have 30 minutes of it it's left like 30 minutes left but Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then we was like, the first two were so dark. The, first, the third one starts like, everything's great. And all of a sudden I'm like, this is a lie. This <laughs> is <laughs> so a lie. Like, I'm waiting for it. I'm like, no. <laughs> You've tra- it's like Game of Thrones where it's like, it trains you to fear everything good. Yeah. <laughs> like so everything. People, like- so people die. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's death. Oh, hey. I don't think it's a spoiler either. Because like, you, you don't yeah, know what's going to happen until it happens. True, true. It's like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> but now, like, you know, saying all that, I would say that I would give this perfect vision. Yeah. This is, wow. This, this is genre bending. Like, yeah. Wh- what it is and how it looks in a screenshot is not what it is when you The opening it. song is the most leading thing ever. The whole time I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, opener. You are not this fucking cute. <laughs> You are not this whimsical. Don't trick me. <laughs> I mean, as you can tell, like, this is perfect vision for me. Like I said, top five of the anime. And now that we said it, we're going to get into a uh, spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Wait, wait, wait. I want to do a... I don't even know how to start. <laughs> so there is a dark secret behind Magic Girls. Oh, you want to go into the whole plot? No, leave it. Oh, but I said spoil. Oh. No, this is the like, like I love spoilers. Uh-huh. But this is like one of the few things where oh. it's like you gotta watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh okay. Uh, Are we not gonna talk about anything? Don't trust Cuba. <laughs> oh, don't trust Cuba. That's right. Cuba is a very you know he look from the look of it like he's like you know like furry like a magical girl best friend. It reminds me of from uh, Card Captors. Oh, uh, Carol? No, but Carol was yellow and he looked like a teddy bear because Carol was a tiger with like wings. That's same clever. It's a, all these things are the same. Like, I, like that. <gasps> that's just like con from Bleach. Like all these things. The little thing from Fairy Tale. Like everybody's an animal. Con and thing. Carol looked more like. Mm. I suppose. Cube looks more like Artemis, because. Artemis also was white. Artemis is a cat of like um oh, Sailor Moon. Venus. Sailor Venus. Oh, okay. Venus's cat was white. Artemis. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't trust Cube. Don't trust Cube. Pink, lidless eyes. Like the beady eyes. That stare off. That just yeah, because they will zoom in for a couple times and Bruh. then it just looks. When they do it, you know something's <laughs> up. Every time they zoom in on Cube's eyes, I'm just like, mm. the fuck is this thing about to do? <laughs> <laughs> trust that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I do want to talk about it. Yeah, I know. Me too. Because we did talk about it like off podcast and the conversation was interesting. Will you watch it, Michael? I want you to watch yeah, it. Oh, every, watch every, it. Every anime you guys talk about, I go back and watch. This is the I'm three. Gonna, watch, I plan watch the going movie. Back and watch. It's on three Netflix. Movies. Watch the three movies. Oh my God, but you have so to be like careful. Attack on Titan, I'm almost done with that. Then I'm going to watch... Uh, what you you got to start... You got to finish one completely before you start another one? Yeah. I don't I don't like... Even when I play video games, I don't oh. like playing stuff at the same time. But you time. watch multiple shows simultaneously. So what? When it comes to... <laughs> what? <laughs> but, like, so but what? That's exactly why. Because it's too much shit. <laughs> I'm already watching too much shit as it okay, is. Okay, well, wanna... this is not a whole anime. Just watch the three movies. There's no, no, no. Hold movies. on. So when you do it, there are orders. If you watch... Like, don't fuck it up. Don't mix it up at all. Yeah. There's a part one, part two, and rebellion. 
Now, like it's under ne- the title, it's all, Netflix. it's all Netflix. Watch part one first, part two, and Rebellion. You have to watch it in that order. Otherwise, you're gonna spoil big shit on it's. You're not a magic girl guy either, are you? Right? I like Sailor Moon. Oh, okay, then, oh, so. you'll love it then. Okay, yeah, then I definitely. I, I want to wait until next week and do a spoiler review on it. Then okay. I want to get him on it too. Cause don't trust Cuba. Three all movies <laughs> together. It's like how long? Like five hours. Close to five, five. Because six. first movie is like two hours eleven minutes. Second movie, it's good. Is Once you hit like the, the almost the midway point in the first movie, it's slow. You're not gonna want to stop. Like that's where I was. Like the the, the first what half. Call again, Magical Girls. Uh, Puella. Just look, Mado. Yeah, Madoka. Madoka Magica. Magica. The main character's name is Madoka. Right. Madoka Kaname. Yeah. Our potato girl. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not about it's it, it is about her eventually. It is about her. It like it revolves around her, mm-hmm. but in terms of who the central protagonist is, it is not her. The lowly stalker. Yeah. <laughs> and even that I don't want to spoil because I don't want him to know what's gonna go okay. on. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's put a pin in this for now and we'll come back to this next week. I've never heard Jordan say like he doesn't want to spoil something. Yeah, Jordan he's a spoiler. Quick. Yeah. yeah. He was shitting on it. Oh, Inhumans. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Fuck it. Spoil it. Spoiling it while we're in the theater by making a meme. <laughs> but no, this is, it's like one of those things where it just pulls the rug out from under you. It's like, because it looks like what you've seen in every other thing. So I was like, oh, I know this. I've, mm-hmm. I've been here before. And it was just like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Where'd I come from? Because <laughs> remember, I told you, like, when shit was about to go down, I said, I shook you. I was like, you know what? I get it. This is not your thing, but you have to pay attention right now. Yeah. And remember when, yeah. like, I remember. You were like, huh? And I'm like, huh? wait, 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 if, if it's imagination, does it's it nightmares. Does it say in the title part one or I have to figure it out does. It does. It says part one, part two on the poster. So when you look it up, four of them are going to pop up. One is anime that has 12 episodes. The second one is Rebellion. The third one is the part one. And the last one is part two. Just read the poster carefully. Hmm. All right. So you want to put a pin in it and we'll talk about it next week? <laughs> yes, we will. <sighs> Alright, let's move on to... I'm, I'm afraid. Oh, be afraid. You should be. Cause no, wait, wait. You will be. You will be. Because it broke Jordan. Like, Jordan was like, I, I'm broken. Like, and we watched the, the third movie, like, after My Hero. So it was like, yeah, yeah. My Hero. Oh, oh God. Oh, Kill me. Oh. Kill me. You need All Might in this world. <laughs> Please. I mean, but the... the no. No. <laughs> and I do want to explore next my. week though, because there's some uh, things that happen in Madoka that remind me of other anime, like Ting Top of and of all things. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that. <like>, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's wrap up the episode with some news of the week. Michael news. Michael news. Did it? Oh wait, yeah. Apparently, Vixen premiered on. They took it off CW Seed and premiered it on the actual CW. But nobody watched it. And yeah, let, oh, and wait, I, when was it on CW? That is a great question. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> no Because the article just talks about how Vixen premiered on CW and nobody watched it. 
So it basically got six thousand nine hundred ninety six hundred nine six hundred and ninety three thousand views, which is like super low. Yeah, that's like a low YouTube video. Wow. Yeah, so I'm not a fan of that because because I have like I have a feeling that like the network is gonna look at that and go like, see. Black we try, yeah, we try to give we try to give you know diversity and nobody watches it. But I'm like, hey, Vixen premiered two years ago because they showed the first season. Yeah, it premiered two years ago online. So like the first two seasons are already out on DVD, and then on top of that, you didn't advertise it. Yeah, like, when was it on? Exactly. I'm like, when did the, like the whole first season? Because every episode is five minutes. So first season is six episodes. So one season is the equivalent of one episode of Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. So I'm like, when did it like when did it come on? I didn't hear anything about that. Like, did it come? And then on top of that, since it's only thirty, because most CW shows are half or hour. Like, did you premiere it like after in between a show? Like, when did it, like yeah yeah? And I and I pay attention to news like stuff like that. And I didn't even know about the shit. And this is over the summer, so they didn't. This even, was recently because the article like just came out this week. So it had they didn't to, even wait until the CW season started to like yeah. That, and that's another an that's another thing. Something. Like if it's connected to like Arrow and the Flash and all that, wouldn't you, shouldn't you wait? Yeah. And you would play it like after like Arrow or after Flash to like give it that boost. Exactly. And that's again, like like that's my thing. Like they'll they'll try to say, oh, see, we're giving you these diverse characters, but nobody's buying them. So it's like proof that nobody wants it. But it's like, but you don't promote. It's just like Young Justice, like, see, nobody watch it. It's on Friday every other week. How is it that no one airs? (laughs) So I wasn't a fan of that. But yeah, so. Yeah, that's trash. That's very much trash. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Bran. The actor, Isaac, what is his name? Hold up. Francis? Isaac Hempstead Wright. Isaac Hempstead Wright. That's the actor that plays Bran. He uh, came out because somebody asked him about the whole Bran is the Night King theory. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, he said, I've seen that. And he said, maybe I think it's less that (laughs) they're. I've seen that. I've seen (laughs) it. I'm three. I rolled back in his head. He said, "I think it's less that they're the same person and more that they're two of they're, they're two ancient beings of Westeros. The Three-Eyed Raven has been around for God knows mm. how long, and White Walkers have been reported since the beginning of time. Yeah. As we've seen, they were created by the children of the forest, so mm. we can't get we can't get much more ancient than that. Perhaps we can't think of it as these two characters. Perhaps we can think of it as these are two characters with a huge amount of power, but one is a Frankenstein's monster who is driven by nothing but hatred and violence. Then there's Bran who who uses his power for good. Mm. And he just goes on to say, I want to find out why the Night King is so obsessed with destroying humanity. We'll see whether they have any kind of explanation in the next season. Hopefully we'll find out some cool stuff about both of those characters. So Mm. he's basically coming out kind of saying that, man, I've seen the theory, but... Brand's not really he's not the Night King they're two different beings hmm. Hmm. and it could be hmm. it could very well be him trying to throw off people because like everybody's predicting like oh you're the Night King it's like oh shit yeah. they figured it out no no guys hmm. <laughs> but I don't know I, I'll, let me, let, I'll do my thoughts later what do you guys think of the like the whole Brand is the Night King like I said before I feel like that would, like it'd be interesting hmm. but it's not necessarily necessary to the plot hmm. It would just be like one of those things, like a last minute, like, oh, did you know, kind of twist. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't feel like it, it needed. Like, and, and then I feel like maybe the the gymnastics to explain how that works might come off kind of like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So like, if it doesn't happen, 
I'm fine with it. If it does happen, I'm just like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. What do you think, Jamie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of done with Game of Thrones right now. You're done with it? No, okay, I'm not. The, okay. What's going I'm on? In the <laughs> mo- I'm in the mode where I'm just going to wait. Yeah, you're defending Inhumans. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> so Game, like Game of Thrones, I don't need to defend it. I don't need to talk about it. It's not going to disappoint me. It's like... No, you you washed everything. I was going to say, because I, I think that whole theory about Bran being the Night King, I, I, I disagree with, like, my Mr. Prediction head senses are oh, tingling. Oh, there you go. I mean, wasn't there another theory about, like, him being the first... Um, Bran the Builder? Yeah, Bran the Builder. I think if anything, we're going to find out the Night King is a Stark, maybe. like, mm. And that's why they're mm. so connected to the Starks. And why the Starks seem to be the ones that are able to stop him, because he's a Stark. Like if that whole formation, if that thing turns out to be true that the that the White Walker, which I get said I gotta go back and watch, but if the White Walkers form the Direwolf head, yeah, it would make sense if he's if the white the main White Walker is a Stark. Even and why he's so direwolf. connected to both Bran and John. I mean, is but it confirmed? It, no. But even That's why I said I would have to go back and look because I don't know if, if that was true. Even if it did form head, though, I, I would have thought that it was just foreshadowing the fact that the first people who are going to be fighting them would be Winterfell and the Starks. Mm-hmm. That they get there first. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing. I think like they're going to lose Winterfell and they're going to fall back to King's Landing and that's where the final battle is going to take place. Maybe they're holding the direwolf banner because like that's back from back in history. Like maybe like there's a Winterfell like soldiers going in there, and then they find a banner, and they're maybe holding like all random banners of like people that they have conquered. Like they just took the banners away from people. It's like we killed this, this, these people. I remember there being a story from the books that one of the n- members of the Night's Watch became the Night King. I don't remember mm. though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever hear that? It was like it, it, back in history, one of the Lord Commanders of Night's Watch fell in love with a white woman and became the the White Walker Night King. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I got like just random because we already because because they because I was gonna say because they showed where the Night King came from. The Children mm-hmm. of the Forest made him. Not not this Night King, a previous Night King. No, I don't mm-hmm. know because this is not the same Night King that uh, fought the Children the first time, is it? I think so. How, what? How they they beat pushed him back, and he's just like, all right, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know, but I think it's the same. I think it might be the same person. Hmm. Of questions, because also, because also going with the brand is the Night King theory. Like, in terms of what they showed for his powers, it doesn't make sense. Because I'm like, how was he in two different places at the same time? Because we've seen him go to the past, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. like in a vision. But we've never seen him like actually physically be there. Like, so, yeah. yeah. So it's like, how are there two bodies? Like, it doesn't make sense. Maybe his with powers that, become that so powerful that he'll <laughs> but literally disappear. Like, he'll be sitting there really? and vanish. But I'm no. saying, but we haven't seen that yet. So I'm saying, just going by what we've seen of his yeah. abilities, how are they both alive at the same, like, in the one, the same place at the same time? If he's the, if he's the Night King. Prediction though, he's, he's my Mr. Prediction head. <laughs> if at any point in the beginning, come up with of, their own name, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Prediction dude, <laughs> Senor Prediction dude, Senor. kid, kid Prediction head. Kid wow, that <laughs> kid's flash, yeah, you but kid you flash know, me, you bastard. <laughs> but like, uh, if at any point in next season, like especially in the beginning, they show a flashback to Brandon Builder at the wall. Yeah, <laughs> something about to go down. 
If they remind you that there was a brand to build there, and brands at any point going like, I need to build the wall, or anything like that, then it's like, maybe it is Night King. But that's only if they go that route. I can see that. I can see that happening if they do do it that way. Like maybe he comes up with the idea that hey, if I don't build the wall, it's not gonna get built because I've through my flashbacks or visions or whatever, I've realized that Brand the Builder is me. So then he wargs or whatever newfound power teleports to the past, grows up as Brand the Builder, makes the wall, and then becomes Night King somehow. What is this flashpoint? Basically, <laughs> like time traveling things makes things complicated. Ha, ha, ha. I, don't want them, I don't want that because they never they explain all that shit. I don't want that. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, apparently, with the idea of uh, the Martin Scorsese produced Joker film, mm-hmm. apparently, you know, because usually uh, brilliant Martin Scorsese <laughs> works with Leonardo DiCaprio a lot. No. So Warner Brothers is hoping. No. That, yes. That because they're such a tight team, they're hoping for Leo to say, oh, maybe I should be Joker. No! Warner Brothers is hoping for it. They're hoping for Leo to be, to be interested in playing the Joker. How do you feel about that? I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like Leonardo DiCaprio. And that's not to say he's not a good actor. He's a great but it's, actor. He's a great actor, but it's yeah. like, why? <laughs> I just don't see it. But at the same time, I, I always am hesitant to say that about the Joker role because, like, that's what uh, Heath Ledger was. It was like, I don't see that at all. Hmm. He's amazing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, like, I agree. I like. I'm hesitant to say that about any actor getting cast in a role because I said the same thing about Grant Gustin as the Flash. I was like, Sebastian <laughs> from Glee. <laughs> He's the Flash. Like, the why criminal kid? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why? And then now I fucking love him. So I'm gonna remember to put a drop in. I'm gonna put in Grant Gustin singing Super Criminal right here. <laughs> that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I watched that clip. I'm like, so they're gonna have a sing off, but just the two of them? How do you know who wins? <laughs> like, we're having a sing off, guys. Everyone get out. Sing- like, but then how do you know who yeah. wins? That thing? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, Leo is as uh, I don't I know. I don't face. even know how to. I don't even know how to think about think about that. <laughs> It's just it strikes me as weird. It is it is odd, but like it might it might be good. Maybe and then if, also, if, if it even happens, right? Because it's a rumor. Well, that that's yeah, that's just saying. Well, but it's not. It's more than just a rumor because Hollywood reporters are oh. saying it. And if Hollywood mm. reporters saying it, it's still like there's like Hollywood reporters pretty legit. Ooh. Like they don't just post or um, write articles just based on rumors. Oh, okay. Well, all right. <laughs> but also with that, in the same article, they said. Uh, that Jared Leto found out about the Joker spinoff movie yeah. when it was when it came out in the news. Like they that Warner Brothers didn't approach him or say anything about it. So he so he was pissed. Like he's pretty pissed off about it. Like he told his agent. Oh no! And then I guess for whatever reason his agent told the media and it leaked. Because now what was the what he say? Just like I'm mad. Yeah, he just basically came out like I'm I'm not you know I'm not good uh, I'm not a fan of this. They didn't even approach me. But he shit on like, it anyway. He's like, why are they doing a movie if I'm still the Joker? Yeah, I mean, he's got a point. <laughs> yeah, he does have a point. Just drop it, reboot it. But yeah, he it. did shit on I mean, he, was, he wasn't shitting on the Joker origin thing before. He was just shitting on Joker how DC general, handled Joker. the Joker. Yeah, he was saying it caught him off guard that they're doing another origin Joker movie without him and all this stuff. You got two other movies, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing the Suicide Squad 2 and the and Harley Quinn. Joker versus Harley. The Harley Quinn and Joker. I don't want that. So Who you're still. That? Nobody wants that. No. <laughs> no, yeah, nobody wants that. I don't that. even know if he wants that. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably not. Money, well, yeah. though. Speaking of uh, 
Suicide Squad too, since I just brought it up with Joker. Oh. Uh, apparently, it's being delayed because mm-hmm. of Will Smith. Really? Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't want to come back. Well, no, it's not that he doesn't want to come back, but he has like he's doing Aladdin as the genie, and then he's also uh, in uh, Ang Lee's newest clone assassin thriller movie called Gemini. So it's like because he has all these other projects lined up because they want to start they wanted to start uh, shooting this fall for Suicide Squad. For Suicide too? Squad too. Uh-huh. <laughs> they wanted to, not to be released that they wanted to start shooting this fall I don't even have a Man of Steel 2 and yet <laughs> yeah. they're, they're pushing it's, so yeah, hard apparently it's looking like it's not. they're not going to be able to go into production until next year fucking good yeah. film the flash <laughs> dicks <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I agree nobody's like you know who I miss Katana <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't Jamie. miss her either no one does no, no, one, no one misses this movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it was awesome, Enchantress. <laughs> I need more Rick Flag. <laughs> well, no, Enchantress not coming back for the next. None of them are coming back except for Deadshot, Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn, Joker. That's probably it. Like who? Captain uh, Boomerang, maybe. Did the fire guy die? Yeah, he died. Oh. El Diablo died. So that was his sacrifice. It's Captain Boomerang and maybe Killer Frost. They'll, oh, like, yeah, they'll introduce Frost. her uh, in a new new movie. Bring in um Slipknot. Bring him back. Resurrected. <laughs> We need ropes and lots of them. <laughs> a lot of DC news. Anyway, uh, next bit of DC news. Uh, Kevin Conroy came out and basically said that Harley Quinn is a more interesting character than Wonder Woman. Huh? Interesting how? He uh, said... Weird? This is, this is the quote. There's also a big new female audience in animation, and they're looking for more interesting characters for them. Wonder Woman is a wonderful superhero, but she's not very multidimensional, whereas Harley Quinn is just nuts and just has so many different qualities that it's fun for the female audience. Thank you, white male, for telling me what is more interesting for... You don't understand Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun for the female audience. And not only that, I'm yeah, sorry. And it's like the female audience made Wonder Woman a hit. That's like, what the like you're basically hit. yeah, basically you're saying the same shit that James Cameron said and let let female tell you this. Let female tell you this. Cause thank you, Kevin. Like I, I respect him for what he's done. But you're a white male. <laughs> so how do you know what we're interested in or not? Well, yeah, as a stop, white man, stop, I was like, stop mansplaining. Well, yeah, exactly that. He's mm-hmm. mansplaining. <laughs> as a white male, they are the authorities on all things, so they can tell you how much you like women, like things with women. Bro. Just like how we listened to a podcast this weekend where a white oh, man yeah. said, <laughs> "How many black people are actually behind the Black Lives Matter movement?" To them, oh my no god. One. On a side note, there's a podcast called Conversations with people who hate me really interesting podcast basically it's a converse it's a conversation between a person and their trolls <laughs> so rather than just like blocking them on instagram or facebook you talk to them and go like you why did you say yeah, why did you call me i don't faggot? have that much energy no one does <laughs> or time no one but does but does. dylan Marin does is that his name yeah dylan Marin. yeah dylan Marin, also the voice of carlos from welcome to night vale mm-hmm. which is a podcast that we listen to too yeah um the bottom line is that thank you for giving your input but i will tell you what i it's more interesting for me. There are feelings and there's fact. What Kevin Conroy explained is a feeling. Yeah, there's a feeling. And you know what? I will you tell know what's you. There's a fact? The, that box office for Wonder Woman. Another fact is that. So is, is he talking about animator or movie? 
Uh, I think he's just talking about the character, period. Yeah. So I'm only going to compare, not the history, I'm only going to compare the latest appearance of the two characters, right? Mm. The latest appearance of a Harley that I saw was Batman, a Harley movie. I think more men like Harley. Yeah. Because yeah. she's more slutty. Like, it's... it's like, I'm not saying like a good thing they like her more, but I'm saying, like, if guys are more like, yeah, Harley Quinn... And his perception of that, I think, I mean, is that too. I mean, I know, I know people a lot just of Batman and Harley. Where uh, these maybe, two uh, maybe, yeah, I think looking at because mo- there are more probably Harley cosplayers than there are Wonder Woman. Look, cos- I mean, uh, I don't know. Let me tell you once again. It's also easier to do Harley Quinn though. Hey, both men. Let me tell you as a female, because I won't come and say why you both try to mansplain too. Yeah, I was mansplaining Enough, more. both of you. <laughs> Enough. Stop. Harley, the latest appearance that I saw in Harley was Suicide Squad mm-hmm. and Batman a Harley movie. I don't know what I was supposed to learn from them under the fact that, like, hey, guess what? I apparently get my way to fight get naked. Yes. Wonder Woman? Love conquers all. That's the message that I got. So, to me, Wonder Woman is way more inspiring character and more interesting than Harley. I'm trying to definitely succinct the Wonder Woman movie about what it meant to me. I feel like being a hero is a choice. Something like that. I got it more as like is I was like you know like you know what love or maybe not being a hero doing good is a choice. I'm yeah. just thinking about that scene when they tell her like we're not here to save the world. It's like that's what I'm here to do, and she walks out. Oh, chills. <laughs> Still get chills. And she walked out of that battlefield. What was with that <laughs> accent though? <laughs> that's yeah, what I she know. said. No, you said that's what I'm here to do. You said, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Black Panther's so hard. He's even uh, Wonder Woman. Just oh, see Jesus. <laughs> My point being is that thank you for your opinion, but why don't you talk about things that you know <laughs> like and Batman. not something you don't agreed, know. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> Fuck y'all. She said just like that. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Okay. Oh, oh, look at that. Wait. I'm gonna reinsert it as like you know, a full audio, but say it. Turn around. Look at her. She's so sexy. No, that's what I'm going to do. That wasn't close. No, <laughs> no, not even. Shut up. Not even a modicum of closeness. <laughs> Michael, move on. Anyway, since Jamie went on her little rant, we're gonna keep that going. Keep, keep that trend going. Today is so, make Jamie upset day, huh? Sugumi Oba and Takashi Obata, who are the original creators of Death Note, came out and said and praised the Netflix version. Uh, Oba said, it was more interesting than I expected. Every bit of it is high quality and very fashionable. It's definitely Hollywood's Death Note. I think a wide range of people can enjoy this movie, not just fans, because there are parts that follow the original work, but also changes that too. Uh, He also goes on to say, I hope that people overseas who did not know Death Note until now can enjoy watching it on Netflix. Adam Wingard's visual beauty and thrilling directorial... Directorial? What? His thrilling directorial are splendor. I don't know. I what? guess that's that's what it says. His thrilling directorial are Whatever. splendor. And, He's Japanese. <laughs> and, and create a class A thriller. This is the kind of death note I'd like to draw as well. Are you done? Oh, until he said that last line, I was like, I feel like this is a, somebody had a gun to his head. Like, mm-hmm. say positive things about this movie. Are you done? Yeah. 
Wow, she, she, she's... <laughs> yo, what was that, Puff Daddy? Like, you done? You, okay. you done? You done? Okay. All right. <laughs> Two things. Yeah, because the Two next things. quote is the, the recreator director, but who cares? Two things. First... Ghost in Shell was well received in Japan. And once again, there's a reason why. It's because Japan already has their own thing, own shit going on. Meaning, they are used to seeing Japanese culture because they are in Japan. So when they see their own culture having a Hollywood twist, they see more as intriguing. Whereas Asian Americans, in here, we see American product. In the American product, we don't see our representation at all. That's why whitewashing became a big deal here instead of Japan or Korea yeah. anywhere else because they don't understand the concept because they never experienced it. Hence, and he's probably looking at it also as a positive just because like the more people that know about Death Note, more people exactly. probably will go back and look, it's watch marketing. the original. I was yeah. saying he's also getting he, like he also got a paycheck for them to adapt the series, so he's going yeah. to cuss. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's a fucking marketing because the thing is if you. Most Make likely, another, basically. If you <laughs> watch Netflix, if you watch Netflix, that no, chances are you're more likely to check out the Japanese one too. Especially if you see all the criticism. Online. Exactly. Yeah, because I'm. So it helps it. you to actually praise the fucking show. Yeah. It does have Hollywood taste. Hollywood fucking. Taste. I like his, I like his, his positives are so interesting. It's fashionable. Uh huh. It's very Hollywood. It's very Hollywood. <laughs> it's like is that code? Like <laughs> it sounds like a code. So you know what? I'm not as upset because I've had a very long and angry rant about this talking about Ghost and Shell. <laughs> business is business. Yeah. I understand. It's all about marketing and publicity. So you do you. But you don't get to, you don't, they don't understand the struggle that we have as Asian Americans. Agreed. But also the, 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 the negative thing about this though is this is going to be held up by anybody who says that Death Note is, Death Note isn't that bad guys. And the Death Note creator says so. You know what I mean? It's going to be you. People always like, do that. Once again, facts and feelings. Yeah. Facts and feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh, they feel like a yes. There. To us here, fact. When was the last time you say like a somewhat major, like Asian superhero? Because I can name one Latino, which is like I can actually even talk about technically, like Diablo, El Diablo. Even if he died, hey, 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 he hey, had hey, way hey, more hey. screen time than Katana did. Karnak, and humans, yeah. Your <laughs> 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 <Her face. laughs> went so blank. This is the reason why and we I have Triton, to do Triton. Oh yeah, you can't tell. Oh yeah, the green, yes. And not only that, he's a which we did. And he's green alien. We use Asian guy as green alien. I was gonna say we talked about that last week. Where's all the people online getting mad about how Triton? Like he's not, he's not Asian. Okay, he should be played by a white guy because he looks white in the comics, even though he's he's a fish man. (laughs) Where's that? Any Asian characters in the comic book looks very white in general, unless you make it very offensive and make eyes really slanted. So, default is white. Yeah. So <laughs> go white on. I bright. know you yeah. have more things to say, Michael. Come at me. Oh my god. About that? No. <laughs> no, like I know there are more news. Oh, that's oh yeah. Me. Oh wow. <laughs> Going with that. Okay. Keeping with that topic. Ed Screen. Ed Scrine. Oh uh, yeah. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. Yeah, but uh, that's that was supposed to play uh, Ben Daimyo. Yes. And the Hellboy reboot. He the dropped Japanese out. Japanese character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Japanese character. He dropped out from the project. And this is exactly, this is his quote. His words, yeah. It, it was, was great. It these, was are, these are his words that he posted on Instagram. 
Last week, it was announced that I would be playing Major Ben Daimyo in the upcoming Hellboy reboot. I accepted the role unaware that the character in the original comics was of mixed Asian heritage. Mm -hmm. There has been intense conversation and understandable upset since that announcement, and I must do what I feel is right. It is clear that representing this character in a culturally accurate way holds significance for people and that to neglect this responsibility would continue a worrying trend to obscure ethnic minority stories and voices in the arts. I feel it is important to honor and respect that. Therefore, I have decided to step down so that the role can be cast appropriately. Representation of ethnic diversity is important, especially to me as I have a mixed heritage family. It is our responsibility to make moral decisions in difficult times and to give voice to inclusivity. Wow. Mm -hmm. It is my hope that one day these discussions will become less necessary and that we can help make equal representation in the arts of reality. I am sad to leave Hellboy, but if this decision brings us closer to that day, it is worth it. I hope it makes a difference. With love and hope, Ed Screen. Hashtag stay woke. (laughs) That's basically what he's saying. (laughs) Hashtag he may be even more moist than he already did. All right, Ajax. (laughs) Like That right there is a bold move. And it's, it's a, the right, oh, it's a very bold right move. move, morally right move at his at cost to himself, so, because he's benefiting from it financially. Mm-hmm. Granted, I feel like actors shouldn't be the one to have to make this call. No, they shouldn't. But I feel like more actors should if they end up like, and, and I and I get it. it is like, a powerful I don't want and I get it. I don't necessarily want to put that on the actor, especially like if this is your first role. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna say no. You're not, yeah, you're not gonna say no, even if you might feel this yeah. way. I get personally. it. I get it. You gotta make money. Yeah, yeah. this, this, this is Hellboy. But imagine if this was something like like Marvel, like Doctor Strange, for example. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you don't. But like certain people, they have the luxury to say, you know what, I must take a step. But Asian like, one, like Tilda Swinton, she yeah. could, she she has the option. Like she could definitely be like, you know what. I'm going to step back from And if she called it out, bet money would be so high profile that they mm-hmm. would be like, all right, let's try and figure out how to make this like more middle of the road. Like, let's make it an Asian character, but not make it stereotypical. Because that's, cause that's one it. of the, like, I've seen criticisms, like, like people are saying, oh, he's only dropping out because there was backlash. Okay. Like, and, and I'm like, even okay, then, and smart call. Like, even if they're, like, even if, because people are like, oh, you mean to tell me he didn't really know this guy was an Asian when he got cast? Well, Damio. So I, I'm also like, but I'm like, but my thing is, even if that's the case, like, yeah. even if he dropped out because of the backlash, and had there been no backlash, he wouldn't have dropped out. I'm still like, good. That means he listens. Yeah. And because only- there's been plenty of backlash, and people don't listen. Like yeah. with Ghost in the Shell or H- Ancient One or any other movie, mm-hmm. they're just like, you know what? Who cares? Like, I'm Chances still gonna are, do it. I'll exactly. be honest. The thing is that if you're not a POC, you wouldn't really understand the struggle of POC. As a white male, if you didn't really understand how offensive it could have been, like, I'm going to give you a benefit of doubt that you could not understand how offensive that can be. Once you learn, once you heard, once you can be educated, that's all I ever wanted. And this guy seems like he has a place of empathy directly because of his family. Because he seems like he has a, he says he has a mixed family background, right? So mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of empathy more than maybe like the, the next actor would. I swear to God. So, like, the casting executive has one other fucking chance. You yeah. fuck it up again. You cast ask, a fucking white person. Because remember before well, yeah, you said they were looking put, for somebody. This puts, this puts the producing the producer. She just got fired. Puts them on the spot now because now they have to cast a, a, an Asian, Asian person, probably specifically a Japanese person. And remember you said before they were specifically looking for somebody that wasn't Asian. 
Like yeah. that was like a thing they were looking for. Like they didn't want Asian people to fill that role, right? No, no, no. no, no. That, that was, was uh, that, that was, was Death, Death Note. Note. That was Death Note. Okay, all right. Which is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> My point being is that you know what? Like this is good. Yeah, this is an amazing first step. Like yeah, I so was surprised. Like, yeah, because like, I'm like, even if it wasn't from alt- true altruistic purposes, and he just he just didn't want to deal with the backlash. Regardless, it's still a good step. It's like a at least, yeah, at least he still listened. At least he's like a he's like a big enough actor where now because now people are like, maybe this would be a step for other actors to be like, you know what? Let me take let me follow Ed Skrine's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now like. I think I'm kind of glad that um, Jordan and I got to listen to the podcast yesterday because that podcast talks about racism mm-hmm. and um, sexism and homophobic and whatnot. And the one of the part they uh, discussed was the fact that um oh my god I just blanked out oh yes the art because what he talks about all a lot of his videos make you feel uncomfortable but that's a statement because the art or the statement that you're trying to make to change the world mm. or change perspective or concept is supposed to stop or like disturb your daily life. So the actor making a statement, it might make some of the Hollywood actors, actresses or executives or producers, make maybe they are uncomfortable with this. Maybe they feel awkward about it. Good. Be aware of it. Because this call, what he did was right call. Mm-hmm. What the, exec, the casting executive did, making an Twitter about oh you know we're all the equal oh like, yeah that was the same thing that, right exactly oh man she and I'm looked, like she got mad egg in her face now exactly <laughs> you are done she's like look don't put your shit on us okay exactly and guy's like actually I think that's actually, right she's like yeah. oh fuck <laughs> like be ashamed be yeah. ashamed and learn and be educated so your own actor feels the same way so yeah, how, like, so, how does it make mm, you look fuck you like really you're just being close minded like, you didn't fuck even you, want to accept the possibility of there being an issue here because you you're in a position where you don't have to mm-hmm. So going with that, Chloe Bennett, who plays Daisy oh, on yeah. Agents of Shield, okay. she came out and praised uh, Ed, Ed Screen. Is mm-hmm. it Screen or Scrine? I don't know. I think but she, she, she posted on her Instagram, like basically praising him for his decision. She basically said, "Damn, that's a man. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ed Scrine, for standing <laughs> yeah, up." She did. I mean, I did too. I did too. <laughs> yeah. We she all said, did. Damn. <laughs> I, needed, I needed like a whole roll of tissue. Oh Jesus. <laughs> to clean up my puddles. Anyway. Oh, gosh. She said, thank you, Ed Skrine, for standing up against Hollywood's continuous insensitivity and flippant behavior towards the Asian American community. There is no way this decision came lightly on your part, so thank you for your bravery and genuinely impactful step forward. I hope this inspires other actors slash filmmakers to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Hand clap emojis, three of them. Also, damn, damn cute as fuck. I agree. (laughs) Wow. And a pioneer for social injustice. I guess she's single. (laughs) (laughs) She's dating, uh, what's his face from The Walking Dead? Uh, The guy that got killed by the governor, Austin Nichols, the one that... uh, the one that was the son of the politician, yeah, the, of the Alexandria. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So she's, so he must be, he must be like, yo, what the hell? Yeah. No, uh, he's. I'm pretty sure he's secure. Whatever. They have a secure relationship. But yeah, he said he's the cutest fuck, and also a social justice, uh, also a pioneer for social injustice. Mm-hmm. Fellas, take note. That's how it's done. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, this. Backfired. Many of her fans agreed with her. You know you comments and all this other on the post but one guy you know there's always mm-hmm. got to be one called that. her out basically was like because and i saw this before like before it made an article like i saw this on her page somebody called it but i there's too many comments now to go try to find mm-hmm. it because i wanted to read it verbatim yeah 
But he basically came out and tried to call her a hypocrite because she's like, oh, you're here praising him for, you know, being helpful to Asian Americans. But here you are. You changed your last name. So mm-hmm. you're a hypocrite. You're not representing Asian Americans because your last name is Wong. But you're now you're Chloe Bennett. Bennett. Are you serious? Yo, yeah. Yeah. People are stupid. I so mm-hmm. always trying to tell somebody else how to fucking do their mm-hmm. shit, so and not she, doing anything. You, you know about that? Yeah, I recently had an encounter with somebody yeah, the Starfire did. shit on my Instagram page. So she came out, and I know the story too because she. But she came out and said, "Changing my last name doesn't change the fact that my blood, she used blood in all mm-hmm. caps, is half Chinese. That I lived in China. I speak Mandarin, Mandarin, or that I was culturally raised both mm-hmm. American and Chinese. It means I had. It means I had to pay my rent. And Hollywood is racist and yeah. wouldn't." cast me with a last name that made them uncomfortable statistically true for Mm -hmm. any kind of I'm doing everything I can with the platform I have to make sure no one has to change their last name again just so they can get work so kindly fuck off no yo Quake dropped the mic on that dude well it's cause like even like people like Nick Cage they change their name from Jewish sounding names cause Mm -hmm. they can't get cast yeah cause she said like her name is Chloe Chloe uh, Chloe Chloe Wong Bennett Clo- no, I think it's Chloe Bennett Wong. Uh-huh. And she was saying like she couldn't get roles no, with the, until she changed her last name. Because they saw the and name she, Wong. And she, yeah, until she t- when she took the Wong out her last, that's when she started getting more roles. Mm-hmm. And it's the same It's the same thing like taking it out of the superhero aspect with like, you know, just just people in general. Like if you have an ethnic sounding name, mm-hmm. they, they like, there's studies about this. You're 50% less likely yeah. just to get a phone call for the job. Like if your name is LaQuisha Brown yeah. as opposed to Michael Jordan or, or or Elizabeth Sanders. Like you're 50% less likely to get a phone call. A more mm-hmm. American, I'm yeah. quoting American man. Yeah. It means whitewash name. <laughs> yeah, you're 50% less likely to just get a phone call as opposed to, you know, if you had a standard American name. Yeah. Now, there are very, very few Asian Americans who actually kept their names. It's like, like, um, Ki Hong Lee from Maze Runner. He's a Korean American actor. And for the longest time, he himself said it like he wanted to change his name because it's been so hard for him to actually get a role. And that is true. Like, you don't really see him that often, but then, you know, like, just some people make a choice of, you know what, I'm going to stand up for my culture, I'm going to represent it, and they keep the name. Some people don't. Mm. Chloe Bennett didn't have to respect that because you got to make money. Yeah. Officially, my name's not Jamie. Surprise. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> my name actually spelled J-A-E-M-I-N. So, Amer- Americans, like a lot of white people or any other non-Asian people calls it, how would you read it? J-A-E-M-I-N. Jamin. Jamin. You would read it as? Jamin. But, now that I'm going to change this to my Korean tongue, it's actually Timin. But nobody can say it right. Unless you have, like, you, you know how to speak Spanish or Japanese or Chinese. Temin, mm. say it. Shade. Nope. Temin, say it. Wait, say it again. Temin. Temin. No. See? And the thing is, even the tiny things I like, like right now, even the fact that like no one can say my name right, like name is my identity. Like no one can say it right. Some people actually make fun of the name. I've I've Look, been made fun of the name. Old white guy is not gonna call you for a role if you can't pronounce your name in the phone call. Just in <laughs> j- like Jamin, Jamin, Jamin. Nah. <laughs> like people give me odd Dominant. looks. People give me odd looks when they can't read my name because my name is not American. So I have to change it. It's Jamie. That's the reality. Jamie of the and world. It's, it is a reality. And the thing is, and fuck internet trolls for even saying something like that. Like oh, you, that was just a troll sitting in his fucking mom's basement just fucking shit. Like I hate people. 
that. <laughs> I really do. Like Jordan, all like I know, but I think I don't think Michael was like, "Do you mind telling me about the incident that you experienced about you know people always putting like certain responsibilities as like a public uh, what's, figure?" What's next? Is the uh, the Nightwing booty stuff next? Uh. I mean, yeah, that's that's part of it. I don't have. Right. It doesn't well, have to be. It doesn't have to be next, but or I mean, I could bring it up next if you want to. But yeah, I, I was gonna say, but even going with that, like uh, the actor Uzo Aduba from Orange Is the New Black plays mm-hmm. Crazy Eyes. She thought about changing her name at one point because she's like, like I can't get cast in roles saying this. Like, why? Like, because people, I'm like, people can't even pronounce my name. And her mother, like, basically, what did she say? She's like. And she also used to get pissed off at her mother because she's like, why did you name me this? People can't even say it. Like, you know how many times I get made fun of in school because of my name? And so she would say, like her mother, like she would say nobody could pronounce it. Her mother was like, if they can learn how to say Tchaikovsky or Michelangelo (laughs) or Dostoyevsky, they can learn how to say Uzo Uzo, Uzo Amaka. Wow. And she makes a good point. Like people. You know, Stanislavski and all these other famous, you know, white people. Yeah. People learn how to say their name. Like, like it's a good point that her mother made. So that's why she didn't change her name. You become lazy when it's ethnic. And yeah. It's very convenient. What kind of name is that? Yeah. People say. But I just don't like people. What like, American but like name? white people name their children Applebottom, you know, pi- Applebottom like Pilot. Oh, no, that's like, that's like a real wise. thing. Pilot Applebottom. What? Nobody nobody flips. Or like the, the weirdest weird. spellings <laughs> for like random names or like random names they make up. Like, I'm sorry, even my parents, like, okay, fine. Some of my relatives, like, my, I think, cousins, Keegan, but it's, like, K-E-E-G-H-A-N, or, like, G-A-H-N. And I'm, like, I'm not going to remember how to say his name. I'm not going to remember how to fucking spell his name. Keegan is, like, K-E-E-G-A-H-N. Who spells it like that? What were you going to say, Jordan? Oh well, segueing into the, the Nightwing thing, I I've gotten some recent flack on my Instagram page, like from from and not well, just from trolls. I guess, should, I, should I say the Nightwing thing first? Or? No, I'll say this first. All right. Um, not just from trolls because like it's, it's whatever trolls has something to you, but like from legitimate fans who've been articulate and like tried to they express concerns to me that on posts like when I talk about things like uh, like Starfire being cast or like other things that are like minority issues that. They were offended by some of the comments they experienced in the comment section, and they took it to me saying that I didn't do it. I'm not doing enough to actually shoot down these people who might say ignorant shit things on the internet. Hmm. And yeah, you guys know me. I go through my comment section. You when I do, can, and I do remove the things that are the worst things mm-hmm. I find. Like if somebody's somebody straight out racist, it's something like like N word drop or, or if like you dropped some calling someone. So at one point in the star one of the Starfire posts I did, someone was calling Starfire an ape. That person mm-hmm. got blocked immediately. But when people like what I'm doing, I think is creating an open forum for discussion on these mm-hmm. issues. But I don't like when people tell me how to run my own page. Mm-hmm. And even worse, I've had people tell me that. I was saying people. It's really just one one follower. Well, I don't want to give his name, but mm-hmm. he made some good points, and he was articulate when he said it. So I understand where he's coming from. But he makes a point to tell me that I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing it, and by not shooting down all the negativity in like from every single person that might say something like outlandish or racist or something, that I am by not being more proactive, mm-hmm. I am somehow enabling them. For example, he wanted me to just shut down. He wants me to just turn off comments when a comment section becomes too "quote unquote" heated. And best believe, when it comes to things like the Starfire casting as Andy Ope or any of the other racial issues we might talk about here that I might, you know, satirize on my Instagram page, um, 
it just becomes an issue where they feel like I'm not doing enough. Like, were you going to say something? Now, I don't remember where I read it from, but somewhere I read that when it comes to racism, it's not the POCs who has to do the most work. It's white people who has to do the most work because racism yeah. only exists because of white people. Yeah, I said that last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. was it you? Mm-hmm. Like, they're supposed to be the ones. So, like, why are they putting that responsibility on you? Well, I told him, and I was very polite, that if he sees injustice or he sees something that is straight up offensive on my page, I'm an open ear. Mm-hmm. Send me a screenshot and I'll remove it. Now, mm-hmm. we'll get into he didn't really do that because I feel like at the end of the day, it's easier to point the finger at somebody <laughs> than do something themselves. But I told him, contribute. If you see somebody saying something like that you don't agree with, say something. Mm-hmm. He's like, I did, but they keep coming. I'm like, well, that's the world that's, we live in. That's <laughs> the whole point. Like, and I'm not going to censor. I'm going to censor the worst of it, but I'm not going to censor the entire conversation of every single person that doesn't agree with me because at the end of the day, I think it's more important for people like us to see that and understand that that's what the world we're living in is like. And people, and may not be people that we know, they might not be people in our circles, they mm-hmm. might not be people in our states or around where we live, but in our great big world, mm-hmm. there are people that feel the way they do about like in the opposite of the things we do about the mm-hmm. issues we talk about. So for Andy Yope, like, we feel like she's a good actress for the role. We haven't seen her yet. We can't really judge. Other people just straight out don't think that, even it's illogical, that a black person should be able to play an orange alien. <laughs> it's orange, once again. Yeah, and if they want to become hard, if they want to refute that, if they want to, like, claim that, if they want to argue about that, I give them the platform to do so. And I will shoot back. I will fire back when, I, when I, I, I'm able to. And I will have that conversation. But at the end of the day, what I'm doing it's giving it's you at least creating the conversation. I'm getting the ball rolling. And I tried to explain to him, it's like, I, I can't really do more than that. That's my contribution. Now, if you want to contribute, please do so. Now, and your way, your way of contributing might be to refute those people in the comments. And that's just the way it is. Like, I, ca- I can't do more than that. I'm only one person as well. You can't. And I think it's so easy for making me the issue was, I think it's so easy for people to sit back and point at somebody else and say, why aren't you doing more? When you can turn around and go, well, what are you doing? Like, what if you feel that strongly about it? Are you contributing? Are you like, are you being uh, a voice against this? As you said, Michael, before being uh, anti-racist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Rather than just yeah. non-racist. being non-racist, yeah. there's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, but that's just my two cents on it. And it was just—it was an interesting conversation with somebody that was an ally in what we kind of represent here on the podcast and on my Instagram page. But is he white or do you know? No, he's black. He's black. Oh. He was a black kid. Remember the call. The call comes from within the house. <laughs> the call. The call comes from the house. Yeah, and that that, that shakes you when it. Yeah, wasn't it just does. A random white troll telling me I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh come on, man! Like I'm doing best, and you don't recognize that, and so yeah, you want to like, like point a finger at me. Kid. Like that's you know it's whatever. It's whatever. Brush it shit all the time. But this is like you know an articulate young black man who like felt like me as someone who has a powerful social media account and a voice in the community, he felt like I should be doing more. I'm like, I po- <laughs> But more like what? Like, did he specifically say what you should be doing? Disable he the comments. Disable comments. He wanted delete me to, everything. He wanted me to call out, like, to make more posts calling out all the racist stuff I see. And I'm like, but I do do that. And I even make, it's usually satirical, but you read, have to read the comment sections. But I'm, my posts on Instagram are usually targeted to kind of be commentary on like whatever is happening in the news right now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he wanted me to do stuff like that, which is not unreasonable. I, I told him I would try and call out more ridiculous comments when I see them, especially I found that ape comment he mentioned about someone mm-hmm. calling Starfire, like, uh, in a deal with ape for playing Starfire. Messed and I'm up. just like, that's ridiculous. Blocked, deleted. And I will repost his, like that comment, just be like, this is what we deal with. 
But other than that, it's like, I don't know what social media do, man. <laughs> I'm only one voice. I've just got a big platform to voice that voice. I guess he wants you to be more like Eunice. Because <laughs> every time Eunice, you know, every time... Eunice he is has, a 15-year-old kid yeah, that does nothing. Every time, every time there's <laughs> a troll or time. Every time there's a troll or something, he's quick. He's like, he, he released like five stories on his Instagram. Yeah. Talk about this one person. I'm like, okay, you're still going? Yeah, we have he, shit to do. Like, yeah, we're grown up. <laughs> I yeah. know I talk about kids things I have responsibility. Time, yeah, he's... I, I, I wish I was 15 year old, years old again and could spend all my again. time getting... And that is time... But emotional investment to get that angry over every single comment. You know what I'm saying? And even Eunice's page does not have the amount of like uh, backlash that my page will have when something no. that's a racial issue. Because Eunice doesn't bring up racial issues. No, most not, people don't. Not really. And I, I'm in a weird position on my page uh, that I'm not just a POC. And I'm not just a nerd. I'm a combination of both. But my posts target the mainstream audience. So other pages that are like very pro-black or very uh, Afro-centered don't have the same mainstream appeal as my page does because they're not they're, they're not speaking to the white audience that mm-hmm. I am, and unfortunately that means that I'm just saying net, by mainstream you mean white. I mean every race, <laughs> and unfortunately those other races aren't allies the same way that maybe minority races aren't. You know, or some minority races. Now that aren't. you mention like. Just out of curiosity, I did look up like a major Asian like Instagram pages. Yeah. You know what they're all about? What? C- can you guess? Anime? Even anime. You know what they're usually about when it comes to POC? Is Asian? It's about Asian girls. Asian girls? Like what? Like, like sexualized Asian girls. That's the main page that all I see. They don't talk about race issue, about like Asian Americans. Uh-huh. They don't. None of the pages did. I mean, those pages also tend to be smaller because it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. So most people don't want to be part of that conversation. It's easier to avoid something like that. On my page, there's a lot of backlash because I'm forcing that conversation on people who might not usually want to be partake in it and don't have the other side talking against them when they say those ridiculous things they say. Yeah, people that say, man, I really like this page. Why you got to play? Why you got to bring up race? Exactly. That's, that's exactly the type of person I'm talking about. Because <laughs> that's part of who I am. And that's not even the worst of it. That's, that's somebody that's like kind of neutral, but like don't want to even think about, you know, the implications of what some of the issues are beyond like, well, I feel this way about it. So that's how everybody feels, right? Like, no, <laughs> like, no, that's just my two cents on it. So, and that reminded me from the the commentary that uh, Quake received from a troll, <laughs> a troll fan. <laughs> anyway, uh, more so keeping with that. Oh, but one of the, I talked about that just because you're about to bring Grayson. Yeah, Dick Grayson. The post I made that kind of um, sparked that discussion with that with that fan was the post I made about Starfire and Nightwing being together. together. Because it was like, everybody else was talking about like, oh, Nightwing's like, how do you feel on Nightwing? But I'm like, I wonder what kind of chemistry Dana open this guy will have. <laughs> but especially nobody wants to see that. Like, you know, nobody, even you paint her orange, maybe it's a little bit different, but hmm. interracial, that's different. It's a different level for people. I'm sick of it, man. It like, when will I ever say interracial couple being like a major thing? What is one major, like, tell well, me, like, I'm, interracial I'm, couple that you know from like superhero verse. There's a lot. Now there are. I'm okay. There's a lot. There's more. Okay. Like, like Molly me. West and Jesse Quick. 
Like or Iris West or Iris West and Barry Allen. Granted, it's all the same show I'm listening or, right now. Uh, <laughs> That's all the same show. Uh, or Diggle, Diggle, and and, Diggle and his wife, or Colson and May, or uh, Colson and May's not official, so I don't count that. They are in my heart. I, I wish, I wish they were, but they're not <laughs> official. You only see them Daisy and Lincoln before he died. Yeah. Or May, quick, May, May and her ex husband. They've been but, trying in comic books to try and make it more like mainstream. But even think, but even think, like my biggest criticism with that, like with the whole. Thing is, usually every time they do an interracial relationship, though, it's always with it's always a PLC with a white person. <laughs> yeah. It's never like they never. I want interracial for the most part. They hardly ever show PLCs loving each other. Like they hardly ever show like a yeah. black person with a Latino or an Asian person with a black person. With like rare exception, Asian May and her husband. Because at the end of the day, I think it's more to make the white person not only more identifiable. Like they want to still have you identify with that couple. So you need at least one white person for people to identify. I don't think that's right, but they use white characters as entry points for most shows in television and television like, and media. It's like, yeah, I don't, I have no problem with interracial relationships, but it's like I want to see more people. Like in terms of on screen, I'm, I'm not talking about in real life. I don't give a fuck what you do in your life. I'm talking yeah. about on screen. I want to see more POC loving each other. It's like we didn't. It's always mm-hmm. a white person and a, and a, and a person of color. It, it will only happen I'll, when we can finally let go of the need to use a white person as the entry point for all things. I want to see a fucking... Like, why couldn't Death Note be about an Asian American kid? Like, quote, unquote, you Americanize it, but okay, that's just what code for whitewashing mean? because the main character still is white. I hate, I hate that criticism. What does when it they mean, like, Americanize? Like, I, I hate that criticism when people, when people say... Well, this isn't this. If they wanted, if they wanted it, because I saw somebody post say this yesterday in Spidey Society. If they wanted a Japanese cast for uh, Death Note, they should have then they should have filmed it over in Japan. This is an American version. There are Asian are Americans. Not, what the fuck yeah, am are I? Not Asian people in America. What the fuck am I? Tell me what I am. Do I look fucking white to it's, you? It's this weird thing where they don't want to. People don't want to admit it, but American is synonymous with white. You know what I mean? I, just, I, I podcast people I trust and I love. And when they're all POC people. They were even like with giving the argument that Death Note wasn't whitewashed. Oh, yeah. It was Americanized. And I'm like, like you're POC. Do you want to take a step back real quick and just figure out what whitewashing and like what, what Americanizing really means then? Because they use examples like um, all the horror movies, they get adapted. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, they're not whitewashed. They're Americanized. But I'm like, why okay, is it always all white main characters? And it's always the POC that goes first. Yeah. Like you take that out, and but they wanted to say that whitewashing only applies if within the story, they touch base some with some kind of Asian culture. So even Death Note, they, they ended up with the podcast saying that. Wow, you're, you're twitching. Wow, they ended up saying <laughs> that even Death Note wasn't really Americanized; it was whitewashed because they at least, you know, reuse from uh, Japanese mythology, and they go to Japan for a second. So they still feel like that's still whitewashed. But to the whole podcast to get there, <laughs> and beyond that, it's like that's too narrow of a definition. Because then if you just, like something like Ghost in the Shell is also considered whitewashing by that definition because they literally made her You're, a Japanese woman yeah. and became a white woman. How dare you? But take that out, I would still say it's whitewashing because at the end of the day, your entry point to that medium is still a white person. That is what whitewashing means. Call it Americanization if you want, but now it's a bigger problem of if you call that Americanization, then are we going to agree that being Americanized means white? It doesn't. I don't know. Since when? Agreed. Maybe back <laughs> in the days it did. Back in the days when... No, not even back in the days, because you know why? Like, pilgrims came in, and guess what? Saying, They're America's like, never, Native Americans America's here America's already. never been a quote-unquote white nation. No, never. It's it just was an immigration nation, every, if anything. white people rule every fucking thing, but it's never been a white nation. <laughs> so what have we learned? Americanization is, is whitewashing. <laughs> it's one and the same. Like, 
Like the people that run Hollywood are old white men, pretty yeah. much. Because you could have been, you could have done Death Note with an Asian American lead. Still had your L be a different race. He'd be black if you wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. And I'd still be Americanizing the character. Just have it take place in America. <laughs> That's all. Especially in Seattle. Seattle has a large Asian population. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, well. I looked it up. I looked up the demographics. Oh, wow. Because somebody, somebody, somebody made that argument to me. It was like, well, it takes place in Seattle, dude. So, because I was like, they couldn't cast the Asian. They was like, well, it takes place in Seattle. I'm like, Seattle has like a 35% Asian population. <laughs> that don't matter, though. <laughs> that don't matter. Anyway, moving on. Keeping with that. Nightwing has been officially cast in the Titan series. His name is Brenton Thwaites. Most people will know him from Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. He played... Uh, oh, wait. He was in it? He played the son of... Uh, of uh, what's his face, World World Turner. He was the son. I know I fell asleep for half that movie. So, <laughs> but you fell asleep at the huh? end. Whatever. Uh, you didn't see it. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell. Oh, it okay. was Will Turner's son. Oh. Yeah. He was also in uh, Gods of Egypt, apparently, which I didn't nice, see. Yeah. I was oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, boy. Uh, I'll say that he looks in the face like Nightwing. No. But, but in the booty. Booty. No booty. <laughs> not mine. Do, do more squats. And I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> that you, booty you, is not comic book accurate. It makes me angry that like there's so much controversy over, over Antidote not being, quote, quote, hot enough to be Starfire. Meanwhile, this guy just looks like an average guy with long hair. I don't think he's like, hot enough. Yeah, I don't think he's hot enough for like like for Nightwing. He doesn't look super ripped. I haven't seen photos of him mm-hmm. like look super jacked or anything. It's like it's like you have a different standard when it comes to a black actor or actress being cast as something than a, a white person. It's like you just give more leniency to it. It's so annoying. I say woman in general, especially more black women. Yeah, I would also say women in general. Like they're more way more like like just harsh when it comes to criticism especially someone that is considered a fantasy character yeah so it's like it's called a fucking fantasy wait that's what well the guys are thinking about it as a fantasy so it's like he's just she's not hot as hot as i imagined it in my head when i jacked off that one time this is what he looks like with no shirt on no he looks all right no okay okay no he's a little muscular yeah he got a little body but no booty no ass no no grace no booty booty, though (laughs) it's not comic book accurate yeah yeah where's where are those people yeah where are those people (laughs) ain't nowhere to be found because you think about like dick grayson is one of the few male characters that they actually sexual like you know how they we always complain about how the female character like they always got to pose like they got to show their ass they do that with nightwing like yeah. where he do these weird poses where he's always showing his ass or like the poster mm-hmm. on like thing where he's just standing like this. Yeah. They do that with him. Or like every so often, every comic, comic book characters will always talk about his ass. I know that ass anywhere. <laughs> so it's like, that's like iconic. People talk about Mary Jane's hair is iconic. Dick Grayson's ass is iconic. It's <laughs> iconic. Dick's booty. <laughs> By the way, one of those days we have to do vodkas because like they're like facial expressions we're missing out. Like some poses we're missing out, like just podcast. That's yeah. why I said we maybe do a Patreon, and the people that pay will do a will, will they'll get a vodka. I don't know. <laughs> you look at we'll do the podcast naked. How about that? <laughs> if you're gonna pay, then yeah. <laughs> make it worth pay. I don't know about all that. <laughs> don't be nice. I didn't say naked, but you know, do something, Michael. I did. <laughs> you gonna get naked now? Hentai common return. Oh, Jesus. Never mind. Okay, sorry, I lied. But anyway, keep it with the Titans news. Uh, they're also looking to cast other roles like Hawk and Dove. For I don't Teen really, Titans? 
for Ooh. yeah for ti- for the Titan series. Why yeah. the hell are they putting Hawk and Dove? I don't Titans? get it. And then also a character, Detective Amy Robach, who uh, I guess was an important character in like Nightwing's uh, solo series about. A cor- so I guess it's gonna take place in Bloodhaven because she's a Bloodhaven. <laughs> yeah, because she's she's a detective in Bloodhaven, and they're dealing with corruption in Bloodhaven. So I guess that's probably what the storyline that they're going to draw from. Hmm. So who knows? I gotta see a trailer or a teaser. I didn't see a image. trailer because I just found an image. Also, just found out recently, like the showrunner. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but like the most recent things he did was uh, fuck, I just lost it. <laughs> I had it in the top of my. Wow. I had it in the top of my head. I was like, I don't need this in news. I got it in my head, but uh. Oh, he wrote he wrote Transformers last night. No, <laughs> well, there was like six oh. writers on that. So, yeah, yeah but the whole so what? It was still trash. No. <laughs> what was the other thing he did? Uh, he did all the Paranormal Activity movies. Mm, uh, he did King Arthur, which I don't I don't know if you guys. It was alright. We saw that. That's the, that's the movie you missed. <laughs> the, yeah, that's the, the movie. I, yeah. I just, <laughs> Uh, that's the movie I showed up. I showed up, but you wouldn't let me in. Fuck late. you. <laughs> but not with those shoes. <laughs> like, what? Not with those shoes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I'm trying. Let me pull it up real quick. Other things he's did. I think it's Akivia Golds. I think it's Akivia Goldsmith. Goldsmith or something. So nothing of like crazy note. Nothing to be like, oh, this is going to be. He's going to nail this. I mean, he did stuff like way back in the day that was like good, like great, like a beautiful mind and. Uh, but that was like way back like his most recent stuff uh, but he also did he was also the writer of Batman and Robin oh Jesus okay (laughs) but yeah his most his most recent things was for this year was uh, Transformers last night King Arthur well he was the producer of King Arthur he wrote Dark Tower oh no (laughs) and then the Divergent movies Uh, which uh, I didn't see any of them. I know it has fans, but whatever. So I'm like, I'm alone. I'm, I need to see it. That's, that's why I'm like, I need to see a trailer for that. I even feel better with I'm the a little, image. A little like, nervous. Just, yeah. About with him being the showrunner. Yeah. There's Scott Book situation. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. Because I'm like, I'm an, I need a reason to be able to pay for this. <laughs> Besides Young Justice. Ow. Anyway, uh, Wonder Woman. I mean, not Wonder Woman. Uh, Patty Jenkins came out. Because she had to clarify a statement that she made earlier about uh, when she's like the producers or whatever of uh, of Wonder Woman. They were like, why do we need the No Man's Land scene? So people yeah. are assuming that it was Warner Brothers producers that was behind it. And so people are just like, oh, Warner Brothers is unsupportive and stuff like that. So she's like, I feel badly about this because it's been reported that Warner Brothers was against it. Which it was not. It was my own people in England. Oh. It was our own crew who were at points going, why are we doing this scene? She's not even fighting anything. So Warner Brothers was not unsupportive of the No Man's Land scene. It was much more in process that everybody was like, what's this scene for? There's no one to fight. I get it. I get it better now. I mean, Warner Warner Brothers, I guess it kind of lets them off the hook. But this makes sense because it's like, who is she fighting? You got to understand she's staying on a set. Like, just waving her arms around. Like, there's nothing happening, really. So it's like, what is this supposed to be? And unless you're the director or, like, you know, somebody, like, really close to her, you wouldn't... Like, if you're just filming it, you'd be like, is this supposed to be badass? I can't tell. 
Yeah, you don't. You don't see what it looks like post processing and stuff. So I get it. Yeah. So she came on just clarif- just clarified that. Okay, that's that's sweet on her. She'd be like, mm-hmm. don't don't kill Warner Brothers. It's not their fault. It wasn't them. But people were dumb. So Sony is also looking to expand its cinematic universe past Venom and Black Hat uh, and Silver Sable. They're looking to add the character Nightwatch, which I don't know anything about him, but he debuted in the Spider-Man comic. Nightwatch. But Nightwatch, oh. and they're looking to have Spike Lee direct it. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. But it says a uh, Nightwatch film would follow the story of Dr. Kevin Trench, who gets sucked into the world of superheroism after being saved by an older version of himself when donning the Nightwatch costume. He is given enhanced abilities as well as shape-shifting and invisibility. Hmm. Is it a TV show or what is it? No, the, the, uh, there's Sony's extended Spider-Man universe outside of Spider-Man. Okay. We know with like Venom and Black Cat and Silver hmm. Sable. Oh my God. They're re- what are they doing? But Spike Lee, why? Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the... It's like the, the studios are smart enough to know, like, yo, these ideas are fucking stupid. But if we at least have a big name, say they're going to do it, it might come off better. But I'm like, Nightwatch, I'm I'm I don't even know who. All is I he know, a black guy? Yeah, all I was going to say, all I know is he's a black guy, but okay. I don't, I don't right, know well, who. I don't know who Nightwatch, he is. Well, of course, Nightwatch. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I know nothing about him. <laughs> at least Black Cat and Silver Sable, I know stuff about them. Or vet, like I don't even know. Who, I don't know nothing about this guy. No. <laughs> Except he looks like Spawn. But Spike Lee's gonna be directing it, so yeah. yeah. Like his suit looks like Spawn. That's all I know about him. Really? Yeah. Good picture. I I just closed the screen, but oh, whatever. I don't care that much. I, I can say I'll, I'll, I'll go back. I'll up. pretend I can imagine it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Misty Knight. They released her uh, picture of her with her arm. Did you see it? Yes. Yeah. Looking like some. Oh yeah, you, robot. Posted, you posted about it. <laughs> So, yeah, this first image of uh, Misty Knight and her bionic arm and Luke Cage, you know, is coming back in 2018. So what do you what do you think about the arm? She finally got her arm. I think it looks bootleg as fuck. Like Danny Rand would. (laughs) Danny Rand technology would look like this. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I looked at the I was like, I looked at the pictures. I was like, yay, Misty got her arm. But I'm like, this shit looks cheap as fuck. Maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's like a prototype. It's like and that's not the takeaway because somebody somebody made a comment about it because I said that and they was like, they called me, they was like, you're an asshole because I'm an amputee and that's what, and that's oh. what they, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, <gasps> I get, like, I'm like, I'm sorry you took it that way, but I'm not talking about, the, you know, amputees. I'm thinking about this being in the world where Vibranium where and, you know, Stark Tech and all, and the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, and all that stuff exist. Yeah, but they're not they're not movie level. Yeah, I'm like I'm not tech. talking about a real like. Sure, this might be realistic for a real amputee's arm, yeah. but I'm not talking about that. This is a fantasy world, so yeah. it should look better than that. Yeah, I that's agree my you. whole that's my point. Really, just spray painting it uh, gold might help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's because there's different colors and stuff too. That's what I'm saying. It might just be like a prototype. It might be like the the version one Rand Technology arm. And like I'm like, it's not the. I'm like, yeah, it's not the takeaway from people that are actual amputees. I'm talking about this being in a superhero world. Mm-hmm. Mm. It looks. It's interesting that they said that it's more realistic, like to be like a look like a real life prosthetic. Because my whole thing was it looked out of place. Like I thought from the pictures, it looked. Almost too high tech for the gritty world that Daredevil and you talking about that? Are. 
Yeah, because no. I imagine it's gonna move. Like it's gonna actually, like actually be a fully functional arm. Just look like that. But maybe it won't. Maybe, maybe it'll be it's like just really simple looking. You know. Yeah, maybe it won't be as high tech as I thought it would be. Maybe it'll be like more realistic. Like it won't move mm-hmm. how it should move. Like an arm should move. You know. And I mean, I get the criticism of people like, oh well, it might be just the first prototype. Yeah. But I mean, it's an official still, so it's like Entertainment Weekly and all that. So it's not because people are just like, well, maybe they just didn't add the CGI effects. No, 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 no. No, it it's an official still. Yeah. Like it's not like a leaked photo. Yeah. It's an Entertainment Weekly photo, so that's like the final. That's it. Yeah. Granted, it might get upgraded, but just based on that, I think that's gonna be what she's gonna be wearing until the end of the season, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Even if, even if it even if it gets upgraded based on this alone, I'm like, I expected more. Yeah. But you know, progression. They have to have a place to start from. You know, I think it'd be weirder if it was like, "Here's my super robot amazing arm. <laughs> it's got a lighter functionality. It can pour drinks." <laughs> you know, what I mean, I don't know. That would've been too too sci-fi, too quick. They can still go. I, I, they still go that route. Fine, but like at least start off like, "Yeah, this is the real world. Hmm. This is what it might look like." We have like, you know, a prosthetic arm with a little bit more technology than we have in the hmm. real world. Cause I, cause I, I mean, cause I could get that argument like, okay, this is how it's gonna start. But the way, like the new, cause my thing is like the way the, uh, the news portrayed it, it's like, oh, Misty finally has her super strength bionic arm, and then um, you look at it, it's like, that's not, <laughs> that's not a super strength. Bionic. You don't that's, know, maybe she's just, gonna. That's just a prosthetic arm. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see it in motion and see how it looks. But anyway, uh, keeping with that, uh, the Punisher, with Punisher news, they they're saying that a new uh, mo- another Marvel superhero is going to show up in the Punisher. So, and according to the article, they're saying it might be Daredevil. He's going to show up as a cameo. That makes. But a lot sense. of people yeah. are hoping for it to be Moon Knight. Everybody, this is this weird. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people, people. like. And I don't really know much about him. All I know is he's schizophrenic. No, he has DID. DID. Dissociative Identity Disorder. Basically, oh. multiple personality disorder. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's the one who has a crescent moon on his forehead, Yeah, he has right? a crescent okay. moon on his forehead. Yeah. Like He's like Batman, but crazy. Yeah, he gets his power from like Egyptian <laughs> gods or something like that. He does? Yeah. What is he? Isn't he a white guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's a white guy. <sighs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, I thought he was white. Okay. Yeah, like uh, he gets his power like his, from the con. Like, well, depending on which, because some writers write him where he doesn't have powers. And then some writers write him where he does have powers, mm. but it just depends on what personality is in charge. Mm. Uh, okay. Kind of like Jessica and Heroes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. But, but the pop. But if he gets his, But if he does have powers, it comes to like the Khonshu, which is like an Egyptian god or some something like mm. that. I don't really know much about Midnight, but I'm uh, like, yeah. But a lot of people, like, I even saw a petition like saying like bring you know if it's a superhero like bring bring Moon Knight to the Punisher or bring Moon Knight his own series. Mm. So a lot of people are hoping it's Moon Knight. I swear to God, there's like 20 real Moon Knight fans, and the rest are just bandwagoners. My, my like, thing, yeah, Moon Knight. I know of that name. Yeah, my thing was when it was like a Marvel superhero is gonna appear in Punisher. I was like, oh, I hope it's Ghost Rider. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, Spider Man. Fuck it. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was just like, by. <laughs> I was like, I hope it's Ghost Rider because they probably because they kind of have the same shtick of punishing the wicked. And how dope would it be if they did the thing in the comics where he does the penance there and Punisher and he's like, oh, I regret nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, some harsh shit. I just want Ghost Rider like, having his own show. Is that too much to ask? That would also be a great segue for him to have his own series on Netflix. Yeah. If he showed up as a cameo there. I like agree. Punisher did. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Simon Kinberg, who's directing the Dark Phoenix movie, 
he basically came out with this bullshit. He's uh, because <laughs> trying to say that they're trying to ground the movie and not make it too intergalactic. He said, we must find a way to ground it so it's not too intergalactic. And we need to find a way to make it more human. But I'm like, see, this tells me you're setting this movie up to fail. Because I'm like, A, the premise of the Dark Phoenix saga, especially since you're introducing fucking the Shi'ar, which is an intergalactic empire. (laughs) That's the opposite of grounded. Exactly. That's the opposite (laughs) of grounded. Like, what the fuck? It's like cosmic entity, check. Uh, aliens from another planet? Check. Mm-hmm. Grounded? Question mark? What? <laughs> it's like, that's not so grounded stupid. at all. It's like, exactly. I'm like, so yeah, this tells me right there, I'm like, this movie is going to be trash. Because like, like and, that's, and that's another thing, like, what is with people trying to pull this whole, oh, we need to make it grounded. It's like, you're dealing with a world of fucking superheroes and what aliens. What do you mean grounded? And, like, what are you... Go like, ham! Yeah, go ham. Like they did with Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. They didn't try to ground it. They went full out with a talking tree and a fucking raccoon. Yeah. Like, you worked out. The Phoenix make Force... it believable for an audience that before this, like, X-Men audiences haven't had anything to do with, like, But, this, but that's the problem with the X-Men, the biggest problem with the X-Men universe, period. Like, they try to, like... Thank you, Brian Singer. Like in terms of like the costumes, they all oh, let's not put them in the costumes. Let's just put them in all black leather, all black everything. <laughs> Whereas like Marvel proper, like fucking Loki has his horn helmet. Yeah, that's not grounded at all. And people, you know how popular the MCU is. Yeah. Like, but it's it's still in the same continuity, right? So this is a sequel to X Men Apocalypse. Well, it's, it's still yeah, same continuity with. It. But yeah. I'm still, but just like go all out. Like the Phoenix is a cosmic <laughs> entity. It's the Shi'ar isn't like I said. The Shi'ar is a fucking space <laughs> empire. Like, what are you trying to ground? Like, that's the opposite of grounded. I agree. Mm-hmm. 100%. It takes place in like their whole fucking civilization takes place in space. Yeah, I mean, it's even weird too because like, if they really wanted to, this is their opportunity to go all out in terms it of cosmic stuff. Because the way Apocalypse ended, it it keyed up the X Men as we know them. It keyed up the '90s X Men. Like they were it, the best part of X Men Apocalypse was the last mm. two minutes. Even though it was Mystique, but still, <laughs> Mystique was training the original X-Men. Yeah, Mystique was training the original X-Men in their classic costumes. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Especially considering, like, I was gonna say especially considering most people didn't really like Apocalypse. Yeah. No. So this is their opportunity to go, you know what? Let's, let's do it right. You know, do let's it go, big. Let's go more out there. Because like you think about the, the Phoenix Saga, like they had a whole battle with the Shi'ar on the moon. That's not grounded. <sighs> Like if anything, can you imagine if it was a Marvel movie and there was like it opened with like the classic X Men, the classic costumes, but like (laughs) and this never happened. But if it had the animated nineties theme song, I would shit myself in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I I wore my X Men shirt yesterday when we went to go see Inhuman because I'm like, this is what I would rather see in the MCU. Yeah. As opposed to fucking Inhumans. Your bizarro passable. Somewhere in another, like, Earth 3, we went to go see X-Men in IMAX. That was actually the first two episodes of an MCU pilot. And it was, and it was great. And it was great. And we're happy as hell. <laughs> and Death Note's an Asian American. <laughs> Earth 3 is awesome. I want to go there. Anyway, uh, in terms of Justice League news, uh, Joss Whedon has officially got writer's credit on the uh on the movie okay 
Okay. Whereas before he didn't like they didn't know, and that basically says because only the uh, only the WGA, the Writers Guild of America, or the DGA, the Directors Guild of America, can say whether a they person get gets or not. yeah whether a person gets credit or not. And so because Joss Whedon has officially gotten writer's credit, okay, that means he at least wrote fifty percent of the movie. <gasps> 50%. No way! No, 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 no way! And Hold on, you sure about that? that? Was, and I was gonna say, so like, all the people going like, "Oh no, Joss Whedon is only coming for minimal reshoots and all this." Yeah, others. no. He, if he's he got, did. if he's got an official writer's credit, that means he's written fifty percent of the movie. Oh no! 50%. I bet you. And you know what? That actually probably isn't hard. Look at and a so, Joss Whedon movie in terms of dialogue. He's kind of like the um, what's his name? Uh, and so like Chris Ter- and of, so like Chris Terrio, Chris Terrio, the original writer, and Zack Snyder, like they're still on by they're still on here as writers, but because they were the original writers, like they they still get credit as long as thirty three percent of their script remains. Yeah, thirty three. Thirty three. Oh yeah, I, 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 went, I looked this stuff up. Like, well, thirty three percent per person or thirty three combined. Well, I'm guessing it's combined. Oh. <gasps> Why are you? <gasps> if anything, that means it's gonna be a better movie. No, I'm just shocked. I'm not. I feel honestly, bad for DC boys. Looking at the tone of those trailers, but yeah, Zack Snyder's still on it because people are like, "Oh, Zack, is Joss Whedon gonna get director's credit?" Yeah. As of right now, Zack Snyder is still written or said to be the director. He's gonna be a co-director in a second. Watch. <laughs> I don't. Know, I think. Well, that's... no, they're, they're, they don't. They don't allow for co-directors. Oh, the really? WGA. It's either one. The only time they allow for co-directors if it's like a, if you're like siblings, like the Russo brothers uh, or the Wachowskis. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But other than that, it's either it's like one director. Oh, got you. Okay. So so it's harder for another person to be like, well, because even if Joss Whedon directed like fifty percent, it's harder to like prove that. So, yeah, he's got he's but he's definitely got writing credits, which is which is major because, like I said, that means he wrote in terms of the rewrites. Fifty percent of the movie is now his. I'm almost certain that that means that this movie was gonna be hmm. another BVS. Not in terms of like it being so shit, but in terms of like the writing quality, how the characters were kind of developed, which is to say none at all, <laughs> and how much emotional investment you have with those characters. I feel like everything we we might like story-wise or character-wise from this movie now is all things to Joss Whedon. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. Throwing it out there. And I, I bet you're going to even, you're not even going to refute that when you watch <laughs> the movie and it's exactly like, that was Joss Whedon joke. That was Joss Whedon moment. That was a Joss Whedon moment. Like, yeah, you know, there, was a, there was a thing that I wrote, that I read, that I wrote, that I read that basically said uh, most of the stuff that Joss Whedon did in terms of like the, 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 the uh, Justice League movie was like a lot of the character beats. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the action set pieces he kept of Zack Snyder's. Of course. And guess what? Those are the strengths. Yeah, that's his strength. Yeah. So that makes sense. I mean, even, um, it's just funny too, because like before Jess Wee even came on board, Zack Snyder was talking about how Cyborg was going to be the heart of the movie. It's, I feel like that was all fucking lip service. Like, he, no might have, like, well, no, no, he might have wanted Cyborg to be the but, heart of the movie, but I guarantee you when Josh wrote, like, like watched the movie from end to end, he was like, like this is not it. There's yeah, because remember, remember the thing I read in the news before about the actor. Uh, yeah, so I'm talking I said about. I said it was Ray Fisher, but I made I made a mistake. It's the guy. This the guy that's playing uh, Cyborg's father, whose name I can't think of right now. Joe Morton. Joe Morton. <laughs> He basically came out and was like, yeah, a lot of rewrites like that I know of was to help to, to work with Cyborg because his character was a lot darker in the original and they mm. made him more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. It probably made him more of like a tragic figure that instead of being just tragic and down, like a downer, it probably made him more of like the, the character you feel sorry for the most. Oh, no. I mean, his, his story I mean, is tragic. Yes, his dad dies with it is, powers but... And like, 
becomes a man machine amalgamation. Like, you know, it, it, there's some heartstrings to be plucked there if you do it right. Yeah, 50% of the movie. When is Joss it coming Sweden. out again? November. November. Right around Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, we're in September, right? So yeah. what's the next movie? You're That's why I'm like wondering. I'm like, is this movie going to come out? Because I don't even, because I didn't read anything about the reshoots of rap. I think they're still going. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. No but I haven't read anything that says they're done shooting yeah, the reshoots. I haven't seen anything. Because usually like when they the... do that, like they'll be like, oh, Ant-Man and Wops mm-hmm. just rap or Avengers 4, just, like they did. Avengers 3 just rapped. Yeah. But it's, I haven't read anything about just the reshoots of rap. Yeah, it's so like, I'm like cosplay. The... They're going to be like finishing the movie the day before. <laughs> so I'm like, are they, I'm like, are they still going? Like, is this movie going to come out in November? Because they still yeah. have to do post-production on that. <laughs> well, we'll see what that but, comes But to answer your question, next movie is it next week. Yeah. Oh. They all float, Jamie. Um, <laughs> you float too. So whose turn is it to you pay for that? Is that your turn, Jamie? I think it's your turn, which is hilarious. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to get sick then. <laughs> I'm going to get sick What is that? Next week. Next the week eighth. when? The 8th. The 8th? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm scheduled to be sick that week. <laughs> I'm just going to... I'll let you know how I feel, but oh. I have a feeling that I might have like severe. Cold. I'm looking forward to it. It's man. getting That's cold good. outside. And it's, getting like, great, and it's getting great reviews so yeah. far, so I'm excited. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to see it. Horror movies are fun with Jamie. <laughs> Shut up, asshole. Anyway, Hasbro is about to head to court to sue DC. What? Oh, shut up! That's na- ridiculous. Uh, over the name Bumblebee. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, the black girl Bumblebee? Yeah. Yeah. When did that ever come up? <laughs> they're, su- they're, well, they're suing over the name because you know they have the Bumblebee car yeah. character, but DC has the Bumblebee. Uh, the 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 superhero character what kind of so now so it's like because they're like because you know now that they're doing the bumblebee uh spinoff movie they're gonna have a lot of toys you know trademarks that but also but dc also has like the superhero girl toy lineup going on so they have bumblebee toys and stuff like that out and they're like what we don't want to have two bumblebee toys going out that's going to confuse people mm. one's a black girl, one's, one's a black a one's a robot yeah, what? I, I know but this <laughs> not is an co- idiot these are corporations <laughs> So they're heading to court to basically trademark the name Bumblebee so that Whatever. DC can't use it anymore. In ter- at least in terms of toy, at least in terms of merchandising. Yo, DC's like every fucking time. First is Captain Marvel, now you're taking Bumblebee. <laughs> We're call her. But Captain Marvel makes sense though, because Marvel. And no, they hey, and DC and DC also had Marvel like they had Marvel before they decided to make Captain Marvel. But they call this, her like Bum Girl. But, but like with it, but like <laughs> with this. Girl. Bumblebee came out. It says the character came out a decade before the Bumblebee toy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, fuck them. Like, that's stupid. That's really stupid. But it said, but it's a, but it says it's a weird case. Hold on. Yeah, it says it's a weird case considering that Bumblebee herself is actually about a decade older than Hasbro's transforming robot. She was in DC Comics. She was DC Comics' first female African American superhero. Oh wow! Making her debut in December of 1976. Wow! Before taking on the Bumblebee mantle three issues later, Bumblebee, the trustworthy Autobot. Meanwhile, wouldn't appear until Transformers in 1984. But where waters are muddled is the fact that Hasbro successfully trademarked the name Bumblebee in December of 2015, several months after DC announced the Superhero Girls lineup, which was the toy series about the... So wait, would this just prevent them from making toys with the name Bumblebee? It, or? Would, it would prevent them from making toy, using the character, using Bumblebee 
the name for toys. Yeah. So not it so won't affect the comics. So they won't have to call the her mo- uh, shows or movies. Or no. Anything. So they will have to call her like I guess her real name Karen. I think her, I think her name is Karen. So they have to call the doy the doll Karen as opposed to Bumblebee. Karen Princess Bumblebee. <laughs> Karen B. Karen B. Yeah. But I'm just like. I'm like, can you really trademark the name Bumblebee? Because a Bumblebee is an insect. Yeah. Like, it's a real insect. I don't Like, know. I get, like, why, like, Spider-Man or Superman, but a Bumblebee is an insect. Can you trademark that? Like, I mean, fucking, didn't, um, fucking Cheerios has a Bumblebee on its thing. It's true. <laughs> it's just so petty. Like, that's, that's the... It's uh, very petty. Because I'm like, yeah, like you said, one is a black girl dressed as, as an actual Bumblebee, mm-hmm. and another is a toy. Like, you is really it think, really a threat you? You really you? think people are going to get confused? <laughs> But that's corporations for you. Who are the people at the top of these corporations? And how disconnected from reality are they at this point? Uh, You're so rich, you don't even have to like, think about what normal human logic is like anymore. <laughs> but anyway, since we talked about this, I, was, I said I'll, it makes sense to end on this note. The reviews about Inhumans for other people. Oh. So IGN said... Uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> IGN said Marvel's Inhumans is the latest entry in the ever-growing Marvel Cinematic Universe. But this new TV show doesn't live up to the usual Marvel standard. The Inhumans are a secret society of superpowered people who live on the moon. And while this is admittedly a weird concept... It's not what holds the show back. It's the crummy costumes, wooden facts. dialogue, facts. and all-around dull delivery of the material. More facts. Uh, Digital Spy said the early buzz for Marvel's latest TV outing in humans has been pretty toxic, Love. with a backlash to early promotional images and footage of the and the director apologizing for the first trailer. At this stage, it feels as though some unwill uh, some about. Uh, at this stage, it feels as though some are almost willing to sh- willing the show to fail, which is unfair. But ultimately, the hard truth is that if you were hoping for Inhumans to defy expectations and prove the haters wrong, <laughs> then you're going to come away disappointed. <laughs> Sorely disappointed. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm going to give it 4.5 out of 10, you said? IGN? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what Jamie said. Okay. But it doesn't say on here. These so are just like... So a less than passable. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not going to let it go. <laughs> okay. I am Queen Cersei. <laughs> you are. Bow down, bitches. No, thank you. It's more like a low passable. 4.5 oh out of 10. Because a thank 5 you. will be a passable. Be consistent. 4.5 will be a low passable. I'm not going to argue with you. We're okay. I'm okay with you. <laughs> and I'm not. You're not okay with me? Are you a passable? I'm passable. Then I'm not okay with you. <laughs> Once again, he's a guy who shit a modifier, and now he's shitting on me for not using the modifier. Yeah, you used the wrong rating, though. <laughs> yeah. Last review is uh, Newsarama says on paper, Inhuman feel Inhumans feels like the answer to much of what ails Marvel television, as opposed to its larger than life cinematic counterpart. Marvel's live action TV unit has felt like a paradox. With Agents of Shield and Agent Carter, these series both live. In a world of full of wondrous superheroes, yet are defined largely by the absence of any of these budget-heavy superpowers. But in humans, mm-hmm. that perception looked ready to change as Stan Lee and Jack Kirby's wild and eccentric royal family of Adelan will finally make their grand debut Thursday evening. Well, at least it looked good on paper. The more people involved in any creative production, the more likely you are to wash out any sort of voice or style in a production. But in humans, which already would be a weird, tough sell 
to a really to really deliver the Kirby S strangeness. The final product feels aimless and bleached out with its network television sensibilities and budget feels self-consciously evident. And given that viewers will be able to see a quarter of the entire series at the beginning of this week, there's not a lot of room for showrunner Scott Buck and company to maneuver and give this Game of Thrones light series its necessary punch. So yeah. That's some of the Game of Thrones reviews. light. That's good. Yeah. That's a good assessment of it. It wants to be deep, but it's not. Am I am I allowed to say it? Yeah, now you are. Because you yelled. Because you Hurry! yelled at me. <laughs> if I have ten people asking me to watch scary movie, I'll do a podcast of me watching scary movie, and you get to see the reaction that both Michael and Jordan <laughs> talks about all the fucking time. Oh, you talking about it or just like all I hear? Well, here, like ten at Jordan's. I need ten people. Ten reviews. Ten reviews. Ten reviews. By ten before, reviews, before and when that week. happens, I'll pick. God knows what I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick something. I'm gonna say what? What scary movie? I don't know. You know what? I'm sure. I'm sure Jordan's gonna pick for me anyways because he loves me. If I get if one person talks comes in, leaves a review and says hashtag scare Jamie, then we're doing it. One? No, <laughs> three. One. Three. Three. All right. Three people. We need three people to leave the iTunes review and say hashtag scare Jamie, and we will do a vodcast. Just of her, like I guess it's not really. A, is it a vodcast or a video commentary? Video commentary, I guess. Yeah, of a horror movie. Of a horror Trust movie. Trust me, it's worth it, guys. Please do it. Sca- yeah. Hashtag scare Jamie. I'm trying to think of a movie because I know a lot of horror movies. I'm trying to think of a good one. Her weakness are like things I you can't scared. see. So like, yeah, things ghosts, I can't see. Ghosts, paranormal. jump scare. Yeah, jump scares. Just classic jump scares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said no. Five, five, five people. No, three. Five. <laughs> five. <laughs> five. I'm going to have to do some research because <laughs> my encyclopedia brain is going. Yeah, tune in next week for <laughs> our It review as well as a uh, oh, new episode of My Hero and we've got the spoiled Ma- version of Madoka, Madoka Magica. It's going to be a good week. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Mm. And that's been Blurred Vision. This is Jordan signing out with Michael. Jamie. And we will see you next week. <laughs> You're going to be scared. I am so terrified. <laughs> so scared. <Ciao. laughs> Hashtag scare Jamie. <laughs> <laughs>